Hey folks, it's Tomo, Sean, and Andrew from What's Going On Here. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. ¿Qué está pasando aquí? And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of What's Going On Here. This is episode 100. It's a long time in the making. We finally have been able to get to it. Uh, you heard the lovely dulcet tones of our special guest for episode 100, uh, young lady Gabriela Peña Herrera. Um, Recently engaged to our very own Andrew Albachis. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, stop. No, keep going. Okay. Okay. The production values. The production values, yeah. We're really kicking it up here. Episode 100. Episode 100. finally have sound effects. We do. I mean. Party on. Party on. Yes, indeed. So, folks, for those of you that don't know, um, we basically review movies, TV shows, anything in the pop culture zeitgeist, and we try to figure out what's going on here. And the main star, the main attraction of our podcast is the drink we're having. And because this is episode 100, we decided to go extra special. So we are sampling a whole line of Johnny Walker whiskeys. And we have Johnny Walker Black Label. And Johnny Walker Special Golden Reserve, and Johnny Walker 18 Years, and Johnny Walker Blue Label. So that's what we're working with today. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are reviewing today, because it's episode 100, um, the... Well, you know what? Before is I today's get, episode sponsored by your dentist? It is not a sponsored by my dentist. Why oh. would it be sponsored by my dentist? Didn't your dentist give you the drinks? No, my chiropractor. Oh, oops. Wrong so person. my chiropractor was sponsoring <laughs> Sponsoring by the yeah. chiropractor. Anyway, <laughs> folks, welcome to What's Going On Here. My name is Tomo Lovrik, or um, my middle name being uh, 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 Branimir. How you doing? Tomo Branimir Lovrik. And with me, as always, I have the one, the only, the... Um, Part-time Lord Marshal, the part-time Lord Chancellor, mm-hmm. Mr. Sean Aloysius Quigley III, Jr. Uh, Sean, how are you, sir? How are things? Uh, good. <coughs> things are well. Um, uh, things are uh, very good. Um, I ca- I, I'm hearing myself so clearly in my ears. With such the production values... It's bothering you, isn't it? It's bothering me. Okay. I'm wor- I'm no, it's good. I mean, I... J- I, I I, I would just never stop speaking, though, I think is the problem, because this is like, this is my childhood dream, because I used to have, when I was a kid, um, I used to have one of those little uh, cassette tape players that had a microphone, and I could record myself, and I would spend hours, you know, I didn't have friends, so I'd just spend hours and hours recording myself um, speaking like I was doing a radio show ah. and listening back to it. And this is bringing back all those uh, painful memories. I, I, I know what you're talking about. When I first came to the States, my brother had DJ equipment. So I recorded like music. I, that's where I started DJing. And I recorded myself. And a few years later, I found a tape of like when I first got to the country. 
and I sounded like Yakov Smirnov <laughs> with this thick Slavic accent. And I like my eyes started tearing when I was listening to. It. I was like, "This is awful. I can't <laughs> listen to it." So I'm right there with you. And with us, as always, we have the handsome, chiseled, um, the face of New Hampshire, New England, or Utica, New York, more precisely. Um, Andrew Antonio. Albagee's the fifth Esquire. Uh, Andrew, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I am, like Sean, pleased about the current production value. And we should say for those uh, folks listening, we are together in the same room yes. for thank you yeah. for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Since since, since, since the March movie Encanto came out, that too. That's true. But also since March of. 2020. Yeah, yeah. to record a podcast at least. We've seen podcast. we've seen one another and the two of you were together for a podcast which I was Cor- correct. dialing in for, but yes. here we are. Excellent. Excellent. And of course our very guest of honor, as you might have heard early on in the episode, uh, young Andrew's uh, recently engaged fiance, uh, Señorita Gabriela Peña Herrera, who is not only a world-renowned uh, psychiatrist. She is also a premier demonologist with a master's degree in demonology and pastry making. Uh, Gabriela, Gabby, how are you, ma'am? Thank I you for joining well. us for this episode. Thank you for having me. Sure. This is, uh, I've been listening to you all for two years, so it's very... Uh, it's just kind of like out-of-body experience to be here oh wow <laughs> that's well that's the difference between pre-married and married because my <laughs> wife has listened to one episode and that was <laughs> the episode she was forced to be on like three years ago three almost five five years ago oh, Lord. yeah gabby wow. listens to every episode that's great except for five tiger years king ago. except oh. tiger king i could not listen to the tiger king Why? One. i couldn't watch that okay. to begin with fair enough and i was just fair like, enough ptsd because uh, Gabby loves animals. I do. And I do. Tiger oh, King oh, okay. was not kind no. to animals. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Which you were in the room when we recorded that because we recorded that remotely in the middle of lockdown. Yes, yeah. correct. And was. Gabby was sitting. I had on headphones the, on. Yeah, yeah. You were like <laughs> watching TV while I was like, this was in my old studio <laughs> apartment, so I'm literally like three feet away from her. Yeah, yeah. Four feet away from her, sitting at the table with a laptop, and she's on the bed watching TV with headphones. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, so in a way, Gabby's been with us in spirit and on episodes yep. before this. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome, welcome, Thank Gabby. You. We got like high tech buttons here. Oh <laughs> yeah. New equipment, all sorts of stuff. Okay. So let's get to it then. We will do. Um, I guess we'll pour off some black label. We're going to start with black label. All right. And oh, the shows that we're doing are the 100th episodes of four different shows, since we have four different whiskeys, right? That's what we decided to do mm-hmm. for episode mm-hmm. 100. We're doing the 100th episode of um, Law & Order SVU, because that's a procedural show that's been around for 20-some-odd years, right? We're doing the 100th episode of The Office, the 100th episode of The X-Files, kind of classic horror, and the 100th episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. So... Um, why don't I start pouring the black label for everyone? Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that sounds good on the microphone. It does, right? Yeah. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> that is fancy. It is. Thank you, sir. Certainly. Oh. It, it, Ooh, it, it almost you. sounds like you, like when you go to like a, a um, what you would call it? Oh, no. 
Oops, I didn't mention that. Oh, no, no, that's fine. Uh, that's good. I'm because uh, I'm, I'm driving as well. So that's, okay. this is good. All right. Good for me. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, mm-hmm. folks. So um, black label. Let's let's give it a taste and see what it tastes like. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Cheers to one hundred. Cheers to one hundred. Cheers to Very good. Yes. This is. That's good. Mm. That's smooth. Yeah. That's a nice smooth. It's blended whiskey, right? Mm-hmm. Distilled, bo- blended, and bottled in Scotland. Uh-huh. Oops. Close the lid. Uh, it doesn't say anything else really else on the bottle, but it's part of a gift pack. This is a nice, smooth... If you were to give somebody whiskey to start with, I would say this is the one to give them. Mm. Yeah. It's not harsh. It's mellow. It warms you right away. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I had a whiskey, by the way, bringing this up. I don't remember uh-huh. it, but Andrew, being a whiskey guy, you might know what I'm talking about. I'm not a huge whiskey guy, mm-hmm. um, spe- but I, I, I like whiskey. I don't like bourbon, but I like whiskey. But I had, I was at a friend's house, and he has a weirdly large collection of whiskeys. Um, he doesn't really drink a lot of them. I think he just likes collecting them, but whatever. And um, now, now I'm conscious that he's going to listen to this. He's like, dude, why, why would you say I don't drink the whiskey? You make me sound like I'm a winner. No. There was a story, I think, he's a weirdo, that I've forgotten. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like his wife was like, yeah, he doesn't really drink it. I don't know why he keeps buying it. You know, so I don't oh, want to emasculate he's him. Pickling, wow. He's pickling people in the basement. <laughs> just, it's getting worse. <laughs> if you're worried about him listening, it's getting it really worse is. now that you dragged his wife into it. It really it, is. It really is. Um, but he, he pulled out whiskey and he was like, oh, you should try this one. Um, and the reason he, he bought it is because apparently it, on Parks and Rec, it was um, Ron Swanson's favorite whiskey. Oh, Lagavulin. Yes. Wow. That's a great and it's it was really, really good. good. It was yeah. smoky, it? yeah. Super smoky. Oh, it like was like uh, nothing I've ever had uh, before. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. that called? A uh, Highland Scotch. Oh, I don't know. So yeah, it's, it's real, the real peat. peaty. Peat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. I was like, ooh, it's so smoky. When, yeah. when Gabby and I were in Florence in 2019, she surprised me. It was like a month before my birthday. So Gabby was like, oh, we're going to do a little something one night while we're there. I'm going to surprise you for like an early birthday present. We went to this really, really nice hotel, and in the basement of the hotel, they have a bar cigar lounge. So we went there, and she had already made a reservation. They knew we were coming, and you could buy a cigar and sit and have a drink. (laughs) Anyways, long story short, I got a cigar, (laughs) and at the bar, they had Lagavulin. I think it was 14 Lagavulin, whatever the kind of standard one you see is probably whatever your friend had, Mm -hmm. 14 maybe, or 15, something like that. Um, So we ordered ordered a, a, a glass of that. And they, they popped it open for us because they didn't have it. Like, oh, we got, we got to get another one. Ooh, so they went and they, they popped fresh, one open nice. for us, poured it. Anyways, long story short, we were like, do you want another one? Yeah, but the pour was, you know, like a, just like a real, real easy pour. So for the next one, we were like, we'll do a double. <laughs> so we, had, we ordered a double for the next one. We had that. That was really good. And then we were like, I think I could get away with like one more, but not a double. So we were like, all right. So we ordered one more. But the guy didn't really hear us properly, and he poured us a double. Okay. And then the next thing you know, by the time we finished that, the guy, the bartender, who we'd gotten to know and had a great, great conversation with, was like, guys, <laughs> we got to finish this. There was like hardly anything a left. And he was like, and he just, he didn't charge us for whatever the last, he just was like, here. Mm-hmm. And he just topped off our glass. So between the two of us over the course of, I don't know, what were we there, three hours yeah. maybe? It was a big size cigar. We were sitting there hanging, talking, smoking, 
We finished an entire bottle together. Oh, that's when schnapped. you know love is there. Yep. That's, that's yep. true love. It was wow. great. That's yep. true. Uh, you know what? Can <laughs> I you. just like throw that in there that's right there? Thankful. That's some thank good you. stuff. That is some good I, stuff. I was, in, I was in a bar in the city uh, a few weeks back and the barman was the Irish guy and he asked me and my friend, he said, um, he said, hey, he's like, hey, do you guys want to try uh, uh, some of this stuff up here? We've got new in and it was, it, it was like Jim Bean Orange. Some, and mm. I was like, oh, and I was thinking like, no, I don't fucking want to try that. But I was like, well, uh, okay, yeah, 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 whatever. And he, and he poured it and it's like, I think it was Jim Bean. It was whiskey. I think it was yeah, Jim yeah. Bean. And um, I bought it and drank it, and I was like, hmm, interesting. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> very good. Uh, and he was like, yeah, what do you think about that? I was like, yeah, it's very um, specific. It's very like, hmm, yeah, I get that. And he's like, he's like okay, now, now take a smell of it. Take, and he poured me a little more, and I took a smell of it. I was like, okay. And then he got out the, uh, the uh, bar cleaner that they used to clean the bar with, and he sprayed it in front of me. He's like, and now smell the bar. <laughs> and I smell the bar. And he was like, don't you tell me that's exactly the same fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. oh he was, was like, like the fantastic orange cleaner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's like, and that's why no one's fucking buying this. This is why I gave you some of this shite. And I was like, oh, yeah, it was horrible. I didn't want to offend you by being like, oh, mm. and he was like, oh, that's shit. But yeah, so don't, no one try Jim Bean orange. I, I can picture the Jim Bean oh. label with like a little, it's, like a fruit or an orange, like an actual yes, orange. Yes, it, it smells exactly no. the same as the orange Cause it, cause it's spray. It's oh. probably the same stuff that they put in. Yeah, probably. Oh. <laughs> because, you know, they buy, they buy the concentrated orange, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and they put it's the same the essential stuff. Essential oil. Yeah. Uh, so what you guys are hearing, all the rumbling in the back is just like ice cubes coming out of an ice cube tray. So much for high production values. Oh, but that sounded really nice. Oh, that did sound, sound nice. It did sound very James Bondish. Yeah. Look at that. Gabby guessed that one. All right. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So, uh, cheers once more, um, folks. Cheers. 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 We're cheersing cheers. again. Double We're cheers. Cheers. Double it's the 100th episode. Oh, I see. Episode. I see. We're I see. We're going to be cheersing all night. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm. It's really nice. It's really nice stuff. Okay. So, what's the? F- which one do we want to tackle first? Law and Order SVU? Yeah. Let's do it. All right, Law and Order SVU, episode 100. Uh, I forget the title of it. Um, what season was it? It was uh, season The Dickless five. Vampire. No, it wasn't The Dickless oh. Vampire. Okay, I can pull though, it up. Because he was dickless very early on. Um, Let me see. I've got it, it was like it. episode nine, season five, episode nine. This is the first episode. Yeah, of- season five, episode nine. The episode is titled Control. Control, mm. that's what it was, yes. Yes. Um, this is... I never. Full disclosure: I've never watched an episode of Lord Order. Me neither. This was the first one I watched. Seriously? Uh, never. Um, and yeah, and to make it. it to make it worse, I've actually been on the show. Never seen a single episode. Um, background. So let's relax, people. Um, you probably saw like my shoe or something in in the shot. Um, I really, really enjoyed this. Like now, obviously, I know it's a good show because they're like twenty four seasons in. Um, my time spent on set kind of bumped into Mariska Hargitay the nicest woman like and this this is like a little bit of a story i got that gig like right after i did um elementary uh with lucy lou and uh, what's his face from johnny lee miller what johnny lee miller right from from train spotting and lucy lou had a baby at the time and you couldn't walk by her as an extra we had to walk on the other side of the soundstage to so as to not to bother her 
Mm. Now, a lot of people are like, it's like, what the <laughs> hell's going on? In a way, I can understand. You have a little kid. You don't want all these people going around and poking and like, oh, is your baby so cute? It's like, okay, I get it. But so, you know, the juxtaposition to that was a couple of days later, a week later, whatever, I'm on SVU. And there's Mariska Hargitay as we're all walking by. She walks out and she's like, oh, good morning. Love. Look at all these lovely people coming to work for us. How's everybody doing? Like looking everybody in the eye wow. as we're walking by, you know. Mm. And she's a striking figure if you don't know. She's as tall as me. Mm. She's easy mm-hmm. six feet tall, you know, and a good looking woman. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just well, a mother with Jane Mansfield. Right. right. A fancy yeah. lady. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, this episode was, several things surprised me about the episode. It was really well written. It was really well acted. Now, it's season five, so you expect any kind of acting jitters to be like the characters to be fully developed at this point. On the off, sorry to disrupt your flow. I love that you think it's well written because I think it was fucking garbage. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed it, but it was, oh my Lord, I thought it was like... But it was based on, you, you said that was based on real stuff, right? Well, yes, I forgot is. that. I forgot that. Uh, but my wife's watched every episode and she didn't realize it, mm. that they must not do that now because when it popped up at the beginning and said it's based on a real case, she was like, oh, this one's based on a real case. Oh, you don't see that very often. Um, what uh, One piece of the trivia, it was I found out by accident, is right at the beginning of the episode, yeah. there's an old grandpa with like his grandson, um, and that's Mariska Hargitay's father. Is it? Hungarian escalator. I remember thinking, why is this like Eastern European oh, dude yeah. here? Like, it seems weird they would just cast an Eastern European guy f- with that a reason. Like, knowing how yeah, they do yeah, things, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. there's has to be a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I was like, oh, it's Risk Hogg well, dad. I, 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 I thought the story, now, I thought the story was predictable, but easy to follow. I, I thought the flow of the story was fine. Mm. I thought the acting was really good. I mean, I really enjoyed the episode. No, I really enjoyed it. I just thought it would, it was odd to watch now because it was so over time and the way we did things back then. And I think what I kept thinking in my head is I was growing angry at the fact that my wife loves this show so much. (laughs) And as I was watching it, I'm like, you do realize, whilst this was airing on television, The Wire was also airing on television, a show that you refuse to watch, that Uh, you try to get her to watch. And she was like, I can't watch it. Yeah. Which is worth mentioning, um, The Wire has a um, cameo appearance from Richard Belzer playing the same character Munch, he yeah. plays Munch in Law and Order, who then also Homicide pops Lapers. up later on. I said that yesterday when we watched it. What did you yeah. say? X-Files, right? Cool. Yeah. Belzer? Yes. Yeah. Yep. He's been in like eight TV shows he, as the same character. Uh, yes. He was, he was originally on... An, uh, homicide on the Street, which is a basically a Baltimore procedural, and that's where Andre Brower kind of made a name for himself. He plays the captain on Brooklyn Nine Nine, mm. which is that's why I love because he came from the serious drama, drama, heavy crime town kind of thing to do this like character that's just brilliant. But yeah, Richard Belzer was on that, and from that he came to Law and Order. Yeah, he's it's like an, I, I was reading about it a while ago. It, it was while I was watching The Wire, and I was like, huh, wait a second, I recognize him. And he just pops up in one episode in The Wire. Um, but it's an inside thing that because the first show he did was set in Baltimore, yes. they made this thing that any time any crime show was set in Baltimore for an episode, they rang him up. Like oh. Someone thought it was funny and it became a running joke that you get Richard Belzer to come in and play he was the ori- that character. He was the original Coulson. And that's why he was in that episode of X-Files. Yeah, because we'll he was in Baltimore. Later. Yeah, Gabby said that. 
What? I didn't know. What you didn't know what? What spoiler what alert. Are we spilling the... No! No, it's not a spoiler. Anyone listening to this is... Yeah, yeah. She's looking at me. She's like, you are ruining the integrity of... As a listener, I can tell you that this is not the way that people want to experience the show. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Does she know that the, by the third quarter we start taking the pants off? Or Oh, yeah. I, I let I've her know. I've seen do weird stuff. <laughs> okay. Wow. Now I want to see the back camera during the Zoom encounters. What the hell? <laughs> you thought the tank top was bad. Oh, the OnlyFans. Oh. <laughs> yes, the OnlyFans version. That's, that's a laptop on his lap, literally. Like, what, what's it typing up? <laughs> well, now that Gabby ruined X Files for all oh, of our listeners, all of us. The spoiler. Oh. Well, no. well, do you well, have well. that on the sound effects? <laughs> I don't have a wall oh. wall, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. That works. But um, I mean, I thought it was. Uh, um, first of all, I thought uh, uh, what's her name, Jacqueline Bizet, looked mm. fantastic. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's a great cast for like an ex supermodel. Because mm-hmm. in that episode, I think I did a quick calculation. She was like fifty-one or fifty-two, mm-hmm. and I was like, "The lady oh. looks just amazing." Um, yeah, I, I I felt like the whole angle of it, like first the dude gets castrated, then somebody stabs him, and Bruce stabbed him, and I can see why a show like that has been on the air for so long, right? Because, and like I said, I've never watched an episode. I've never watched these. I've never watched courtroom procedurals. When I was a kid, L.A. Law was all the rage, and everybody mm-hmm. watched L.A. Law. And so the way it used to be was it was either a cop show where they catch the guy or a law show where they showed a courtroom drama. Mm. And I don't know if any other show, somebody can, I'm sure, correct me, did this before Law & Order started, where they mixed the two, where the first half of the show was like, let's find the bad guys, yeah. let's chase them down, let's show all the gruesome shit, and now let's put it in court. Because the way all the old crime TV shows worked was like, we caught the bad guy. It's over. And it's like, no, he got off on a fucking technicality because you guys are assholes. And yeah. you didn't like file the, the documentation or whatever needed to be. And you compromised yourself. You know, kind of like in this case where her character, they show up to the guy's hotel room and she's standing over his corpse. And it's like, uh, what are you doing here? <laughs> huh? What? Uh, I got here five minutes before you did. Why? You know, and, and that's the one that frustrates me about all these shows, and especially like FBI shows like the X-Files. They never send you, send you by yourself anywhere. <laughs> you always work with a partner. Like that was a running gag on the X-Files. Every time Mulder went somewhere, he got his ass beat by somebody. <laughs> you know, like literally. And they even referenced it in the show. He got like punched by somebody. And the guy was jumping over the fence because the guy disarmed him and knocked him on the ground. And Mulder pulled out <clears throat> a gun from an ankle holster. And he was like, literally stood up. He said, I was sick and tired of getting my ass kicked. And it was just kind of like, yeah. What, what? Well, you forget that he's a, he's quite a big dude, David Duchovny. Because in this episode that we saw for this, I remember there was a scene where there's all like the nerds and then David Duchovny <laughs> walks in and you're like, oh my God, he's such yeah. a hunk. Look at him. <laughs> yeah. And I used to think he was sort of a nerd in that show. Yes. But like, man, like he's a... But they Whoa. they put him, they literally put him next to like three troglodytes. I mean, of <laughs> yeah. course he's gonna, look, you know. Hey, you know which one you'd be in casting for? Yes, I, I do. <laughs> my kung fu is best, motherfucker. <laughs> Just so you know, my kung fu is best. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't be David Duchovny. <laughs> so we watched we watched this Law and Order episode two weekends ago now. I'm trying to remember all the specifics. The big thing that stands out is the dude getting his dick chopped off at right. the beginning. 
Um, and then it was what was it? The the fucking vampire mother? guy. The, the oh vampire. yeah, that didn't. The homeless guy. There was a, yeah, the homeless <sighs> guy who like couldn't see the light, and they thought maybe it was him, but it wasn't him. It wasn't him, and he had a genetic pre condition. They, they have people like that. But they I can't go in the sunlight. I know. I was saying to I was saying to my wife, I was like, I can't believe. Like already, I was like, okay, this is so unbelievable. Like you pulled a homeless dude. Off the street, uh-huh. and he's talking to you about how his name is like, you know, Lord What's His Face, and he's Lord Devil, and and the cop is like going like, hmm, interesting. Tell me more about this. This sounds like the Greek goddess of blah. I'm like, fuck <laughs> off. Any New York cop's like, okay, guy, let's get you the fuck back. This guy, we got a crazy guy here. Fuck you, guy. Don't touch me with your fucking fingers. <laughs> My lo- I was like, yes. come on. Like, they look at him like, hmm, what an interesting subject. <laughs> like, if this was a British show, I'd get it. The policeman would be like, well, I wonder what's wrong with him. But this, I'm like, this is New York. And you pull this guy out and he's a vampire. Don't spend any more time with him. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're saying if it was a British show and yeah. that same situation happened, the Brits, because all British police officers obviously go to Oxford or Cambridge, and they would analyze it all intelligently. <laughs> well, no, it's because Is that what the we don't we don't have so so in England, uh, the the people with mental health disorders uh, are called eccentric, and they just stay as part of the family, and they're just like eccentric crazy people. In in America, with the health system being the way it is. These people end up on the streets and they're homeless and right. they end up like scary and dangerous. Like I, the homeless people in England are sort of, uh, you know, they're what? just sort of polite. <laughs> nice little characters with a little <laughs> handkerchief on the end of a stick. They, You've they, seen Charlie <laughs> Chaplin, right? They, they, they go around <laughs> asking if they can have some more, sir. <laughs> That's please, all sir, they do. Can I have some more, Smeg? Some more, please. <laughs> Do yeah. you have any more of the white horse, sir? <laughs> Who did you mind? Well, it, you know, it, to be fair, it, it is it's not quite that, but it is definitely better. The only one time I remember as a kid seeing a homeless guy who was like off his rocker, and it was scary. I remember I was like 11, and he was he had a clown nose, <laughs> and he had juggling balls, and he was juggling outside uh, like a bodega, on the street uh-huh. and he was juggling and he was an older guy big scraggly hair dirty and he was <laughs> he was juggling like, and they dropped a juggling ball and then he started fighting the air yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he started fighting the air he was like he was like swinging and like going after invisible right, right. demons that took his ball he was like Whoa, ah! right. and I remember being like what I was like dad what's happening dad what's happening and he was like it's okay but but my point being that you go to Port Authority on a Tuesday right. and you're like you're, you're trying to yeah. avoid these characters they're everywhere yeah mm-hmm. so I feel like that you know there'd be a little more so so back to the vampire guy in the episode. I don't I don't see the correlations here. <laughs> well, no, no, because he he was like he was. M- my point is he was talking about all this crazy stuff, and and the guy was like, hmm. he's like, oh yes. Yeah, so, uh, so your question why he would know like legendary like fables? No, stuff? it's why the police officer would give a shit. Well, he'd the be detectives. like, oh, great. <laughs> my landlord used to be a detective. That fucking guy didn't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fort Lee Police, perhaps, maybe not quite up there. With I was going to say, yeah, Fort SVU. Lee. Yeah, Fort Lee Police in Manhattan. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's a big thing. But I mean, overall, it was an enjoyable episode. Like I said, I never seen any of them. I thought Mariska Hargitay's acting was good. Um, uh, Christopher Maloney, good. I, I, I thought they were all good. And I, 
The thing that always bothers me about these TV shows is when they like lay these unrealistic reactions to things. Mm. When she was like, she busted the guy and she was like, if I listen to this girl who was a junkie like five years ago, he would have never like caught these other six women and like raped them and done all this awful stuff. And so she feels terrible and she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm packing up my shit and I'm going. And the way the captain approached her, he was just like, all right, well, you know what? You want to go? Go. But think of all the good you did and think of all the good you still can do. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go, get out of here. And he leaves. And she kind of like, you know, properly chastened, almost like, you know, when like a parent is talking to a kid, it's like, you're being an asshole. Stop yeah. it. And the way she, all of that, usually like when I watch these shows, it's all this like crisis of faith and they're driving down the fucking California highway <laughs> to try and figure out where they're going. And then they bump into some alien on a bicycle and all this other shit. And, and I, so I liked that it was, it was grounded to me, mm-hmm. I thought. How realistic it is, I don't know. I can ask my buddy who's been a cop for 20 years now. But <clears throat> I, 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 overall, I thought it was a great episode. I could see myself just like, if I got nothing better to do, you know, I got 20 seasons of it. I can just turn on an episode and I, I, I think I'd enjoy myself watching it. Yeah, that's why everybody, whenever there's reruns on TV, you watch them, right? Like USA or some of those networks yeah. would literally just have like a day long or two days long where it's nothing but SVU and people would just kind of, you kind of half watch it. You have You're it vacuuming the house. And, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But it gets, my only thing with SVU is I, I agree with all of that and I agree that like you can just kind of sit back and watch it. But sometimes, some of the episodes because of the like sexual elements can be a bit much. Mm. If you really? watch, if you watch a few of them back to back, it's a little like, hmm. Oh, maybe I need a little break from all of this. You know, Sean people getting raped. And at this. Tell me, uh, tell, tell, me, tell, me <laughs> tell me more. Other than, tell me more. I want to hear are more. Are there about bottoms? This. Are there bottoms involved? <laughs> Does somebody cut a bottom off? Cut a bottom. It happened twice. <laughs> did you? Uh, <laughs> did you see that new movie that's on Hulu? What new movie that's on home? With Sebastian Stan? So, do you guys see that? Uh, no. Oh. Fresh? Oh. No. No. Oh. Well, I don't want to mm. get into that. Yeah, Sebastian Stan like, wants to like turn into Mickey Rourke from the 80s and wants to be in all these like <laughs> porking movies <laughs> now. It's not a porking movie. It's not? No. no. It's a more of a horror. Oh. <laughs> a horror sort of very dark comedy horror. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, I would say so. Um, but something you just said, Sean, reminded me of that movie. Oh, cutting butts off. No spoilers. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so if you're interested in that, you should definitely watch this movie. You'd I was going to say, it. we'll cover it in the X-Files, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's nothing I was going to say about the SVU episode that I didn't like when I was looking it up, is the the character of the, the blonde who, in the end, did it. Right. She, the main character of that episode she, but she didn't do it she um, didn't kill the guy she cut his dick off the mother killed him right she castrated him oh, right. that's or was it the other way around yeah. oh, that I was d- a little I confusing remember. it was confusing went back and forth it, well they were, well, they were covering for each other yeah right, right. I did it no right. I did it no, mom did it. no you no. don't have to mom, do you that you don't have to yes I do because I stabbed the son of a bitch with my serious. I didn't like the jurors looking bored there was a couple of shots where the jurors were looking bored and I'm like fuck you dude this is the best day of your life like like, do you have any idea no one is going to have any sympathy for you when you come into work you're like oh I had to do jury duty oh what did you get let me tell you something Uh, when I was at my job one of the women her office was next to mine she was selected as a juror for like a high profile mafioso FBI federal case 
And she was gone for weeks. Like, she'd come into work to kind of check stuff. And it's like, Kim, what's going on? She's like, back to the motel. I'm like, what? <laughs> so you haven't, I, I haven't been home in weeks. Like, what? Like, they literally wow. sequestered them in a motel, cut them off from the world. They can't mm-hmm. watch the news. They can't watch anything. Um, panel vans move them around. Like, literally, like, zigzagging all over the place. You wow. know, not no direct route to the courthouse. Nothing. That's crazy. Three weeks. And so, of course, like, she goes <laughs> in and, you know, me and my friends were just like, so, who did it? And she just looks at us. She's like, yeah, okay, nice try, guys. See you later. <laughs> and we're like, what? You're not going to tell us? And she's like, yeah, no. I don't want to be freaking stuck for another, like, four weeks or better yet, thrown in jail because I talked about the case. Oh, man. Yeah. But, um. The, the the blonde actress she she has been in SVU three more times as different characters. Yeah. I googled it and I was like, wait a second. Uh, Wikipedia. She was like, yeah, she's been in SVU three times, three uh, different characters, like main characters every time, not related at all. I'm like, that is bullshit. Like, no fucking way. <laughs> I can't take the show the seriously. No, no, no. If you if you watch a lot of these shows, especially like the older ones, now when SVU was started, New York didn't have a lot of productions. Like, the no. only thing that was produced in New York was, like, uh, uh, NYPD Blue mm. and SVU. And that was it. And so you have all these actors in the city. And they would just get recycled. Mm-hmm. And so if you watch these old shows that went on for anything more than, like, five seasons, Star Trek, perfect example. You'd see the same actor. Like, now they have a little more leeway because they would just dress him up as an alien. But, like, you know, it, unless they do a full, like, mm-hmm. Star Wars thing... Just because they put a lump on his nose, it's not like you're not going to recognize the guy. It's like, hey, wasn't he like Wesley's father in episode four? You know, like that kind of mm. shit. So yeah. they they would just recycle because they would be almost um, they almost did contracts with the studios as opposed to just getting hired like nowadays individual episodes. So that's probably why they recycle. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. So what do we think is going on here with this episode? Oh, it's worth mentioning as well. Another funny bit is uh, I, I especially liked the part where they were in the sex dungeon and they thought that there was satanic chanting going on upstairs and it was just Jews. Oh. <laughs> that was a good bit. <laughs> 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 oh, good I was like, ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was kind of like, this is mildly offensive and I'm not even Jewish. Yeah, yeah I think... It was even worse when the police officers was just like came to it really quickly. And they were like, "Wait a second, it's probably strange, funny language." He was probably just <laughs> yeah. And it, was, <laughs> and, and it was uh, what's his face, Munch. He was just like, "Oh yeah, they were like chanting the whatever." And it was like, "Huh? Why do That's you know nothing this? more satanic?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, excellent. So, what do we think? All right, Gabs, come on. You've been quiet. What's going on in this episode? Oh, I'm just taking it all in. Um, okay. Gosh, I've seen I've seen quite a few episodes of F- SVU. Okay. Um, I am a crime podcast junkie. I listen to it all uh, fucking day. Murder porn. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I I don't know. I think don't fuck with women because you'll get your dick chopped off okay. and uh, your mom. Will but if you do, there'll be a podcast them. about it. Definitely. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. And I'll listen to it. They're easier, <laughs> I was going to say, there are easier ways to fame, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that that's your, is don't fuck with women. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like any guy can pretty much tell you that. That's got brains. Um, what do I think is going on here? I think, 
and, and this is this is my story. And I'm sticking to it. I think what's going on here is Mariska Hargitay was upset that she didn't come up with the dungeon idea herself <laughs> because she could have thought to herself, "Hey, I'm kind of ambiguous right now. Nobody knows if I'm straight or not because I'm a tall cop and I cut my hair short and I fit all these like stereotypes. So I'm gonna have a dungeon." with all these chicks and tell them to help out and dress them up in wedding gowns and marry them. And I'm basically going to be a polygamist in Manhattan. I'm not going to hurt them. I'm just going to, you know, have a good time with them. And I think she was upset that this guy kind of stole it and, and ran with it a little bit. That's are what I think is going on. Are you sure mm. that's what you think is going on? Or are you just expressing some sort are of Mariska Hargiste <laughs> fantasy that you have, Tomo? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. John? <laughs> uh, oh, man. What do I think is going on? Um, I think that... Uh, oh, I don't even know what... They, I, it, 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 it was a fun episode. It was a fun episode. Yes. I enjoyed watching it. I, I start to drive myself in circles when I start to think about aspects of it too much. Cause it just irritates me. Little things irritate me. Um, and and especially that's nothing I didn't mention when they just say objection in court and then they don't say anything else. <laughs> I'm like, do you not understand how court works, you fucking lawyer? <laughs> you don't say objection. That's like it's literally the legal equivalent of going wait. <laughs> right. And everyone's like denied. I mean, I, it's like you have to like. What are you talking about? Then the the the, the prosecutor did that like three times. I, so I, like objection. I th I think I think the point of that is to show that everybody knows what he's objecting about, and they're basically telling him to shut up. Yeah. Because they don't think he has a. They didn't think he he has a leg to stand on. I think that's why. Because of TV, movies, and pop culture. Oh yeah. I always thought that you could just shout objection <laughs> when you didn't like something in court. Yeah. You, you mean from like the gallery, just like no, no, no. If you're like a, uh, you're on the opposite uh, side of the person. Like if a, you know, the attorney on the defense is is making an argument, and you're the, uh, what what would be the, you're the prosecutor, prosecutor, right? You're the prosecutor. You don't like what the defense is saying. You'd be like objection. <laughs> you can. But, but you're supposed to. So you, to Sean's point, you're supposed to elaborate. follow that up elaborate, with yeah. like a why reason. you're. Object. Well, sometimes they're like objection. Uh, what do they say? Sustained. No, right? no. What is moving say? to strike? Like I'm uh, when I yell objection, then I say like objection. That's oh, withdrawn. That's... No, no. But I have to yeah, say they why I'm... They, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Leading no, the objection. Or something. Leading, Leading the witness. witness. Yeah. Right, yeah right, there right. you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Leading yeah. the witness. Right. Yeah. Is this is this relevant, Your Honor? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but I, I again I think one of the things with that is the fact that you get the same lawyers working in the same courtroom with the same judge mm. and it's the same actor and it's playing a different character times, in different yeah. episodes and so <laughs> that's yeah, also just the judge objection we've sent you to jail three times <laughs> <laughs> right. you cut a guy's dick off you stab them in the eye and you beat his dog to death okay so objection yeah and they're like all right we know what we're objecting about yeah i i, I think I, I think what's going on here is I think it's interesting that there was a, a homeless vampire character and he's like the, the smallest character in this whole thing. This is and true. we're not talking more about that. That's what I want to see the show about. Mm. Why doesn't he have a law and order underground vampire? Yeah, he was kind of a throwaway character. They were like, oh, there's was. this but creepy actor, vampire guy. Maybe like, it was him. And then they go scenery. and they talk to him oh. and they're like, no, it wasn't him. You and know who it was? It was Morbius it. went back in time. 
I'd like to see that guy play Morbius, not Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, I, I, it was. Yeah, I like. I, He's it, having a reconnaissance. A reconnaissance. A, a, a renaissance. A renaissance. A renaissance. <laughs> yes, if we're going to be British. Um, because he's in a movie with with what's her face Anne Hathaway now too. Jared oh yeah, Lato? yeah. The WeWork movie. Uh, not yeah. even a movie. It's a, a TV show. I think it's a, a oh, series. Like on Hulu, yeah, yeah. Or on Hulu yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's about. It's like why are they hiring him left and right now? We just talked about him the yeah. last yeah, time. I don't we were, like him. We were I don't like him either. Like is him. It, it, it's not just me. I don't no. know what it is. There's something about him. It's just like because he's, he's a dick. It's like pretentious. Like he's a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. His hair. Yeah. His face. I don't know. Very punchable. Yeah. Also, you guys know this, and anyone who's listened to the show before who may be listening would know this. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Right. I think that Morbius movie looks awful. I think it was shit. Yeah, I think it was very Also, yeah. I, being a huge Spider-Man fan, of course, Venom is one of the best Spider-Man villains. Both Venom movies are pure steaming garbage. I don't know. I haven't you guys saw The second one's even worse than the first one. The second one should have been better, because, like, okay, they got Carnage now. It should be... Oh, it's just trash. Oh, it's awful. Wow. Oh. Uh, yeah, yes. I have no interest in more. I, no, I'm no. hoping for and, and they gave him a lead into the multiverse. Yeah, with with No Way Home. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, because they're supposedly trying. Sony's trying to get you know the ability to jump from their own independent movies like this Morbius and the Venom movie, but also into the MCU with Tom Holland and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, um, not supposedly, he's in the trailer. Uh, what's his name? As Vulture, Michael Keaton as Vulture is going to be in this Morbius movie. Mm. Really? So that's how they're crossing over and showing uh-huh. that it's crossed over. Well, and also spoiler alert for anyone who has seen Venom or No Way Home. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Venom winds up in the MCU in the post-credit scene yeah. of uh, Venom Two, and then in the post-credit scene of Spider-Man No Way Home, he's in the MCU and he gets shot back to his own universe. Correct. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're doing something with it crossing over but anyways back to law and order yes. and jared leto fuck that guy uh, yeah fuck that guy <laughs> so all right so andrew you're left what do you think is going on here well as we pointed out early on it was based on true events right mm. so i think there really was a guy at one point in time who had his dick chopped off but that aside i think they kind of had this idea they were like following the happening events and thought it would be a good idea for an episode. But at the same time, Mariska Hargitay was like, guys, we're at 100 episodes. I need a little meat and potatoes. I want like, I want like an arc, a real right. character arc, right. not, just, not just turning up and solving crimes every time. And that's where they came up with this idea for her to be like, oh, no, this girl came to me years ago. I got to pack it all up and give it away. And he's like, think about it. Think of all the good you've done, like we talked about earlier. Right. Which, anytime these types of things happen in these procedural shows, right. they never go anywhere, except for over the course of maybe 20 minutes in the episode, and then it's resolved by the end of it. Because it's a procedural, and they got to just like get back to square one by the end of it. Right. So it, uh, you know, it was pretty lackluster. But I, you know, Mariska Hargitay is great. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, I think she, was, she was pushing for a little... Oh yeah, I can see okay. that. She had, story a, arc. she had an awkward line at one part that my wife made me go back and rewind it because yeah. I caught it and went, wait. And she went, no, she couldn't have said that. Rewind it. And there's a line where, where during that scene where she's with the boss when she goes, my mother let herself get raped. Or like she allowed herself <laughs> oh, get raped. Or she, she let herself right, get raped. Right. And I was like, my mother let And she was like, what? I was like, that's what she just said. And she says, no way did she say that. I said, yeah. she did. Rewind it. And she was like, oh. 
And she, my wife was texting back to her sister, who her sister is studying for her master's in social work, specializing in uh, like, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember the exact words, but like women, uh, oh, I can't think of the right term. Victims of sexual victims assault. Victims of sexual assault. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Specializing. And they love law and order and all that. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is so, she yeah. texted me, she's like, she didn't say that. What? Why did she say that? I'm like, oh, no. And that was a big thing in our household, that, that line. So that oh. w- there were a couple of moments where I, in, and I think we, it's, it does talk to where we are now that, that I could tell looking at these old episodes that it's written by a man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, a lot more frequently, you have female screenwriters, directors, right. or at least p- people who have fucking talked to women, I guess. Right. Yeah. But these old shows, there are a few lines that, came, that come out of the mouths of female characters mm-hmm. that you're like, what? She would never say that. No. A yeah, woman would right. never say yeah. that. At no. one point, one of the characters who had been a victim of this guy started to say even, she said like, oh yes, and of course, and because he would come down and he would have sex with me and then he would do that. And I was like, and I said that. She would never say that he had sex with her. Yeah. No woman would ever describe that. She would say rape. Yeah. You say he raped yeah. me. He raped me. Exactly. I was like, this bullshit. My old <laughs> screenwriters yeah. don't write well for women. Well, do we know roughly what year this would have come out? 2003. 2003, yeah. So that's almost 20 years ago at this point. There were a couple moments, I don't know if it was that line, or but other ones, I remember when we were watching it where, I I don't know, Gab, you said it to me or I said it to you, but we were like, some of this hasn't, some of this hasn't aged. No, no. Well. Um, It's not their fault, but Miss Tarkate, it's not her fault. She's doing a good job. No, and it wasn't even, it's not even so much that it's like, cringeworthy as it is just like, oh, wow. Like, this is is pretty normal for that time, but like, you're very aware that like, lines like that or little different pieces like that would not be in anything on TV today because yeah. people just sure almost sure. it's like they know better it's fun even with the like the dick getting chopped off like when they went to a doctor who chops dicks off and like no one mentioned for a second that people might want to try and like transition sexually it was just like mm-hmm. this is a doctor who chops dicks off <laughs> he was like why does he well, do they- that he's like some sick fucking people just want to get their dick chopped off and the guy's like, oh, don't ask questions. They want their dick chopped off and chuck it off. <laughs> but I'm they, like, come they, on, they guys. played it. They played it in the episode like uh, they played it like it was like this only for like these like fetish people things. Like yeah, they didn't play it like yeah. it was anyone looking for a, a yeah. sex change. They but were like, surely yeah. that's not a thing though. What is people I've get their dick chopped some, off? I've heard some pretty know. weird things. Some, if, if you yeah. if you want, there was a there was a um, show on HBO. Um, it was about hookers at. Uh, 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 Hunts Point in oh. the Bronx, and they would just follow these, you know, uh, uh, hookers. Uh, I forget how many years in between when they first see them and then later. And when they first see them, like the woman's like, "I'm just trying to find a, you know, make some money, clean myself up, whatever." And then they come four back four years later, they come back, and they interview the same hooker, and she's like hooked on crack, mm. and she's like, "I don't need a pimp. Crack is the best pimp I got." And they were talking to one woman, and she had a kid. She had, like, a 12-year-old kid. And at night, she'd go hook. Kid go to sleep, she'd go hook. And she was talking about some guy came in. He wanted her with a scalpel to carve his name on his dick. <laughs> and that was the yes. thing. And they were like, the hookers were talking amongst themselves. And she's like, did you? She's like, yeah, I did it. And it was, it was a paycheck. <laughs> so, you know, there's all sorts of just... People that yeah. are yeah. I mean, did they? There was like a contact details in that show or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be weird if it was, but like, was there? <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Because I want to tell my written on my dick. 
For the podcast, guys. Just for the podcast. Just for the podcast. <laughs> okay, very good. Very good. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so that's uh, that's uh, Lord and Order SVU. Let's go on to our next uh, sample, yeah? Let's do it. All right. Oh, we never gave grades. What do we think about... Uh, that was oh. silly. For hmm. for the are black we, label. Let's are we do grading that. Yeah, the black we should label. grade one at a time. Yeah, one at, at a time. Because right? yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, forget. Yeah, yeah. yeah completely forget. Oh. What's the scale again? It's... Uh, oh, it's out, out of five. five. Out of five. Out okay. of five. Well, what did I... Remember we drank Doers once mm-hmm. on the podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think, what did I rate that at? Because that was the Doers, is, and that was just like the regular the regular Doers, doers yeah, which yeah, is yeah, always yeah. really good. I think I rated that relatively high. We gave that like a three and a half or a four or something. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and the, the Black Label is as good, if not better, than that Doers. It's the most popular whiskey, the Black Label, I think. Yeah. It's the most sold whiskey, I think, in is the it? States. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Um... So I'd have to rate it at least as high as I rated that Doers. Okay. I can look it up and see what you rated the Doers. You want me to look You got it, it close by? Yeah. You got my handy dandy oh, notebook. Right handy dandy notebook. Uh, handy dandy notebook. Um, you, you discussed the flavor and all that. While yeah, it was great. I don't know. It, it's uh, Johnny Walker Black is like uh, just like a perfect little scotch. It's got some nice smokiness to it, right? But it's not overwhelming. It's very smooth. Mm-hmm. It's like a perfect go-to scotch, I think. Um, I don't know anything about scotch, but yeah. I always think whenever I see and they talk about being blended, I I just imagine me being like, uh, like eight and like <laughs> mixing like apple juice with orange <laughs> juice and, with, and just being like pressing all the buttons on the soda <laughs> yeah, machine, yeah, being yeah. like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> you have to be a snob and be like, blend. I only drink single malt. Right. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's really good for blend. Um, you you did a four point. A 4.0. Damn. I did a 4.0. You did a 3.7. Undoers. Oh. Undoers. Mm. I, and I was I, I was probably being kind as well because that was we that Holly. was Holly. We had Holly. Holly on. I probably didn't want to offend her because she was like she had like a personal story. It was like a dad's yeah, dream. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 She, she yeah. rated it a five. She said that was her favorite. Oh, that's right. I mean, she's wrong, but yeah. <laughs> um, at least you drank it. Not like when we did the Elijah Craig and you couldn't even drink it. That's yes, true. exactly. Oh god, I tried it. I just I oh, took I drank his chair. Yeah, Tom literally just sat there and drank half a liter. Yeah, oh my lord, <laughs> more like three quarters. <laughs> Jesus, I was so sick. What the was next that day. Borat? Oh man, yeah, Borat. Was I was fun. so that sick was the next fun. day. My god. Um. Okay, I rated the doers as a four point oh. Then, uh, oh man, the Johnny Walker Black. Either we'll, we'll call it four point one then. Four point one. Four point one. Okay. Mm. Okay, uh, Gabby, you wanna you wanna give us this? Yeah, you're driving, so you're. This I'm is driving. The only one you're doing. Yes. Okay. So this is. I would say I don't really drink scotch like that. I don't. I drink? don't know. I drink cocktails with scotch. Okay. I drink bourbon. Okay. This kind of reminds me of like wild turkey, something okay. I would have. I don't know after work after a hard day. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'd say like three point five. 3.5 out of 5. Discerning. I like okay. that. All right. Yeah. By the way, this is a bit of a side tangent. Does anybody, has it been drunk Southern Comfort before? Sure. Yes. Uh, not in years. When I was a kid, I thought shot. that was like whiskey. I yeah. thought it was whiskey. And I only recently realized it's n- nothing. It's basically no, a liqueur. It's like a malt it's like right. liqueur. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's like schnapps. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't like it. I mean, we used to drink it 
because it was cheap and we used to mix it with uh, like Sprite. Yeah. So Whoa. go online. That's what I used to do. <laughs> yeah. My, I want to say my, my, bad memories. My mom had a recipe for like a boozy cranberry sauce that she would make at Thanksgiving that used Southern Comfort. Oh, nice. And I tried a little swig of it when she was making it once. And I, I was young. You know, I didn't <laughs> right. like it. But I don't think sweet. I've ever had it since then. I had a roommate in college that loved it. He'd be like, yeah, man, SoCo. We call it SoCo. Yeah. Like a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> but love love the guy. He's a great, great guy. But anyone who's it, if that's, yeah. Um, and I don't know what he would mix it. He would mix it. Mm. Like, I don't with know. Coke. Would, was that it? With Probably. Coke? Yeah, SoCo and Coke, maybe. Yeah. He'd be yeah. like, yeah, SoCo and Coke. <laughs> yeah. Awful. Yeah. All right, so 4.1. <laughs> Um, I give it. Uh, what was my doers? I gave three seven. Three seven. Uh, well, then this is a a, a four. A four. Yeah, a four. Wow. Not bad. It was I, good. I, I, I'm with Andrew on this one. I'm giving it a four one. This is a staple whiskey. I think. Like, if I go to a bar in the city or something, and it's like, you know, if they don't have anything, or I don't feel like dropping thirty dollars for a freaking whiskey or something stupid like that. And they have black label. I'll, I'll get black label. So four one, yeah, mm. good stuff. Mm. Good stuff. All right. So what now we that we next? said that, let's do the gold label reserve. Ooh, I was looking this up online because I was trying to figure out the difference between all these, you know, these Johnny Walkers. Oh yeah, what's it say? Uh, the JohnnyWalker.com says Johnny Walker Gold Label Reserve oh. is a whiskey that plays nicely with others, but wait, wait, always wait, 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 holds wait, wait, its own. Hold on, hold on. Read it again. <laughs> do it properly. With a proper Scottish uh, accent. <coughs> While you're pouring. Johnny <laughs> Walker Gold Label Reserve <laughs> is a whiskey that plays nicely with others, but always holds its own. Okay. The award-winning scotch is made from whiskies chosen for their sweet, honeyed qualities. Aye. We select them when they're at their most vibrant, Aye. for vivid flavour in every mouthful. Aye. Aye. That's a voiceover, right? That's there. a voiceover, right? Yeah. There. Oh my god! That was brilliant. That was bloody brilliant. <laughs> I, I truly enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you, you sound like Chibs from Sons of Anarchy. Okay, yeah. which uh, Sean I and I is. talked about earlier. He's never yeah. watched. Sons I've of never Anarchy, watched so Sons of Anarchy either. Nothing to yes, him. exactly. All right, so here we go. Here's the pour. Let's start some gold label, people. For the record, Sean Chibs was Scottish. <laughs> yeah, I do accept. For the record, he he, he was retarded. <laughs> He's from the south. <laughs> He was a southern guy that just had a weird sound of voice. I don't know. <laughs> He's been in one too many car accidents. <laughs> All right. Here we go, guys. Gabby, Enjoy. you are abstaining because you're driving. I, yes. Okay. Unfortunately. DD. Okay. No, that's right. All right. Well, cheers, folks. Let's, cheers. Uh, let's give a clinky clinky and see what... Oh, that was a oh, nice clinky nice. Gold reserve. Ooh. Ooh, this one's a little bit sharper Ooh. than the black label. I thought it was smoother. Really? Yeah. It's a little um, tannier. It is smooth, but it is. I, I think you're both right. Like <laughs> it does seem <laughs> typical, typical ah. whiskey drinker over here. No, but it does seem it's mm. it's got I'm a little more. Table. It's got mm. like a little more bite or a little smokier. Yes, it's a little it, more bite. But yeah. it's extremely. But the the there's no like afterburn. No, mm. no, no, no. So it is pretty smooth. The initial the initial bite is it's more of a I bite. I wonder if it's. Does it say the uh, alcohol content on mm-hmm. this little guy? I'm gonna smell it. It's the same. Is it the same? It's the same. Forty percent. Yeah. So what's that? Eighty proof. That's not that bad. Yeah. That's nice, though. It is nice. Like, the second sip is better. Mm, that's good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, the second sip is better. All right. 
So, what are we? Uh, X Files? Yeah. All right, let's go. X Files. X Files for those youngsters who haven't seen it was an excellent show. Um, think, think, Game of Thrones and Ancient Aliens combined into one show, and that's what X Files was. Because mm. somebody was always like trying to like fuck up Scully and Mulder like and they always thought it was assistant director Skinner or mm. the cigarette smoking man or you know whoever else there well, was the, always there's these a dude in this one that's, that appeared in a bunch as well the African American guy was like was he worked for the cigarette smoking man oh, oh was that the show. I didn't remember that I didn't remember yes. that yes yes and in fact that. in one of the episodes Mulder was like they were beating the shit out of each other and Mulder <laughs> like got the drop on him finally and the guy basically stuck a gun in like Mulder's throat, and was like, "I'm here to save you, asshole." Kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> so it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really, really great show. Had a gr- long run. Um, lo- like a lot of shows, especially in the '90s, they would. I don't know if it's just the writing room got like too recycled or whatever it was. They kind of petered out at the end, and then everybody was crying for a movie to kind of finish it because like. The series ended unsatisfactorily. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. The movie wasn't good. Yeah, no, 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 no. It had a lot of seasons, right? What did it, like 12, 10? 13? Oh, was it more? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, because... Because when we went to watch it on Hulu or Netflix, what was it on Hulu? I did a long it was on Hulu. Because like, um, uh, Gillian Anderson and and David Duchovny left the show towards the end for like two, three seasons. <laughs> and it was, what's his face? John Patrick and I forget the other actress. They were kind mm. of their subs. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. quite a few seasons. Yeah, Whatever yeah, yeah. it is, it's over 10. I, yeah. I used to watch it as a kid. I used to, I used to like, sneak watch it. Like It was like taboo watching. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, because some, some of the old shit. Yeah, that was like a precursor almost. Like I said, it was almost like a precursor to American horror really? story. Mm. It was because yeah. some, some of the episodes, episodes were yeah. super creepy. The creepiest, the scariest and funniest episode of all, and that's probably the episode we should have watched, but it was episode 100, is called, I think, Family. Mm. It's literally, and I remember talking to somebody at a wedding, the funniest and scariest thing I have ever seen in my life. And it's basically all about inbreds. And it was just this family of inbreds that have been like porking each other since like before the Civil War. (laughs) And they buried, (laughs) like, and they were just like Cro-Magnon. Nothing gets me like my own... My own family. I'm yes, uh, <laughs> and, like and that's why that's why I said Game of Thrones meets Ancient Aliens. Right. Yeah. And they found a corpse of a dead baby buried under like home plate in some like small town. And Scully came and she examined it, and they're like, "What's wrong?" And Scully was literally, "This baby has every genetic defect oh, at, at the, the, that men know about." And and so then like, <laughs> this was just awful. And I know this is an episode we saw, but. The mother was the only one left of the family, and she had no arms and no legs because, like, they were in a major car accident and they weren't going to the hospitals because they didn't want the weird people touching them. And so she was like hiding on a mechanic creeper under the bed, like with all sorts of deformities on her face. And her boys used to like pull her out on the mechanic creeper, like pork her on this oh mechanic my creeper. God. <laughs> oh God, Jesus! Oh yeah, that's, yeah, no, I, I'm telling you. Go home tonight. I want to watch this yeah, tonight. Absolutely. I, need, I just need to know. Absolutely. No. You, this is, I, and I kid you not, it is wow. the scariest and at the same time the funniest, but not like 
a fun, joyful, no, like frolic, disturbing. like right. disturbing, like oh, haha! Yeah. I'm very nervous right now, yeah, and I'm yeah, laughing because yeah. I don't want to cry. <laughs> it's it's. Yeah, and some this creepy was ones, on yeah. channel what? 11? Five. five. Channel five. Was it like Fox? Fox, yeah. Well, that was at a time it peaked out. There was that time in like the late nineties where you anything went. They, they, in fact, yeah, because the episode was so disturbing, they never aired it. Right, they never did. They never allowed a rerun. And I remember like telling my brother-in-law about it. Hattie's brother. And he was like, "What?" I said, "I never saw it." I was like, "Oh!" And I actually went somewhere. I found it, and I ordered just that episode, yeah, like on a DVD, and I gave it to him. I was like, "Did you watch it?" He was like, "That was the creepiest fucking shit I've ever seen," oh and like, God. the 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 guys are so deformed, the three sons, yeah. and they just roll around in like a '58 Packard or something like that, and they, Johnny Mathis is on the radio, and it's just the creepiest, and they just like walk into the sheriff's house and bludgeon him and his wife to death, and oh, it's just geez. wow. This episode is fire. It's literally one of the best episodes of television ever, <laughs> and nobody knows about it. We have to watch. Do you remember that. the one about the guy who <clears throat> used to like? Uh, he used to slime around in uh, pipes. Yes. That was creepy. Oh. That was a like creepy that. one. That was a creepy one. And <laughs> then there was the guy that was born with the tail. Oh, yeah, 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 and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you, what you figure out that he's a, 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 a chameleon. Like he could change, because like the tail was supposedly like all this extra skin so he could reform it around himself, control it like a muscle <laughs> and look like anybody. <laughs> and, it, and it was great because in that episode, I think he like changed himself to be like Mulder and Scully's sitting there and he's like, hey, Scully, what's going on? And she's kind of like, <laughs> Mulder? What? You know, he's like trying to get a piece of ass. And it was... The X-Files was a fantastic, fantastic show. It was a great wow. mixture of sometimes it was like, you know, just BS or it was conspiracy or yeah. it was just fake. And then other times it was like a real unexplained thing. Yes. Yes. Which was a really cool... They did the Jersey Devil once. Yeah. Which was... And that mm. was quite a cool episode. Luke Wilson. First time I saw him on screen was the X-Files. Really? That was a great episode because the episode is being told from the viewpoint of Scully and Mulder. Mm. And Luke Wilson is there, and in Scully's version, he's just this handsome Texan uh, sheriff that's just looking out for everybody. And in Mulder's version, he's all goofy and buck teeth and whatever else. And it's just the funniest episode. They, whoever their writers were, they were really excellent at mixing it all together. What is so? This is the first and only episode of X Files that I've ever watched. Okay, what is like the overarching premise? Because it's not. Um, it's not fully like a uh, Twilight Zone where like n- the episodes aren't connected. No. But they're not like no, stringently connected, so, are they? So the three guys that we meet at that conference, yeah, they end up calling themselves the Lone Rangers. Okay. And they become basically your Edward Snowden of the day. So are they like actual normal regular characters in this show and this episode was like a origin like story yes, type it, episode? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, okay. And what happens is like Mulder introduces him to Scully. She's like, who the fuck are these guys kind of? And he's like, these guys get a lot of info that most people don't know how to get. Because they were basically computer nerds before the internet was a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they could tap into anything and they could find out anything. And Because were most episodes meant to be set in like present day? Yes. Because this was set in, in 1989, 80s, right? and it was yeah. season, what season? Like five of the Four. show? Yeah, and that's why Scully, Scully so it should have been. When that was, that was probably like, what, early 90s? Yeah. Mid 90s when yeah. that episode aired. So it was meant to be like a flashback type of episode. Yeah, because I think the flashback said it was 89? Yeah, 89. Scully's yeah. weirdly young. Like, or I don't know if the character is, but Gillian Anderson was weirdly young. When I went back and looked at it, I was yeah. like, huh, because she, in the first season, she was like 
a 21, kid. 22. Yeah, no, no, well, that's the whole thing. And the company she was, was like 30. She was, she was a, a, you know, by the book agent, super smart. She was an MD who became a federal agent. Mm. And so they were like, they gave her to Mulder with the idea of like, you know, because he was the conspiracy kook. Mm. Because, mm-hmm. and one reason why he was the conspiracy, like, I think that episode that we watched, episode 100, was supposed to be the impetus why Mulder became the conspiracy yeah. kook. Yeah. Well, his sister was abducted by aliens. That was like the That's overarching, like the but this one yeah. kind of solidified it for him. Mm. Like, he joined the FBI because he never found it, they never found his sister. Um, but when we were watching the episode, we were convinced that the, the woman whatever her name was, I don't know, the, the one that said that her... Suzanne. Uh, Suzanne said her daughter something was like kidnapped yeah. or something, yeah. right? Gabby said it first, but we were convinced that she I was like she an was alien. she was an alien. She was like, this, this lady. You know what? I, thought, I haven't I seen that episode in a long time, and I couldn't remember if she was an alien or not. So yeah. I was also there. Well, and then when they had like a... Um, when they had the the daughter's name, which we eventually learned is actually her name, but in like the... Uh, what was it? Like the FBI database or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gabby was like, oh... It's because it's an alien. Like, she must have... And the husband, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was talking about, like, the abusive husband. We're like, oh, she must have, like... She's an alien. She had a baby. She was covering it. She had a baby with a human. And they got this, like... They got this half-human, half-alien baby. And the government's got it. That's why there's a file on it. And we had it all worked out. But that wasn't exactly how it went. The three brothers for the episode, by the way. Oh. Oh. The episode is called Home. Oh, You're probably not going to find it on a... You might find is it, it on, on streamer YouTube or something. It might be on Hulu. It might be on YouTube or Hulu, but yeah. Home is the name of the episode. Okay. Ugh. Literally one of the best. What season is it? Does it say? Uh, you probably will. These, like I said, American Horror Story these days. Some of those episodes they do. Like, oh, it's oh, crazy. Yeah. People don't give a shit. I yeah, it's crazy. love that show. Season Seen four, episode two. Okay. So I didn't like the latest one. I liked the first half, and I couldn't get through the first episode of the second half. So the one that was about aliens, like yeah, it's yeah. boring. I couldn't get there. It's black and white. I was like, oh, it's black and white. It's boring. <laughs> was that it the wasn't one? that eventful? That's for sure. Was the first half the vamp- vampires yes. with yeah. the alien? I didn't mm-hmm. see it. I liked the vampire one. Vampire I wanted more of it. I was like, oh, that's it. It ended too quickly. That's what, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she said that, right? The, the, she had the whole season be the vampire season was better than the alien season. Yeah, I watched like an episode so. of the alien one with you, and I just was like. I liked the. I, I watched the first. I guess it would have been three seasons of the show, and then I think I started the fourth and just never kept up with it. But I really liked that show, especially the first yeah. season. The f- Some seasons th- are excellent, and then a couple are like, yeah. Which uh, American Horror Story? I haven't seen any of them. Oh, the first oh, yeah. season is so good in the it, the murder house. It is, yeah. and and then Asylum and Coven were both. Pretty who was good. Who was the main actor in that one? Was it uh, the first season? Um, Which one? Jessica. Jessica Chastain was in that one, I think, the first season. Jessica no, right? Lang. Or Jessica Lang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was all, yeah. Her, um, yeah. Sarah Paulson was in that, right? She was in the first Sarah Paulson was in Asylum. That was season oh, two. That was, that was not until one. that one. Um, yeah, who was the What's guy? his name? Declan Dermot. 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 Something. Dermot. He isn't going to be sort of like. He wasn't really in any of it after that, right? He was only in that first season? Well, he came back. Oh, I didn't get that. I didn't get that far. They, they, there was in one season they did like a flashback thing where he played himself again. Oh no, it's something like that because it ends up they're ghosts. He ends up being ghosts. And he comes back as the ghost uh. again. There's another season where they go to the murder house and he's there. I think as the ghost of himself. Evan yeah. Peters was in the first season. He's been in oh, all yeah. of them, I think. Pretty much, mm, not all of them. No, not all of them, but maybe more than anyone else. But yeah. he was yeah, Evan great. Peters. Uh, Quicksilver, the good Quicksilver. Oh, oh, oh. the X Men movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. 
So okay, so X-Files. episode yeah, <laughs> yeah, episode one hundred. This was again surprisingly a really good episode. I really enjoy this one. I I saw it years ago, obviously, and this is like like uh, Andrew said early on in the segment. Um, this was a origin story for the three guys that Mulder calls on when they try to figure stuff out. Like mm-hmm. for example, one of the later episodes, um, people are getting just uh, phone calls on their cell phone. And a signal comes through, and they just like stop and pick up like a high-powered rifle and go to like a clock tower and start like zapping people in the freaking square, kind of stuff. And they were like, "The, the signal, you got to cut off the signal, blah blah blah," you know, and all these conspiracy stuff. So, I enjoyed the build-up. I liked, like you said, I thought the woman was going to be an alien. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I liked how everything rolled out. The little comedy bit with the two guys, like you know, with the nerd thing, like whose kung fu is best, and that's like the <laughs> hacking. It's like. My kung fu is better. It's like okay, yeah, so funny the idea that they'd be arguing about like, hey, you get crystal clear t- thirty channels, and I'm like, if I could go back now and see your crystal clear thirty channels, how oh, ridiculous it would be. That look. was a huge business back in the day, man. Oh, yeah. If you knew a guy that could like, oh, to, to tap, you pay a guy like five hundred bucks and save, you know, a thousand dollars in cable. These guys would like, they would sell you a box for five hundred bucks, and you just hooked it up. You hooked it up to the thing, it would go into the signal, and you had everything. Mm. And, you know, this is long before Comedy Central and cable became what cable mm-hmm. was. Cable back in the day was just HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, uh, Stars. You had that, yeah. which was like $30 a pop back then in the 80s. And it was like, who's paying, 50, you know, $15 or oh, not 30 15 15 16 <laughs> That's why all the motels have, uh, yeah. say, HBO. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Because that was a huge thing back in the day. Like, Babe, you have we're HBO. going to the motel tonight. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, TV was free. So, like, why would you pay for TV? You know, it's yeah. like that was like a weird thing. And then HBO started putting out all these shows. And it was like, oh, we can curse. And, oh, we can show a pair of boobs. And everybody's like, oh, boobs, what? You know, because America, you know, and yeah. everybody's repressed. And God forbid somebody shows boobs. <laughs> but it's true. Because, you know, it's like in Europe, the boobs were in the paper. In yeah. Forming this lobby, like I open up the center They're page, just everywhere. and there's just girl boobs. It's like, oh, nice boobs. <laughs> like my uncle would come over, and I'd be looking at the paper and kind of feel guilty that I have it open on the center page. And my uncle would walk by, and it's like, oh, she has a nice fur coat. That's nice. And he just kind of like walk by, <laughs> no chastisement, like no big deal. You know, they're like, she's like, gosh, so she's naked. So what? Who cares? But anyway, that was so that that part of it was a very real grounding part to the episode. Mm. But um. And as I, we said it, I think I said it off before we start recording, but this episode is was uh, written and directed by Vince Gilligan. Yes. Who created Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad and yeah. Bad Call Saul. Well, and that's, um, that's how he knew and met and thought of uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston is, uh, I, this is the story I've been told, I've not seen it, you guys probably have, is in an episode of uh, The X-Files. It's, it's quite possible. And it's an episode that Vince Gilligan wrote, and he loved oh. Brian Cranston in it. Okay. And when he wrote Breaking Bad, he was like, I want, this I guy. want Brian Cranston. Yeah. And they were like, the guy from Malcolm, Malcolm in the, in the Middle? middle? Yeah, like, yeah. We're not going to make your show with this guy. You need somebody. And he was like, no, I'm, I will not make the show without him. I yeah. want him. And they were like, well, you can bring him in, and you know, we'll audition we'll him. We'll test him, right. And they did. And Guess uh, what? Yeah. 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 The rest is history. But yeah. 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 Which I would love to find that episode and watch that. Sure. The episode mm-hmm. with Brian Cranston. It, you know what? It's. I'm trying to. Well, obviously, I drink too much. I can't remember these things. Um, <laughs> I I think the episode with Brian Cranston. I almost want to say he was like a mailman. 
because you know, like going postal and all that. I, I could something be wrong. With the, he's, but I, I'm probably something wrong. about him driving. I remember that. Okay. Because I Brian Cranston wrote about it in his memoir, which I've read. Um, I'm trying to remember something with him like driving up the coast or something. Something uh, like that. That, that okay. means nothing to anyone listening. So right, that's that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. But this episode, I mean, I thought this was a great episode. It was an origin story, obviously. If you haven't seen it before, you don't know. But you did suss out that it is an origin story about these guys. The only thing I didn't like about it is the guy that worked for the FCC, who's in the suit, and he's always in the suit. The way he's just standing and watching all these guys like come in with forklifts and whatever else, he's like, who are you? Why are you doing this? That was a little awkward. Who are you? What are you doing? Like the other two guys, their reactions were like... <coughs> If you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to shoot you myself. Shut up, asshole. Just shut <laughs> up. You're like, this is obviously above our pay grade. Don't. Who are you? It was just like, oh, Karen. This is where Karen started. You know, it's like, yeah. There's guys with guns, and you're just like this white dude that works for the FCC, and you're going to get things your way. And and so I didn't like that part of the episode. I thought it was funny. I didn't like that part of the episode, but I, I, I enjoyed the way it was written, the way they came about, the like I said, the little humorous thing with the my kung fu's better than yours, you know. And they open up the door, and the guy with the long blonde hair is like playing Dungeons and Dragons, and they're yeah. like high stakes Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> game, and it's like, oh my god, yes, this is like so nerdy, you know. But um, overall, I guess if you were a uh, 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 what you would call it, Gillian uh, um, Anderson fan, hmm. this is not your episode because she wasn't in it. But uh, overall, I thought this was a great episode. And, and I'll say this about it. Like this episode and SVU, it seems weird to me because usually when the shows, it used to be like when they would hit 100 episodes, there'd be like a bunch of fanfare and yeah, TV guide or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if it's because it's on a streamer and you're watching it on a streamer or whatever, but I kind of didn't get, I don't know, like it was anything special. It was just like, ah, oh, this is Tuesday. Well, right. I, I felt with the X Files that they they were referencing that it was a hundred because of the fact that it was okay an yeah. origin story and they were sort of going back yeah. and they didn't do that ever to my memory. I don't remember any other X Files that mm. was uh, going back in time. I mean, flashbacks within an episode, but right. not a whole episode that was set outside the timeline. No, I've never no, no, seen no, that. No. So, I think it was probably quite inside because insiders it's probably quite like the production team's like this is our hundreds we're gonna yeah. do something we're gonna enjoy it we're not making a big deal of it for people yeah. i feel like sitcoms <coughs> make a big deal of yes they probably there was probably like the promos on fox and whatnot the, like, you know the what hundredth yes. episode of the x-files right. and, and go I, back and see <laughs> where blah, blah, and blah, i was blah. gonna say and 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 these guys were specialty characters where as things got more serious they got drawn in a little more they got yeah. relied on a little bit more Again, I think these guys were like the Bubba Fett to the X-Files a little bit because they were very popular. Everyone was right. like, who are these guys and why do they know this stuff and who are mm. they? And like, it, I think you're right. They, it's they, a shame going down the line with the shows we're going to talk about. <laughs> I was trying to find someone who joins. There was so much, They all. There was a connecting point for all of them apart from Star Trek. I was trying to find someone who's in it because then in the office as well, I was like, oh, you have both, um, what's her name, uh, the blonde from the office, and also Idris Elba, um, Holly from The Office. Holly is the name? Holly? Yeah. 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 They, they were both in The Wire. Oh. And I'm like, oh, and The Wire, and then The Wire, I'm connecting back to Richard Belzer, and like, it's, <laughs> like, it's the whole yeah, through yeah. way, the whole time. They all like have played characters in shows together, yeah, yeah. but then not Star Trek. 
Damn it, Momo. Why do you juggle this? Star Trek is amazing. Yeah. You guys suck ass. Yeah, <laughs> the original Star Trek. It's good. Oh, how dare you, sir? <laughs> how dare you? No, to be fair, actually, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. But I used to, I used to really like Next Generation when I was a kid. But I just did the one episode, the hundredth episode was, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought the X Files was so. Having never seen it, right? I didn't quite know what to expect, and I'm sure it's probably, uh, you know, I'm kind of taking it out of context when we watched it. Um. I guess I enjoyed it. We were, like I said, we were always, we were hoping that someone was going to turn into an alien and <laughs> shit was going to really hit the fan, which it doesn't quite in this episode. It go, it gets, it nah. gets, it's more conspiracy it's theory. Conspiracy episode. And, I, and um, quite frankly, I don't think we ever see an alien in the X-Files. Really? It's the one thing you don't mess with because, and I think specifically because it's the one thing Mulder's always looking for. Right. The overarching mm. premise of the whole thing is that Mulder's sister gets taken when he's a kid out of her bedroom he runs in, sees flashing lights coming out of the right. window, things that look like, thinks he sees his sister, mm. and then he like, and then when he comes to, she's gone. Right. The window's open, there's no one there, and the overarching premise is that she was abducted and they were never found by like a person, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. Mold and everyone else believes Mulder's come up with a story as a coping mechanism, even mm. like Scully. They're oh. like, this never happened, so and he right. went to the FBI to try and track her down. But secretly was trying to find aliens and shit. And mm. uh, they they are given these X files, yeah, which yeah. is these you know they're suspicious cases. They're, they're, right. Yeah, they're Off basically the cold cases that nobody wants to touch because yeah. they're yeah. career killers. And he uh. doesn't care because he has an office in the basement. He doesn't give a shit because he just wants to find the truth. Yeah. Mm. So he's always looking for aliens because that's the one right. thing. He, and they never quite get there. They like they get, get all these crazy things, these monstrous people, <laughs> never quite get to aliens, no. which is why. I th- yeah, they never quite get there, which I'm glad because yeah. same as with Indiana Jones, you bring aliens in and it just garbage, <laughs> yeah. Uh, garbage, yeah, hot steaming garbage fire. Uh, crystal uh, Yeah. Uh, 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 yes. So yeah, I, I mean, overall, I thought this was this was a great episode. Um, yeah. I think I'll get into this show now that you've talked about this. Yeah, I want to watch more incest episode because <laughs> I'm that's I'm so intrigued right now. Like I'm, I want to watch Home, that tonight. I, I want. Well, it, just, it, it looks. I mean, like it's, it looks like you can get it on, on YouTube. You All right, so then I'll, I'll watch it alone. It, it, no, I'd it, like it to see the episode. I'm just I, interested. I, just, I will just you know. give you. I will just give you a heads up. Don't drink when they pull the mom out from under the bed. Oh, okay. Because it's going to be just very up. funny. Because it's hilarious <laughs> to oh. see this like just stump of a woman screaming and yelling and kicking. You know. Inefficiently I might have to drink lens. actually oh, to watch that. It's like I said, it, <laughs> I've talked to people. It's the scariest and funniest episode you'll ever see in your life. Mm. Wow. Mm, okay. <laughs> that makes me think of just as a quick sidebar. That makes me think of a movie, which I don't know if you guys have seen, but I feel like you'd like it and you should check it out. Finding Nemo. Yes. How'd yes. you know? <laughs> Keep swimming. Swim, swim, um, no, uh, there's this movie called Bone Tomahawk. You guys heard Never of it? Oh it. yes, I've not seen it? it. No, no, I'm, I, oh, I wanted to. Really, uh, really Russell, good. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's um the guy who, the guy who directed, it's, it's wrote and directed recent. it. He's done like three movies now. With, I can't think of his name. We'll have to look it up. John Carpenter? No, no, no. no. He's only done a few movies. He's a newer guy. I'm gonna look it up while I'm, while it's we're talking last, here. Last ten years or so. Um, oh. Yeah, the movie came out in here. We go. 2015, Bone Tomahawk. Let's see. Kurt Russell, Patrick Wilson. Uh, and a bunch of other guys. It's it's really good, but it is all right. Director's name. Is it like a horror? S. Craig Zaller is his name. Yeah, it's like a, 
It's like a Western horror, but basically yeah. it's an old uh, West movie. Okay. But the somebody, I think if I'm remembering right, somebody gets kidnapped by like basically this like um, indigenous incestual people that like live way out in the outskirts. And then, you know, Kurt Russell and the other guys go like on an old West thing to try and get them back. Um, and a lot of it is kind of slow, slow burn, westerny. Right. But once it gets to the end and they get to like the place with these, uh, these people, it's just absolutely <laughs> fucking bonkers. Okay. I think one of the most, if not the most shocking moment in any movie I've ever seen is in this movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. This is giving me Hills Have Eyes. It is a little Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. And then it's he like made, the same, the same director made another movie called Brawl in Cell Block 99. Okay. With um, Vince Vaughn, okay, and Vince Vaughn goes to prison and has to like, it's literally what it says. Like he goes into prison and he basically has to like fight these guys in prison, and it's like the most brutal fucking movie, and it's okay. awesome. Ooh. So good. this I is like nothing. This has nothing to do with what oh, we're sorry, talking about. But the I like prison movies. Yeah, I thought so. I thought that's what, you <laughs> what I like. Okay. Um, but your talk about the <clears throat> incestual folks in X Files made me think of Bone Tomahawk. But anyways, <laughs> great. Oh, I'm glad that. you said Bone Tomahawk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought you said I gave you a bone. Okay. Anyway. Anyways. Moving yes. on. That would have been a great nickname for you in well, like college. Tomah- tomahawk. That would have been your tomahawk. Mm, T Love was. Yeah. I used to tag up Duke Green. T Bone. <laughs> no, T Love. My sis, my brother-in-law is T Bone. Mm. Oh, of he's course. more of a ladies' man. Oh yeah. Than me. <laughs> I was a you know. Shy. Like I was a episode. shy and reserved guy. I think it was an episode of uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> When all the guys at the office start calling George like Coco or something, <laughs> and he like hates it, and he's like trying to come up with a cool nickname, so he gets like a T-bone steak, and he's like, yeah, T-bone, and he's trying to get him to call him T-bone because it sounds cool, and they're like, Nah, you Coco or whatever it was. It was nice, okay, classic. So, all right, so um, what do we think's going on with this episode? Not that it's not obvious, but let's. Oh, you know what? This is the perfect place to introduce our new idea for the show going on. Ooh. Oh, hold on. Pitch this show. Um, or pitch this movie. Let's repitch this episode of The X-Files. Now, do we want to repitch the episode or the whole show based on what we think is going on here? Probably the show, right? Okay. Like, get, right. The, get the overarching premise of X-Files and repitch that. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. All right. All right. Gabby, you want to take a stab at that? Are we going to like assign to everyone a, a genre and say you have sure. to pitch it as okay. that? Sure, okay. Gabby. Um, oh. <laughs> Telenovela. Wait. X-Files Telenovela. has a telenovela. Racist. Yeah, uh, uh, yes. That, what, oh, you want to do a racist podcast. Okay. Uh, you do <laughs> oh. as a clan member. Very good. Uh, uh, Sean, you are going to do it. Oh, uh, uh, as a period piece, a la Bridgerton or Downton Abbey. Okay. Okay, and I'm going to repitch. What are we giving you? We're giving you. Oh, we're Godfather. Giving, yes, we're giving you as a as a mafia show. Oh, and I will do as. Oh, as a Schwarzenegger movie. Mm. So let's go. X Files. Damn. Hmm. Who yeah, wants I to go first? Got to think. All right. Is anyone ready to go? I, um, okay, I've got, I, I've got it. Go 
Period piece. <laughs> yeah, period Where's piece. Where's it set? Uh, it's set in Victorian England. Oh, very good. Oh, are we getting the voice? 1837. Oh, very good, George. Very good. <laughs> but uh, the name is Fox Mulder, and, <gasps> and I work for the, the Scotland Yard. Was that even around? <laughs> yes. Uh, I work for Scotland Yard, and uh, I am tasked to to join the force to, to try and find my sister, uh-huh. who I believe was abducted by an Egyptian mummy. <laughs> <laughs> because in 1837, there is nothing more spooky in Victorian London than the Egyptian mummies. <laughs> I I planned to traverse uh, the African continent on the lookout for uh, 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 uh structures containing ancient Egyptian mummies that 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 perhaps contain my sister. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm terribly sorry, and uh, uh, I'm terribly sorry to interrupt you at this point, George. Uh, uh, I wasn't quite sure. I didn't catch that word you said. Uh, something before you said mummies. It. I wasn't quite sure if it was a word or a paraphrase, or if perhaps <laughs> you just vomited a little in your mouth because <laughs> it went pyramidic, pyramidic structures, structures that are of a pyramidic type. And we all know there's nothing more spooky and suspicious than. Then a mummy. Then a spooky mummy. This is a show I'm giving a green light to. Every episode, looking for mummies. Yes, I'm giving this show. Okay. Who's ready next? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, all right. All right. What's the main character's actual name in X Files? The Fox Mulder and. Mulder? Mulder and. Scully. Dana Scully. Dana Scully, yeah. Mulder. All right. All right. So here's my here's my pitch. Okay. New Jersey. Oh, nineteen seventies. Oh, you got this guy. Yeah. You got this guy called Molder. Hey, he knows a guy. Hey, he knows hey. a guy. Molder tells some story about when he was a kid. You know, sister went missing. <sighs> Fucking aliens or something. They come. They snatched her up. Well, Molder's pretty well connected. You know. So Mulder, nowadays, he's older. He did some work with, uh, you know, he did some law enforcement and all the rest. He's got some good skills. Mulder, he gets a crew together. And they go around something they call them, they call it the X-Files. Uh-huh. Basically, uh, any fucking weirdos or any whack jobs <laughs> around the place, they go and... Uh, hey, they fucking g- gays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they're in the X-Files. <laughs> Hey, what hey. about a gay in a wig? Hey? Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's the 1970s. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyways, you know, they go in... I don't know and, if this uh, going to be in episode 101. Hey, they, uh, they clean up the situation, you know. Sometimes somebody's got to get whacked, you don't know. But every time, you know, there's some freak out there, this Mulder, him and his crew go... And they take care of it. They say, hey, hey, fucking freako. 
You ever heard of any aliens? Because, you know, that's how you're going to find the fucking aliens unless you find the fucking freaks. They this know where they this are. Because um, <laughs> he's trying to find the fucking aliens that took his sister. Damn. And, uh, yeah, and you know nothing more important than family. Hey, hey family and mozzarella. Oh, well. fucking, fucking Molder's mother ain't been the same since. Hey, he just wants to give her a little fucking peace of mind. Peace he knows mind. nothing's going to bring her back. Let me give you some but look, uh, look, maybe fucking Sunday dinner they can sit down and... God rest his soul, yes. but they don't oh, even know. You don't, you don't even talk so about So he keeps going mother. through all these X-Files, looking for all these fucking creepos to see if anybody can lead him to this fucking alien. You, you know what? You know what? Andrew. Yeah. I'm passing the show. All this right. All right. Thank show. you. Thank you. I like you. the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm watching that just for oh the scene God. where James Gandolfini just jabs a little <laughs> fucking gray alien right <laughs> in his dick. <laughs> hey, you. Hey, you little fucking alien. Hey, fuck you, buddy. Boom. <laughs> hey, you can come fucking right here. Oh, okay. God. All right. <clears throat> okay. Um, X-Files as an Arnold movie. Oh, boy. Okay. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> you know, when we... When it we is Los Angeles, <laughs> 1972. I'm lifting weights. My name is Fox Mulder. Well, I'm going to interject in your <laughs> pitch here, Arnold, um, and I'm just g- I'm just going to join in your pitch because uh, we, we 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 brought you in, Arnold, for, for a show. Uh, what you were saying, Los Angeles. Is Los it? Angeles, Arnold. Uh, it's not. It's it's not saying Los Angeles, but g- keep going. Um, that's not. Have you read the? Did you read the script? Very well. <laughs> I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, I'm sorry. I'm Fox Mulder. Shut up. <laughs> I crush you like a grape. Okay. I work in Baltimore, Maryland, for the FBI. And I go through all these files, these file cabinets that I lift 300 times when I squat them to oh, get swole. We won't be doing that, Arnold. They, they won't be lifting. Um, uh, any more ideas? We're not going to be lifting. Yes, anymore. we will be going through these X files until I crush you like a grape and I tear you out from the inside out. Kill it. I don't know if you've read the, uh, the uh, spec script, Arnold. Are you, are get to the chopper! Ah! You <laughs> shut up! Anyway, there's this little girly girl called Scully. And she's always running around and telling me, no, Mulder, there's no such thing as aliens. There's just doctors. I said, yeah, well, what's in this needle? Steroids? I put them in my butt anyway. Uh. Uh, I, I think there's a room you should be in, on. It's not this one. There's a different room somewhere. Perhaps. Okay, fine. Score you. I'm going to lift weights now. <laughs> okay, I don't think that show was accepted by the general populace. Okay. I don't think this show will translate well as a telenovela. What? Stop it. Have you watched the telenovela? They're the perfect thing Actually, for the X-Files. I have not. No, <gasps> just kidding. No, I have. I used to watch them all the time. I Did you ever watch what was our Betty? most listened to uh, podcast episode? Um, Crap. Yeah. Gavilanes de los... Gavilanes de... Oh, my God. Never heard of it. It's Colombian, I think. Damn it. No, Venezuelan? Venezuelan? Oh, I think it's Colombian. It's funny because no, when we this. first mentioned doing a segment like this, we never said that we were going to act it out. Right. We just no. were supposed to pitch it. But it's, it's true. I mean, Sean just started with the whole accent and it just has morphed into it, this it whole It worked. Thing. I, I, think this is, I think this is the new segment. Woo. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you in a second what, what the show. Pasión de Gavilanes. Ah, Pasión de Gavilanes. Never heard of it. I've heard of it. 
Oh my god, dude! So what happened with that one? That's our most listened to episode. Mm. There's like over a thousand downloads for that episode. Oh yeah, because we literally watched 20 minutes of it and we had like two hours of stuff to break down. It was a lot went on. A lot lot went on. 20 minutes and it was like a lot happened. And we even forgot to bring stuff up at the end. It's crazy. It was insane. With the cabin of torture, was it called? The cabin of torture. Yeah. Oh. The episode was called the cabin of torture. And of course, it was like like a a, a, what you would call a gaucho like. Some hot chick like tied up a gaucho on a table in a barn somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and she was quote unquote torturing him, and we were killing ourselves laughing. It's like, oh yeah, the torture. You know, she's like <laughs> rubbing his balls and licking on his neck. It's like, oh my oh, god, you will wish awful. this never happened. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, no, please, not this, anything but this. <laughs> Get away from me! Get away from me! Take your tongue off my neck and put it closer to my mouth. Get away from me! It was just. This show was, wow. I mean, it was something else. Because, like, we were like, oh, which episode should we watch? Yeah. And there was literally, like, 800 episodes to, like, pick from. We were like, what the? F-? <laughs> yeah. It's a fantastic show. Fantastic. 20 minutes. I don't think we ever had more happen in 20 minutes than of that show. No, I don't think so. There was a uh, yeah, it was a lot. Uh, China Salesman was close. That, that, yeah, that was mental. I'm surprised I never went back and watched the whole thing. That film yes. was, Yeah, that was. China Salesman was a movie. I guess Chinese made? It was a Chinese made movie, yeah. With Mike Tyson and Steven Seagal mm. <laughs> in the same movie, yet never on set. They were always in a studio. So it was thoroughly hilarious. Wow. Huh. It was crazy, yeah. It was like it was like trying to be a Michael Bay movie, but like made in China and like said so just threw all this money at it and it was just sort of that shit, like all the stuff that was going on. Yes. Like Yeah. Like there was a scene where Jeep is driving away and it's getting shot at. And, you know, it's one of those Jeeps with, like, a, 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 a 50 cal mounted on top of it. And the guy's holding. It wasn't a guy. It was, like, a dummy. It was, like, a mannequin. <laughs> they cut to a shot. And they're, and they're driving over a hill. And you see the mannequin's like. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you see such a mannequin on the thing. You're like, wait. And we're like, what the hell? And, and of course, and then of, the, the, my favorite part was Mike Tyson when he was on screen. He didn't sound like Mike Tyson. <laughs> Yeah, because when you listen to Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson over here. This is this is Mike Tyson. There's nothing wrong with it, but this is Mike Tyson. And so Mike Tyson would be on screen this movie and be like, "All right, let's fire now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. Like what? So, all right, Gabby. Oi, telenovela, huh? Yes. All right. Just give us the premise. Yes, you don't have to act it out. All right. Yeah, I, yeah, no, because I think I'll piss myself. Um, <laughs> let's see. Well, of course, Mulder and Scully uh-huh. are some star-crossed lovers, Ooh. right? Oh, I like this already. Who end up getting into some crazy shit, uh-huh. except there are aliens <coughs> in this. Okay. There are? There are aliens. Okay. We see aliens all the time. Sure. Um, Illegal aliens? <laughs> 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 I thought this wasn't going to be racist. Oh, you were. Uh, come on. <laughs> I asked for that one. <laughs> Jesus oh, no. Christ. Sean, you don't have to go home with her. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pay for that. Yeah, I, I'm going to go to the bathroom no. for a little bit. Wow. Oh. Wait, I have to pee too. Anyway, go ahead. You have to do I'm your pitch dying. first. Okay, my pitch? Do it, do it, okay. Do it, do it. Are we recording still? Yeah, we're still yeah, recording. Okay. just walked off to pitch. Aliens. Okay, aliens. God. Scully and Mulder, the romantic thing. Uh, yeah. Mulder. Aliens. Mulder. Okay. 
So Scully and Mulder. It's a Western. Ooh, it takes like place that. in New Mexico. Okay. Near um what is that fucking famous alien? The place? Alamo? Not the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember that Not time the they fought a full of aliens in the Alamo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I learned about that at school. <laughs> <laughs> except, except back then the, hey, what's your Jeff Daniels is the president <laughs> back then the aliens would eat white people because they came illegally and just to draw one. Oh, oh my god alright I've made this into like a very controversial well, show I didn't even mean that was literally just a fuck up me yelling out Alamo I meant Roswell, right? Roswell. That's Roswell. <laughs> okay. But I realize after Sean's earlier comment, me saying yeah. Alamo is <laughs> rather uh, controversial. Yeah, I mean, me. Okay. Okay, so in Roswell. Yeah. Um, the romantically involved. Romantically involved. Okay. I like it. Scully is an alien. Ooh, what kind of alien? Uh, Are there different kinds? That's true. Don't you know? The Greys. The Greys, the Nordics, and the lizard people. You don't know this? Green? Yeah, green lizard people. The uh, Mars attacks. That one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mars attacks. That was one. What are the greys? Uh, the greys are yeah. the little the, the, the standard like you know. Gray. I seen eyes. them. The standard guys. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. there's there's green. Oh, they're green. They probably hey, ate hey. some of your mother's food. <laughs> All right, let the woman get out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. oh All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's not let's interrupt see. Gabby anymore. Come on, Gabby. <laughs> no, no, you can do this. You can fine. do this. It's fine. Okay. So, New Mexico, Roswell. Uh-huh. Scully's an alien. Mm. Mulder is some cowboy dude. Mm. Okay. Who cowboy. finds her in the desert? Okay. And Ooh. they have children. Oh. So now they're having these little hybrid kids everywhere. Oh. Are they displaying any hi- Are they displaying any hybrid characteristics? Well, let's see. If they're greys, no. Let's not. Let's make them lizards. Let's make them lizard people. Okay. Okay. So they're their tongues. Are good for yeah, the desert. Long tongues. Good for the desert. New Mexico. They adapt yeah. easily. Uh-huh. Um, Chameleons like. Co- yeah, exactly. Their eyes are kind of like they close and shut. And roll back in their heads. They just sprawl out on the shit. sidewalk in the middle of the sun. Hey, uh-huh. we gotta find a way to make it. Maybe Scully's only a lizard, like from the boobs down, huh? Can we do that? Because we're gonna sell the show. We need to get some tits, eh? Hey, but I think. Uh, no one wants to see no fucking lizard no, tits. Hey, I think. Uh, I think you throw I some. I think we might throw some get some fetish on there. This. Uh, this is true. Yo, yeah. what you saying? I like this hey, scale tit talk. Scaly tits. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, kind of interesting. I mean, they got Furbies, right? Uh, why exactly. Not, why not have some scalies? You right. know? Yeah. You ever seen how smooth? The scales on a snake guy? Yeah. Imagine that on some tits. Yeah, I like this fucking psoriasis <laughs> tit thing. I like it. It reminds me of my, uh, my aunt. My aunt, uh, she had the psoriasis. I never you know, liked it much, but now you're reframing <laughs> it in my mind. And it's uh, it's bringing things back. You know, hey, and now we're back know, to uh, the incest, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I had this uncle. He had this schlong. It was kind of long, but it was very dry, you know? And it kind of brings back memories of family times. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Yeah. That was that's, you know what? <laughs> that's a telenovela I'd watch in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and they speak Spanish and some form of alien 
you know. Spanglish? Yeah, alien <laughs> Spanglish. Portuguese. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Excellent. So what's going on with episode uh, uh, 100 after these uh, horribly offensive pitches that we just did? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It's self-explanatory. Yeah. I feel bad because it's self-explanatory. I think the pitch has kind of covered what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I think yeah. so. At least in that yeah. All right, very good. So let's grade, gents. Uh, Gabby with, uh, uh, withheld from the gold label. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yeah? I really like the gold label. Okay. I think I liked black label better, though. Mm. If I'm I honest. I do, too. The first sip of the gold label, I thought, like, oh, it's really different. Um... It's got a little. It's a little stronger, but also smoother. Right. Then after I like put an ice cube in it and really kind of spent some time sipping it. Yeah. It almost seems like it had less flavor. Maybe yeah. I don't know. You, sometimes like just because something's smooth, I, I, with you know enjoying different whiskeys, I don't necessarily always need it to be like perfectly smooth. Like I like it to have a little bite. Right. Um. And I feel like this didn't quite have that. And then the flavor bit, it was a little. It had like a little bite to it, yeah, but it didn't have maybe as much going on. Whereas the black, for me, you get the bite, but then you also get a little bit of that sweetness. Yeah, I feel like this didn't have that sweetness. No, it was sharper. Um, it just kind of cuts it, out. It, it it's if if and this is a cheese comparison, and I know you're not a particular dairy person, but no, I love my cheese. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just so, can't drink a glass of milk. Okay, so if if black label stout if beer. black label is like a creamy smoked gouda mm -hmm. gold label to me is like a parmesan yeah that's a good way of saying it it's it's sharper <clears throat> it's not necessarily more flavorful it's mm -hmm. not less flavorful but it's just it's tangy and sharper i preferred the black as well yeah mm. yeah i liked it <coughs> don't get me wrong i definitely liked yeah, it yeah, yeah. um so i don't know where would i rate it i guess if i give it a four point i i'd probably give this like a yeah, give this like a three. Ah, I want to rate it higher though, but I don't know. I'm somewhere between like a three point eight and a four point oh. Okay, that's a well. There, there is a thing for that. Yeah, three point nine. Uh, yeah. Okay, Sean. Um, I will say I'm going to say 4.1 for this because I, my first instinct was that I preferred it to the black label. <coughs> okay. Yeah. Um, for me, I felt the opposite. I don't know. For some reason, it, it tasted smoother and didn't taste stronger. And basically everything you guys said, I, the opposite. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I, that's why I, I felt like. But I think maybe it's because I've, been, I've actually, been, I'm not a huge whiskey drinker, but I've been drinking uh, Jolly Walker Black fairly consistently for the past year or so because my father-in-law, found an old bottle oh. as he was moving house and he gave it to me because he doesn't drink. Okay. He just had it because a client of his gave it to him. And he was like, oh, I didn't realize, did you drink it with scotch? I was like, oh. So I've been like slowly drinking it this whole time. So I got very used to it. So I think it was just nice to have something different. So I think my palate was like, ooh. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Different, but yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So 4.1. And, and I'm going right along with um, Andrew's grade. I, I, I didn't think it was a bad whiskey, but not by any stretch of the imagination, but I definitely like prefer the black label to the golden label. And uh, as you were talking, I was thinking to myself, three nine for the gold label. Yeah. All right. All right. <coughs> All right. So uh, 
Let's get ready to go on to the next segment. Next show, next whiskey, yeah? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, segment number three. We just uh, judged Johnny Walker Gold Label. Now we have Johnny Walker 18 years. Woo! Yes. I may have had this before, actually. I've never had this before. I think I have. Have you? Uh, no. Can I see the Certainly. Label? Finally, Johnny is of legal age, eh? Yeah. Hey. hey, all right, Johnny. I'm not sure if this is the one I had or not. Johnny, how would you like to be bunkmates, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> Who was Johnny? Who do we think Johnny was? Johnny Walker? Yeah. Probably some Scott that they invented for no reason. Mm. Yeah, made up. You think he was made up? I don't, oh, based no. I guess or was not. he based on Bonnie, Bonnie Charlie? No, I, I don't. Is Johnny even a Scottish name? No. Johnny is a Christian name. The Scottish version would be Hamish, wouldn't it? I don't know. I'm not Scottish. No, that's me. I'm fucking You're the closest Scottish thing people. we got. All right, Sean. I fuck all that Scottish well, Sean is, Sean is Sean is the Irish version of Johnny. That's true. So Sean is not Johnny. Yes, it is. Sean John, is John. John, not Johnny, but John. No, Shawnee yeah. is Johnny. Like Shawnee Kittatinny Park what? in the Delaware? You didn't know that? Shawnee? Sean is John. Johnny? Johnny? Shawnee? <laughs> Johnny? <laughs> I had no idea. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. Hamish. No, Hamish is James. Oh. I, I don't know what Hamish the is Scottish Gaelic is the, for John. It might be Sean also. Because you guys are so close to each other and sheep are in plentitude. Mm. So this is basically Sean's Scotch. Yes. Yeah, no. I no. Shawnee Walker. <laughs> kind of. He, he, he was a prostitute in his younger days. I heard. For so. uh, Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Let's pour that shit. That, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, all right. He yeah. didn't pay me. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so technically, I gifted it to him. It was, yeah, free trial. Wow. <laughs> What happened to Kevin Spacey? Is he in jail? Nah, nah he's just no. canceled. He's just like, nah, he's just not he's just, sitting, he's just sitting at home looking for young boys online. That's Oy. all. And Sean, Sean famously wanted to audition to be one of his boys in case you didn't know that. <laughs> he convinced I him heard on a the story. Show I'm sure yeah. she's heard. We've I've talked heard about it, it yeah. enough times yeah. on this, yeah. this show. Crazy. But no, my favorite is like the one episode when we first like had some wine. And like you went into a total like I was the psychiatrist, and like <laughs> we were five minutes in the show, and I was like, "Do you want to talk to somebody? I, I should be hearing this." And Sean was like, "I don't know. I drink wine, and I become a different person." And I'm like, "Well, obviously, because I don't know what's happening right now." And Sean, did Mr. Spacey touch you down there? Uh, your special regent? Uh, uh, no, no, <laughs> the, 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 uh, no. <laughs> but he did touch other people. Oh, yeah. no. oh. A- all right. On that note, Let's clinky, clinky. That. Cheers. Cheers. Woohoo! Let's give this guy a shot. That's what Kevin said. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. That is good. It is different than the gold. It it's is got a little more sweetness or something to it. Is it spicier? It's smokier. Smokier. 
It's smokier, I feel. Smoother, even. Mm. It's smoother than the eight, than the gold. But it's and got more... harder. Oh, it's wetter. It's wetter. It's shinier. It's shinier. I feel like it's got a little more liquid. Yes. Mm. It feels like you would drip right off your tongue. <laughs> is there more, <laughs> more glass? Is there more glass? Yeah, there's more glass. <laughs> there's more glass this time. Yeah, the way it interacts with the glass you're drinking it out of is different. I really mm. love how the gravity really kicks in. Yeah. Yeah, you so know I when you tip the glass? I think it's denser. <laughs> It makes you want to gargle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I'm, yeah. That's okay. Now that we're... Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's get that out of our system. Okay. The Office. The Office. Episode 100. Oh, yeah. This was... This felt more like a episode 100. Because unlike mm. SVU and X-Files, it ended the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it ended the season and there was like a... It was sort of, it wasn't a big episode, but it was different from most episodes. They weren't in the office. They left the office. I don't know if when this came on TV, if they made any spectacle out of it being the 100th episode. I think the spectacle was more like the season finale, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, It's funny because I'm a big fan of The Office. And so I've seen this episode a bunch of times. Gabby and I rewatched it last night uh, in preparation for Mm -hmm, this. mm -hmm. Okay. Gabby watched all of it. I fell asleep. But oh. but I know the episode quite well because I've seen oh, it a bunch. Gabby. Um, I remember the first time. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Well. Wow. Oh. Oh. What did I get myself into? Oh. oh can I, should we do another <laughs> rim shot? Okay. Oh. No. Wait, um, all right. Hold on. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. You got something go, go. to say? Go, go. Honey? <laughs> Well, uh-oh. Hey-oh. Let's hey. not break this up before it started. Okay. Um, no, but I th- I feel like this is a really good, fun episode. I remember the first time I ever watched it, I remember like dying laughing at some of it. Like Especially the Dwight stuff in this episode, oh, which I yeah. fell asleep before That's that happened really last funny. night. It's but very funny. I'm remembering it all. I mean, Dwight has his friend, who the yeah. friend... Uh, this is the first episode that you see the friend. I want to say he comes back at some point in the series, but he's not like a regular. He's back like one other time or something. Um... But when he's like basically calling Angela, what does he call? He a calls slut. her a tramp or a slut, yeah, 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 all this yeah. stuff because she was broke Dwight's heart. Yeah, hilarious. Or then when Dwight is trying to distract the other team and keep the and hold them off while until Pam can come uh, back to right. play volleyball. Try to kill Tony. Um, oh yeah. And he's like, I'm so mad that Pam got hurt, and he like kicks the ball like all the way in the other Dude, direction. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'll get it. And then he slowly <laughs> walks slowly to go away, get it. Yeah. He doesn't even kick it that far. No, so I, he I, kicks I, it and he sort of like goes can, over there. Can I, can I just interject with <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. bit of what's going on here trivia? Hmm. There's an actor on that show that used to visit our show in the early days quite frequently. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about, Sean? An actor? Mm, on, no. Like in this episode? Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? It does not have the same voice in this episode, though. No, because he's playing an American guy. Us, uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba's in this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In this episode, but but he's got a weirder voice. <laughs> in this. he's like trying, trying, trying. He's he's, he's doing American, an American man. accent. It's weird. I'm not used to him speaking like that. When in our early days, Idris Elba, Sean Connery, and Michael Caine used to visit the show quite often. Yeah. Right. It, it, yeah. Oh. It did, it did, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm my cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, I had, he had a terrible accident as well. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm my cocaine. I hurt my head quite a few <laughs> times. 
And I'll tell you a story that I don't tell often, but this is what it is. I never do a nude picture. <laughs> because when you do a nude picture, everyone's looking at your bits. No one's paying attention to the story. So therefore, I never do a nude picture. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic to, he see, was him fantastic he, to uh, see him. Again. I mean, he doesn't look well. No. I'll say that. He no. looks very Michael Caine. Yeah. Michael Caine. You saw him just there. He was in the studio. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah he did. <laughs> he looks awful. Fun. You could awful. tell from the way he sounded. Absolutely. Falling to pieces, pretty much. Yeah. Hit his head quite a few times. Yeah. There was a bandit in oh. Burma. <gasps> oh, it turns out there was a, a child was playing with the ruby. Oh, yeah. The bandit had been throwing them away. Some men aren't looking for anything logical, <laughs> like money <laughs> or power. <laughs> Some men just want to watch the world burn. <gasps> oh, my God. Fantastic. Michael Caine, thank you for He's, visiting That was again. a great monologue, Michael. <laughs> uh, you know there what? was a bit there where I was like, are you trying? I feel like he's trying to cover up his identity by doing a weird voice, like a weird accent. Yeah, yeah it's like Michael Caine is trying to impersonate Michael Caine in a it, way. It, yeah. Yes. Not doing it well, but well, you know what? not I mean, bad he, either. He finished off the rest of the gold label and the rest of the 18 Johnny <laughs> uh, 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 Walk already. So and uh, he's on the floor. He's on over the floor here in the corner. Now, and playing with the I'm beach. not on the floor <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I, I'm standing up. Uh, I am using my own two legs. <laughs> Help me out there, boys. That is embarrassing. Oh, that was. <laughs> All right. We got a visit from a superstar like that. Wow. <sighs> Excuse me. Ooh. Um. But all in all, I thought this was a fun, this is a fun episode of The Office. It's funny because it's such a funny episode. I think there's a lot of really good, funny things in it. But it's not, yeah. uh, If going back, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm a big fan of The Office. Um, it's not like a memorable episode. Like if you talk to any people that are big fans of The Office, mm. nobody really talks about this episode. But it's a good one. It's a good one because but it, it does the, obviously, the arc with Pam and, and what's his face, and Chip. So, yeah, when right. they first. When break. they find out that, that she's pregnant. Called cancer. Oh, pregnant. <laughs> I thought it was cancer. <laughs> I don't watch the show. <laughs> I was like, cancer? He's acted really weird Wait, about it. Did you not watch it? No, I did watch oh. it. Oh. <laughs> the part with uh, Michael and Holly when they do the like the skit. Yeah. And oh, they yeah. Did, like basically oh. announce that one of the branches is closing. The buffalo. buffalo and the buffalo guy's like, what? Is it? <laughs> That's pretty good. I, too. Re- I, actually, I really, really loved the scene with those two. Like the last scene they have yes. before they leave, yes. are so well done, yes. and like, I he's he's very good, Steve Carell. I don't think he's incredible, but she's brilliant. She's excellent. Like yes. she does such a good job. Yes. Like I love. But Steve but you know what? Yeah. I have to say that that episode when he like does the confessional at the end, like to the uh, a documenter, right? His eyes were just perfect. The way he describes, like, well, we're not now. Mm. And he like it looked like he was gonna start bawling, mm-hmm. yeah. but he kept himself from bawling for like smiling and thinking that it, it was a nice thing would happen. Yeah, right. Steve Carell is a great actor. He is a very yeah. good like actor. if you've ever seen like yeah. nowadays him doing more serious work, he's he's great in all those movies when yeah. he plays serious. Foxcatcher is not a, a, an amazing movie, but he's very good he's great it. in it. How about uh, the Big Short? 
Yeah, yeah, you see yeah. It in it's the very big, different in that. Amazing yeah. in the big short. Um, it's well, you know, I mean, they always say that like comedians make fantastic actors. Yeah. Because to sell the comedy, you have to commit a thousand percent. Yeah. Right. You know, you can't like half-ass it. Yeah. And so, like when they do when they break down and do something dramatic like that, it just feels completely. I mean, the forty-year-old virgin. <laughs> yeah. Has there been a better date movie? Like I don't, I can't think of a better date movie because you have yeah. the crudeness for the guy, yeah, right. and then you have the sweet, touching mo- moments, quote unquote, for the girl. You know, it's like the stereotypes kind of fall into place, yeah. And it's really like, who goes to that movie and says like, "Well, that was crap," and like my date also hated it, right. yeah. I, I mean, I've never heard of such a thing. The, yeah, no, that and the Seth Rogen one, uh, not oh, top. yeah, that, that was one. really good. That for reminds that as well. me of that one too. There was like a stream of those. It was like knocked Yeah, there were. Th- there was that whole like uh, late two thousands. There was yeah. a bunch of. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of knocked up, up though. Forty year old virgin. I, 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 I love I you, man. I, I love you, man. Yeah, I love you. That was great. All of those kind uh, of were in that same. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, I, really yeah, love yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's the best one. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall and I love you, man are probably my favorites. On in that. Yeah. Whatever you want to call him. You could but that was what his face wrote that. And, I mean, Jed Jason Segel wrote Jason it. Jason Segel wrote that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Which one? Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's a great movie. It is. It's really good. And it's, it, cause, and like Russell Brand, I love Russell Brand as, as a person, but he's not always great in movies. But that, he's perfect in that movie. In that, yeah. Did you Did you guys see uh, 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 Murder on the... No. Uh, the, yeah, the new the, one? The Nile. Yeah, he was great. Death on the Nile? Yeah. Death on the Nile. Oh, is he in that? Yeah. The one that just came out? Yeah, it was really good. And the person that surprised me the most, actually, was uh, Gal Gadot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I thought she was fantastic in that film. I, mm. I think this is like, of all the things I've seen her in, this is the best acting I've seen her do. Oh, oh that's good. I saw yeah. the first one. Mm. I wasn't Because uh, uh, What's his face? It, Armin, Army Hammer was in it, too. Army Hammer's like mm. one of the leads, isn't he? Yeah. That's probably. I like Army Hammer. I really like him. He's, He's a good actor. He was he likes eating people? <laughs> yeah. Thing, you know? yeah. yeah. Kenneth Branagh was fantastic in it. And how about that mustache? Yeah, it's great. He's <laughs> great mm-hmm. as Poirot, and his French is really—I mean, I don't speak French, but it sounds freaking flawless. Yeah. He's very. When well, he uh, directs those too. Yeah. Kenneth yeah, Branagh. Because yeah. I got excited uh, and I watched the Murder on the Orient Express because yeah. it had such a plethora of like. Like acting names, mm-hmm. yeah, and it wasn't that good. No, I didn't think yeah. it was like the was Death on the Nile is better, B- way better. Yeah, because I was pretty I, disappointed I, I when never we saw watched Murder that. on the Orient Express. I yeah. went to see it after seeing Death on the Nile because yeah. I was like, why do people hate it? Because this one was really good, really. And I saw that one, I was like, oh. no. See, I've had no interest in seeing Death on the Nile because I didn't really like Murder on the Orient Express. He, I, I thought it was nice. I thought it was really nice. He's probably gonna do more. I mean, Belfast was a big hit. I've not seen it, but uh, yeah, that I want to see. People, I heard it was too. great. It's, yeah. it's 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 one of the top two or three favorites for the Oscars, but it won't win. I don't think. Um, no, probably not. It's a biopic. It's gonna be and a self biopic. Well, it's mm. not a true biopic. No, it's is inspired. It? It's like an inspired by, yeah, by his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it, yeah, it's it's based. Um, who the, the favorite to win is. Uh, Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. Yeah. Mm. Which I haven't watched. Have you guys watched it? No, I've not. Yeah. you got to watch that. Yeah. Right. And the other Netflix? one is coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Coda? Coda? That's Coda. Coda. Coda is Coda, the big Which is on outside Apple? Favorite. Is it on Apple? Yeah. I don't know. It's on Apple, yeah. Is it? It was on the, it was on the yeah. plane Who's when we were... in that? Uh, I don't think anybody... Deaf like guy. He's going to win really Best Point well. Actor. Oh, no. Okay. But... Um, the only reason I know is because there's a deaf guy in it and he's up for Best Point Actor and he's going to win because he's won every... Mm. The, you know the Oscars. Look, people love to give awards to people who are there. Like, look what they've overcome. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. Or if I they mean, play a disabled person, even if yeah. they're not, it just right. automatically yeah, look at my goes left foot. to them. Yeah. Or um, the year that freaking I didn't see the movie, so it's not really fair of me to say this, but when Eddie Redmayne won for playing uh, uh, Stephen oh, Hawking yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. over uh, Michael Keaton in Birdman, I was like, come. Mm. Yeah, right? that was the same year, wasn't it? Yeah, that was bullshit. They Everybody was kind of rooting for Michael Keaton. It's like which I didn't see the I didn't see the movie uh, with Eddie Redmayne, so I really can't say I did see Birdman. Anybody though, and I can sit in Michael a chair Keaton. and crank your neck to the side yeah. and let a computer do the talking for you. <laughs> Anyone can do it. But Eddie don't did give it. any spoilers <laughs> to the TV show away. Yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> we never did. We we should probably say what episode we're talking about in the office the hundredth episode is no all of we said it in the beginning we're doing the no no episode. i know but like didn't we didn't we say the name company the, picnic sorry company yeah picnic. and the, see, yeah. we did that for the other two right did yeah, we do yeah, this yeah. so it's season mm. five episode, episode. Mm. 23 maybe like that, yeah. last episode of season five company uh, picnic. it might not necessarily be because um their their season setup was weird because i think they never expected to make it so yeah the first, first season, season is like, like four episodes, episodes. Yeah, 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 the yeah. second season and the third season are both like yeah. quite a few yeah the fourth yeah. season was when they had the writer's strike so that's only like 10 episodes well the first like season is pretty much it's almost a straight remake of it's the literally the pilot episode of the uk office and the american office is almost identical have yeah. you watched afterlife episode 28 no, no. Oh, episode 28 Great yeah, like this is a Ricky Gervais' I, I show. I started watching it. It's very good. Yeah, Ricky Gervais is great. I mean, Ricky Gervais is great. He's, he's really good. <laughs> Gabby and I have watched probably a hundred times his uh, the 2020 Golden Globes, his opening oh, monologue yeah. where he oh, just he just rips everyone and hilarious. rips everyone to shreds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I fr- cry every time. Have you watched his stand up? His specials, like he's fun. He's, he's very funny. Like oh, he's one, very funny. I don't think I have. No, he's very. It's like animals, humans, science. Uh, they all like have like an overarching theme, right? Because yeah. um, that's the thi- that's the weird difference in the, like UK and US stand up, especially if you're doing a, a special, as they would call it is in in the UK, it's like a storytelling. You have a theme. Mm-hmm. Like you do an hour and right. it's a story. You're telling a thing and everything. Whereas in the US, if you can do that, good. But mm-hmm. you have to be like Dave Chappelle to really do. People, yeah, are, people yeah. like string something together from the beginning to the end. They're like, oh my God, this guy's a genius. But it's like in the UK, <laughs> that's like, that's what everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. He's good at that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, this episode, I thought, it, I, um, Oddly enough, I never saw an episode of The Office before. Really? I've seen lots of like videos and tidbits, and I enjoy them all. I think they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. I've never sat down and watched The Office. I thought this episode was a solid representation of what the show was. Because, you know, like you said, the whole thing with Dwight and like the snarkiness. Um, uh, uh, Pam, like, hiding the fact that she played like volleyball all her life. Um, <laughs> Michael trying to hit on his like ex and calling her boyfriend like a fathead the whole time. <laughs> you know. All of it, you know, all of it's like, it's like, it's like, is that really what happened? You bet your fat ass it did. You know, it's like kind of like just carries on like nothing happened, and the boyfriend's like, what? I, it is fascinating how the difference between the UK and the US office, like, its base level is that everybody in the US office is likable, yeah. regardless of the character. Whereas in the UK yeah. office. You're you're fighting to like anybody. Yeah. At every stage. Mm. There's like there's really no characters in like the UK office. There's maybe like one. He'll allow like one person per episode to be like 
you feel sorry for them or you kind of like them. But then just as much as you do, you're then like, oh, they do something. You're like, oh, my God. Every, because they're just like real people. They're all damaged. Everyone is acting like a dick yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah, Whereas yeah. in the US office, yeah. they're all like kind of, they're all likable. Even Dwight. Like Dwight's. But I, well, there's I, I a think difference with this episode versus most episodes of The Office. I feel like every character of the main characters in The Office in this episode were like very much themselves, but also like favorable. In a way that when they're all in the office together, they're not always. Maybe because they were all like out at the company picnic and there were other people that could kind of be, right. for lack of a better word, the bad guy. Not that it was a bad guy, but you know what I mean? Um, like even Dwight. Like Dwight can be like a not very likable, annoying, funny, but annoying character. And in this episode, you like kind of are rooting, rooting for him for in yeah. a way that yeah. you're not always rooting for Dwight until you get a little later in the show. They kind I, of do a little more of that. I, I think that has to do with, with the showrunner. And Ricky Gervais, his his comedy bent and even his comic sensibilities is people are shit. Yeah, yeah. People are shit. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you say. People, even when they're nice, they're shit. Because like, even if you look at all his tweets with his with his partner, like, oh, for twenty years he just takes pictures of her behind her back. Oh, look at her with all her friends, and there's a garbage can standing <laughs> next to her. You know, it's like <laughs> constantly. And so, like, right, like in Afterlife, like one of the early episodes. He's walking by, and some kid says, uh, uh, "What are you a pedo?" He says, "No, I'm not a pedo. You fat little ginger cunt. You wouldn't be interested. I wouldn't be interested in you anyway if you were." <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like his whole, his whole, even his stand-up is like people are shit, and I'm going to yeah. prove to you that people are shit. Yeah, like that's his shtick. Right. Like, um, I was actually watching an interesting. Um, there's a podcast. Um, Asian, not Asian. A couple of guys in the city. And they had Margaret Cho on it, and she was breaking down, like every comedian kind of has like a thing that they do, as like Seinfeld is—is is it me? You know, like when mm-hmm. he lays all these things out, is it me? Is this fucking weird or is it me? You know, and everyone, yeah. oh yeah, no, no, it is weird. You know that kind of thing. Um, Dave Chappelle's is—I don't care what the fuck you say, I should do. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, and mm-hmm. I'm not apologizing for it. And that's his overarching shtick, you know. Ricky Gervais is definitely like. People are shit. I'd much rather spend time with a dog than with any of you pricks yeah. in a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> like, you know, and he might love the people. It's like, yeah, they're great. But you know what? Dogs are more, the dogs are better. Yeah. He was just, yeah. And he wrote that after having worked in, in an office for yeah. years and just how horrible it was. And everyone hates it. His whole point is I'm making a show about the fact that working in office is horrible. Everyone hates it. And no one likes it. And no one right. likes each other. And they're all horrible people right whereas yeah. the u.s office is like it doesn't seem like a bad job everyone's sort of having a good time i i don't really i don't, really, I don't read it how that much way. have you watched if you watched i know i watched show? that i feel like i don't awesome. read it i don't read no, it that can i pretty. tell you guys something yeah. yeah i started watching the office because i was working in an office that i just could relate so much to that show <laughs> all the well, bullshit you, all of the it's craziness yeah. there was a show uh, on nbc for a season season and a half that was absolutely brilliant called better off ed mm. better off ed i think so, something like that um something like that mm-hmm. it was basically about a guy who worked in like a multi um conglomerate multinational conglomerate kind of like ge and it was on nbc they're trying to push it and uh portia de rossi was like the main vp and he kind of reported to her and she played the super hot vixen, you know, which was like, oh, well, that's yeah. a stretch. You know, Portia the Rossi, look at her. 
And it was a mix. It was basically corporate and sciences. And one of the guys that I worked with, like, pointed out the show to me. And Annie and I watched it. This was our favorite show. Mm. Because it was literally like working in yeah. a corporate science environment. Right. This was it. Like, he was pointing out, like, the craziest parties were the parties that we had in the labs. <laughs> like, uh, the VP of the labs would have a separate Christmas party. There'd be a corporate Christmas party. Nobody fucking wanted to go to that thing. That was, like, stodgy and everybody trying to kiss up to the VP and this executive and this president and whatever. We'd had our freaking labs party. Oh, my God. It was, like, open bar, people going crazy, hands in pockets, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Like, literally, like, crazy parties. And spouses weren't invited. It was just, like, everybody just come and, like, decompress. Hey, I've opened the monkey cages. We're fucking with the monkeys. <laughs> hey. no, Our boss at the time was a guy called Hans Hiller, who was about six... <laughs> Die Hard 4. Listen, yeah. yes, yes. He was about six foot three, balls heavy with a paunch. And he used to talk like this, yeah, hmm? And he came and introduced himself to us. Yeah, he was like, oh, you know, and I come from white sausage country. <laughs> and we were like, what? What's going on? Later we found out he had to get transferred to Tokyo because he was hitting on one of the guys in IT. Oh. They had to wash him away. So him, like, having a party. And he was, in the wintertime, he had this leather jacket with a fur. Ri- he was like a Bond villain. I was like, this dude should be a Bond villain. But he would have this party. That was outside the purview of like what the corporate party was. He paid for it. Wow. He was like, everybody have a good time. We'd be at these parties till like three in the morning, four in the morning. And then like hit the bar on the way back and then everybody kind of stumbled home kind of stuff. Or crashed at a hotel. And it was like, and, and, and the joke about this show, Better Off, uh, oh, Better Off Ted. That's what it was instead of Better Off Dead. Mm. Better Off Ted. He was talking about the scientists and the scientists were like these nerdy guys. And chemistry lab guys like, like, they sort of got it right with um, a, a, a Big Bang Theory. Mm. Those are physicists. A little bit different. But when you go into the chemistry labs, they're kind of crazy. <laughs> like, they're literally just like, how, how are we going to make a stronger booze without putting a lot of effort into it? Like, that's the kind of stuff chemists will do. Yeah. And he would say, like, our scientists are our best dancers. And they would show these two guys, these characters who play their top scientists. And you see them on the dance floor just ripping it up. And that's what the parties were like. Wow. And, we, and like I said, Annie and I would sit there and watch this and like, this, this is me. like somebody worked at our job. Yeah. And like the cast of characters was so crazy. We at work used to sit around and go like, we don't even have to write. We just walk around with a recorder and record <laughs> the shit that people say. I mean, I've mentioned Sketchy Joe on the show many a time, <laughs> yeah. many, a, many an episode. And he wasn't even like the only character there. There were so many people that would just like say or do outrageous things. You, you sit there going like, is, you know, you're kind of like yeah. looking for like hidden cameras. You're like, is, what's happening right now? So I really appreciate The Office that way. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like that little administrative box yeah. where we're in sales and we're doing this and everybody's like uber competitive or at least like, uh, what's his face is? Um, Rain Wilson. What's Dwight. Dwight. Dwight is. And Jim is just there to take the piss out of him. Yeah. Like, like, uh, well, well, it's very easy, you know. But one of my favorite videos is the one where he like gets the calculator watch and he like, and he impersonates his outfit. Yeah, and yeah, just, yeah. Like, 
What's the best kind of bear? Black bear. Well, that's debatable. It's just like <laughs> bears. Bears. It's funny. <laughs> you mentioned that about like you, you know, filming your, your work and what it would be like because that's the the original officer came up around a, because of that. So at the time in the UK, I don't know if it was the same in the US, but in the UK at the time, the hottest thing was exactly that is producers looking for shows, cheap shows, mm. right? And they they must have met a couple of people. Every dinner party they've ever been to, right. there was a woman who was like, "Oh, you should just." you should come to my office <laughs> and you should just do a show because we are crazy. Oh, it would be so entertaining. <laughs> right, and right, then right. being like, yeah, whatever. And then so eventually someone was like, fuck it, let's give it a go. Let's see what happens. And UK audiences lapped it up. And right. it's just, there was one called Airport, Airplane, that were both set in airports. The big like Heathrow and Gatwick. There was um, ones about people that worked in a uh, uh, holiday, um, ones ab about like, um, what would you call it, a state, not a state agents, uh, travel agents, and <laughs> all these various ones. And it was just these shows that yeah. are following these people. And the opening of the show is always like, they will conglomerate on the, the one person who's like the personality who's always saying like, is like, oh, you're going to love it here. We're crazy. Oh, you're going to love it. Like, <laughs> just wait until you meet, just meet until you meet Tracy. Oh my God, Tracy, she is so funny. We don't, we're supposed to be working. We don't always work. We're crazy. We are. Let's just sit and then it like pads like 10 minutes later and they're just sitting there at their desk like clicking away being like, <laughs> so Tracy, what do you do on the weekend? She's like, oh, you know me. Do what I do? <laughs> <laughs> like that. And like that is the whole show. <laughs> And it was like a reaction to that because uh -oh. people thought it was real. People thought it was another one of those shows. They right. didn't advertise it as a comedy or as fake or as anything. They just put it on. It's called it The Office. Right. And people thought yeah. it was real. They honestly didn't realize it was a comedy because the way it's played, no one's famous in it. No one recognized yeah. anyone. Because that's exactly how all those shows at the time were. It was just people walking around being like, oh, uh, ooh, mm. I'm on the TV. <laughs> right? Oh, better watch out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. I... I it's interesting because we were, Gabby and I were working together at the time. Mm. Oh, You're little, in office. Ooh, little controversial. This is what? how we met. Hey. Um, but myself and another coworker loved The Office, and Gabby had never seen it. And we were like, you got to watch The Office. You got to watch The Office. You got to watch The Office. Finally, she watched it. And this was, and she, you liked it. Yeah. yeah. No, I felt like it mirrored my life at the time. Right, right, right. Yeah. It was comforting, you know? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But there is what like, are you the gym and she's the huh? Pam? <laughs> Am I the gym to your well, Pam? Who did I you split like up with? Did you, did you like pry her away from someone else? I did not pry her away oh. from anyone. Did you no. pry him away from somebody else? She did. Not. Or did you pry somebody no. off of him? No, there was no, no. prying. What? Stop no it. Pride. Stop just it. a couple of boring virgins working in an office together. Look. Oh my god! Hey, look, there's some. There's some. There is some... Preaching to the choir here. There's, there's some a controversy. bunch of virgins here at this there's table. Some <laughs> <laughs> Turn around and look at all the nerd movies behind you. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm totally derailed on whatever the hell we were talking about. Excellent. But this was a good episode. It was a good episode. Like I, I said, it. I, I, I never watched the full episode. I I thoroughly enjoyed. You gotta I, go back. Fun. You gotta go back and watch more episodes I'm now sure, yeah. because this is There's it's a not a ones. it's not a normal episode of The Office because number one they're really not in the office the whole time. Right. And it, I mean the characters and everything else more or less fit, but it's it's a different episode. And I think it's funny. Like I said, watching it yesterday when we watched it and thinking like, oh, this is like a this is a really good episode, but it's not. 
It's not a classic episode of no, The Office. Yeah. It's yeah. And, and like it's I said, short. The, That's the, the other thing. I read. I didn't realize how short it was. It's it's hours, so compared yeah. to the other shows, you're like, oh my lord. Like, yeah. So yeah. Compared short. to fucking Star Trek: The Next Stop. Generation. Oh my Stop. god. Best show on television. You guys suck ass. I, I'm just how long that right that? Now. Oh. It took us two days to get through that. Especially oh. with the dorking over here. He's like, <laughs> well, you got a part one and then part two. Like, well, 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 hundred. Not hundred episode. Hundred one. Hundred episode. Well, it happens to be a part two to it. Two week or ten years. You'll really have to watch. Uh, You'll be dying to know what happens. <laughs> I've employed the mute buttons. Thank you very much. Oh Just so we know. No. Just so we know. Uh, no. The format of the show has changed. I've employed the mute buttons. And um, I think I'll be enjoying the Johnny Walker Blue by myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bastages. Oh. oh. <laughs> no, this was uh, I. Th- I felt having seen a bunch of the videos that you see online, and especially like um, the Jim Prank videos, and I remember seeing years ago the parkour video oh. that had me screaming. Oh, that's great! Right, <laughs> so you know, I felt the show showed basically it's kind of its DNA because it got the really silly stuff and the like the really awkward like. Oh, did we say that out loud? Kind of thing with the whole like yeah. the Buffalo Branch is closed. And that like, is like yeah. epitome what of the like awkward fuck? comedy, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the whole thing with like the friend and, and and Dwight and Zip it and like kicking the ball and walking slowly. Um, Jim and Pam like playing and, and Idris Elba like just being aggressive towards them for whatever. Like, dude, you're the VP in New York. What, why are you bothering with these guys? That's a long thing? fucking way to travel. Whoever traveled where, like the fact that they're at the same picnic as people from Buffalo and yeah. they're in fucking Scranton, yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like, where the fuck did they go? Yeah, yeah who yeah, the yeah. fuck knows? <laughs> so, so I, I mean, and then of course the the end of the episode with Michael talking about his ex mm-hmm. and how they like they didn't happen and all of that, like, and just the sweetness of it. Because that's what I think Steve Carell kind of. Everyone talks about Robin Williams and what a wonderful actor he was, and he was. But whenever he portrayed the sweetness, it always felt a little hollow to me. Now, in retrospect, when you like he took his life and, and lifelong depression, it's like that might have been something to do with it. I don't know. I'm I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I can't speak to that. Mm. But I think Steve Carell, in terms of Dramatic acting is actually a better version than uh, 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 um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah, oh. yeah. And because I think, like, he, just with his eyes, he conveys it so much better. Well, and mm. I'm going to spoil something for you in the office here, Tomo. Okay. Um, but it's fine. You, it's, it's not that big yeah. of a deal. Um, Michael has various girlfriends throughout the series of the show, but right. Holly is always the one he kind of goes back to. Mm hmm. And in the seventh season, which was Steve Carell's last season, when like, and basically, if you watch the show and you followed along, everyone knew Steve Carell was leaving the show, right. but they were going to continue the show without him. Right. So the seventh season, pretty much early on, starts to set up like an arc for the Michael Scott character for him to leave. Right. That arc is all around Holly. Okay. And essentially, everything finally falls into place, and him and Holly get together and move off together. Okay. So, you know, so like the. You talking about that scene of him and him being a great and uh, doing a great performance and all the rest about Holly is like, this isn't just like some rando character. This actually is if you like follow the full, the full storyline of the show. This is like his uh, his love interest and 
they they tease it out. I mean, Holly's first in the show in season four, right? And then they date for a little while at the beginning of season five, right. and then she leaves. And then what we watched was the end of season five, um, and she's already dating someone else. Right. And then like there's little snippets of her for the next couple seasons until you get to season seven, um, and then she kind of gets re reintroduced. And I think when she's first reintroduced, she's still dating um, whatever what's that his head. name's character yeah. is. Um, but things eventually fall into place for, for her and Michael. Oh, good. That's a quintessential casting. She's. I watched a third thing because she was in. Has is, is anyone else here watched The Wire? No, no. I need the Wire. So you need to watch The Wire. So fucking good. I know. Yeah. But she. She basically. So I've heard. Sean. Where can I? Where can I see it? Uh, HBO. Oh, okay. Usually I'm going to So 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 good. But it, she plays the same character in that, like, um, which is before The Office, obviously. She, yeah. She plays this. She's. Uh, the character who the main character almost gets with doesn't quite and you're like mm, and it's this he keeps making bad decisions and she represents the whole time she represents the life he could have if it had worked out uh, and he keeps trying to come back to her like she she's like playing almost the same character like she's right, like right, right. she's wholesome like she's not the most attractive girl he's with but she's the most right for him and it's like the same thing yeah it's so funny that she's playing like the same character and then there was a third thing I saw recently, which was exactly the same thing. I was like, all she does is play the girl that you should <laughs> be she, with. But you know, right. that's that. That's the type. Casting. What? That's yeah. Yeah. Wasn't she in? Wasn't she in? Um, she was in a Gone Baby Gone. Movie. Yeah. Is that the the Ben she, Affleck directed uh, movie with the Casey Affleck? Is that she I was in? I think so because she I had a Boston know. accent that takes place in Boston, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was one of those like. Yeah, she was in that, right? Yeah, she was I think so. And she played the. Have you guys seen Gone Baby Gone? Well, the yeah. story is uh, great, right. Great the, the little girl's missing, and they're yeah. trying to find. Her. She plays the mother of the little girl, yeah. and she's like a drugged out. She's an yeah, kind she's of a an addict, little, not like a little. I thought it was Sienna Miller. Sienna Miller. Oh, actually, yeah, I think Sienna Miller is in that movie. Yeah. Is she? Am I, I thinking of a different movie? I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I thought that was Sienna Miller. What movie am I thinking of then? Uh, Hold on. Yeah. Hold the phone. It wasn't the fighter, is it? Was it? No. No, That's, no, no. no um, she wasn't in that. The redhead. I was at uh, drama school with Sienna Miller's sister-in-law. Oh. Yeah, she's in it. Amy Ryan is her name. Amy oh, Ryan. okay. Amy Ryan. Uh, yeah, it's her. Okay. So she plays the mother of the little girl. Yeah, she was really good and in that. And she's like uh, she's like an addict or something, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. I don't know. I never saw the movie. So. She's great. Oh. In the Fantastic in the Wire. She's a really good actress. I really like her. That's well, great. I mean, too. I, and what's going on here, I think, like I said, um, I'll say this about the show. It's. It, I think I felt how little I've seen, and all I've seen is the peripheral of the various videos over the years. I felt it was an accurate representation of the show. Nothing bad to, to say about it. Touching moments, really funny moments. Good show. Solid, solid show. Yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, I have to agree. I can see why people keep coming back to it as yeah. much as they do. It's it's fairly consistent. I, th- I feel like more consistent than Parks and Rec. Like. I when it uh, when yeah. it first came and out, I love Parks and Rec. I like Parks and Rec, but it was wildly less consistent. Yeah, show. Parks and Rec yeah. didn't get consistent until what season is it that um, uh, uh, three? I think three. When Mark is out of the picture. Yeah, and um, what's his name? Adam. Uh, what's his name? Scott. Adam Scott and uh, uh, Leslie Atkins died. <laughs> <laughs> What? Rob Lowe. <laughs> Thank you. Adam Scott and Rob Lowe come in. They, yeah. The show kind of takes a new... Uh, yeah. Anyways, we're not talking about Parks and Rec. We're talking about The Office. Um, 
my what's going on here for this episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting too if you know like the whole that season season five is kind of interesting because it does some weird things. The season five is where Michael literally quits Dunder Mifflin and creates his own paper company <laughs> and then eventually comes <laughs> back. And Idris Elba is the one that comes in to kind of replace him and be the manager. And he hates Jim. And there's <laughs> a lot of funny awkward things where like basically he Jim is like the one who's always kind of like charming and the most normal one and whatever but his like first interaction with idris elba's character is just really awkward and it's done really well in like the way that the office does awkward humor and then that's just it from there on out like jim can't win with this guy right right, like it's just always fucking awkward and he's like the boss and jim's like trying hard to like show him he's like not a bad dude and he works hard and this and that but he just it's great um but then i felt like and then eventually michael comes back and idris elba goes back to to you know, his character goes back to the New York corporate offices and blah, 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 blah. But I feel like for the end of that season, they needed to do something that was like a little different to bring all of those characters kind of together. Um, and this was an interesting episode and a cool way of doing it because it's different. Like I keep saying, it's different from like a normal episode of The Office, um, but they did it in a really good way. And I think they, it was a fun episode because they every character kind of got their own little moment. Um like Dwight was great, and you know it's quite accurate to real company picnics as well. I, my wife used to yeah. have a company. Well, I, I there's a company picnic for medieval times, but that's it's not the same thing at all because you know people that sell paper versus like knights, they're not the same sorts of people. <laughs> but my wife used to work for a um, an accountancy firm, and they had a company picnic, and I used to go there, and <laughs> I would be the one who was really competitive because I wanted to win because I didn't like a lot of people. But there was there was one character who was like the maternal. Uh, part of the firm who's worked there for years and still there and everyone loves her right. but when the picnic came along it was like everybody's like oh please don't put her on my team please don't put her on my team please don't put her on my team and then one year she was on my team and i was like oh shit and she literally at one point we were doing the tug of war which was my number one game <coughs> that was the game i'm like no we're winning every time squid game i'm we are winning <laughs> the tug of war and they're like yeah but look how big those people are over there we've got the it doesn't matter it's not about that it's about technique and it's about just like will to win we will get this and we always won but one year we had her and our team and she literally sat on the floor Oh she was sitting oh. on the floor and we were like what are you doing sitting on the floor <laughs> she was just like I'm just tired <laughs> and then they would watch it like this like this Phyllis just yeah. like Phyllis yeah. she was literally sitting on the floor and I was like we need the extra at least just hold the rope just stand and hold the rope we could you know and she's like oh, yeah. and so I, I very much was like this is someone who's been to a company picnic because I yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 oh that I would, I was the what's his name character Ed Helms. Like that's me. At, yeah, uh, company pen. Are you blind? Are you blind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love nice. it. Nice. All right, cats. Um, yeah. no, I agree with Tomo. I think if you haven't seen this show, this is a good one to kind of get a gist of what it's about. Right. Um, it was definitely one of the more heartwarming episodes, and there are a lot of funnier ones. I think some of my mm. favorites, but this wasn't my favorite. But I, I did like it a lot. Yeah, good moments. Yeah. All right. All right. Are you blind? (laughs) So what's going on here is we've all enjoyed the show very much. Yeah, and now it's time to shit all over my favorite show. Yep. (sighs) After we rate this. After we rate this this lovely whiskey. Okay. So it's Johnny Walker, aged 18 years, a blended scotch whiskey. What did we think, gentlemen? Uh, Sean. Um, I mean, definitely, it's definitely... There's more to it. I mean, you can definitely tell that, yeah. that the that the years of um, 
I don't know if that makes me personally like it more. The fact that it's more complex. Um, I don't know. I think for me, I'm for me, I will give it a four point oh. Um, okay. And I just, yeah, I, I could definitely tell it was. There was more to it. Mm. It reminds me of. Not not exactly the same, but it reminds me of some more posher whiskies in my past where people have put them in front of me and be like, oh, try that. And I'm like, mmm, yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, that's it, right? And I'm like, <laughs> um, But, yeah, I'm not really an expert, but okay. it, it was just, yeah. Um, I enjoy this definitely more than the the gold label. I would put it, I would kind of put it neck and neck with Black Label. I don't know if it's enough to give it a 4-2. I give the Black Label a 4-1. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's almost like a A and A plus or A and A minus kind of. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I suppose I should give it a 4-2. But I, no, I, I still think that's kind of high. I enjoyed it more than the Black Label. Not that much more. I, I'll give it a 4.1. Okay. Because, like we said, <clears throat> it felt smokier to me. Yeah. Of the three, it's the smoothest, I thought. Um, after drinking some more of it, I think in the long run, it has better legs than the other two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think at the end of the drink, I'm happier with this one than with either of the other two. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I, I agree. I think it definitely is the most complex of the three we've had so far. It has the most going on, the most kind of different, unique flavors going right. on, which is probably just the fact that it sat in a barrel longer and is soaked in more flavors, I guess, right? Um, I love the smokiness, mm. that it's smokier kind of than the others, and that's that's one thing I really like when my whiskeys is the smokiness. Um, and like you said, Tomo, I think it's the smoothest yeah. of the three. It's It's just as strong. Yes, yes, it's definitely. It doesn't seem any uh, any weaker by any means, no, but it's no. it's got a smoothness to it with all of that flavor and with the smokiness. Mm. So for me, this is my favorite of any of the three we've had. Yes, um, I still love the black, and I, I enjoyed the uh, the gold. Um, but of the three, this is definitely definitely a clear winner. So let's see. If you were, would you did you give it the four two? No, I gave it I the, gave four, it the one? four one. I'm gonna, but it's like. I'm giving it like a 4.16. Technically, I should round it up to a 4.2. Yeah. I don't think it's a 4.2. I think I would go... It's definitely above the the black for me. Mm -hmm. So if the black was a 4.1, I don't know if it's fair to just say 4.2. I might go all the way to (laughs) 4.3. Fair to who? The whiskey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not fair to, the fair to John. Oh, okay. John, yeah. to your namesake, yes. you son of a bitch. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Just to spite Sean, 4-3. Four, three. Four, I want to be ooh. fair to Johnny ooh. Walker. Oh, oh. That's, that's a winner so far today. That's a winner, folks. All right. So last but not least, the best show TV has ever invented. Um, and three ingrates. My 600-pound okay. life? <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, we'll be right <laughs> well, back, at least folks. We're, we're trying gonna, the best We're going to get our new new bottle. We'll be right back. Here we go. All right, fourth and final segment. Best show on TV, Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, best whiskey, at least that's what we've been told. Mm-hmm. Johnny Walker Blue Label. 
Now, for the folks at home, they label, they number the bottles. This is bottle number TB084367. Okay. Wow. That was a good batch. Good batch. Good batch. Uh, Johnny Walker established 1820. Okay. And this is Johnny Johnny Walker Blue Label. Blended Scotch whiskey. Distilled, blended, and bottled in Scotland. <laughs> John Walker and Sons Limited. A blend of our rarest whiskeys, you twats. <laughs> okay. And this has a cork, unlike the so, other three so bottles. It's a blend. I didn't realize this is a blend as well. Yeah. I think all Johnny Walkers all are. Johnny I Walkers think are Johnny Walker makes it. I always think about Blue Label being so fancy. You know? Well, I mean, just because it's blended doesn't mean it's bad. That makes sense. You know. mm. I like I'm the bottle. It's pretty... It's a pretty bottle. It's a light blue bottle. It kind of almost goes with the with the decor. Yeah, yeah it does. It does. All right. All right. Interesting. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do Star Trek Next Generation episode 100. And we're going to do Johnny Walker Blue Label. I wonder oh. why they decided to call it Blue Label. Hmm. Because they have red. Red blue, is like their blue base. Ribbon. Blue Ribbon. Oh. Winner. Top winner. Unless, I mean, I could be very wrong. And no, hey, hey, that sounds better than anything. Blue Ribbon, it might be just a strictly American thing. I don't know. As opposed to being over know. in, in the aisles. Is this the most expensive one? Yes. yes. Ah. By far. Yes, indeed. Hmm, this is you, you, you're going to have a little sip. Like a lick. Mm. A little sip. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, that's good? Thank you. Just taste. Just a little taste. Just a little touch on the lips and the nipples. Okay, we're gonna mute these two breasts. Just if, if, yeah. if we are truly mm. to taste this whiskey, yeah. the one must, of course, do so with a nipple exposed. <laughs> <laughs> Rub um. a little upon your chest and feel the warmth. <laughs> Just like okay. mummy well, would do. Well, if you uh, can't beat him, join him. I would very much like to feel the. Uh, Softness of the whiskey on my <laughs> private parts. I don't usually <laughs> like a blend on my nipples, but oh. this blue label. It's blue. It's not like Bane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually like a blend, but the a blue, blue label. label. <laughs> the blue label makes me feel. Oh, wait, well, I'm going to Borat. Uh, very what? nice. <laughs> blue label, very nice. Number four prostitute in all of Kazakhstan. <laughs> I have the blue label. I have the blue label. He cannot afford <laughs> much you, success you want blue label we do a sexy time explosion okay on that note on that note clinky clinky and let's Good. savor this Ooh. to episode 100 to episode 100 thank you all for being Ooh. here to new thank members you. of the family and salute Ooh. to little alice and to happy nuptials for these two nutbags across from me Ooh. thank you that's got some spice to it. Ooh. Yeah, I like that spice. Mm. Wow. It shouldn't be that smooth for how spicy it is. No. Mm. No, this is... Tastes Sean's like, mmm, Tastes yes, like a tastes like cigarette butt. Mmm, <laughs> nice. <laughs> this tastes... This actually, this tastes closer to the uh, Lagavulin you were speaking of yeah. earlier. No, this is actually nice. I'm joking. This is nice. I like it. this. Yeah. Oh, this is... This to me... Tastes like a really good coffee, with some like cacao in it. Yeah, it's got it's got yeah. It's just I see what you mean. Really, just the smooth um, and, and and just 
makes me think of Idris Elba and all that <laughs> smoky oh, chocolateiness. Did, did you did like you see that video? Notes. Did you see that video which made me laugh? With um, there was an old video with um, uh, what's her name from Australia, um, Rebel Wilson. That's fantastic. And there was some show, and she was talking, and she says, "Hello, Idris." Idris Elba's in the audience. She said, "I'm sorry, but modern society is programming to want chocolate for Valentine's Day." <laughs> And she's like, and you see Idris Elba just like clapping, and he's like raising his fist. I'm like, oh, look at her throwing her shot. I'm like, go for it. Why not? This is very, very nice. Yeah. Holy schmoly. Mm. Isn't this great radio, listeners? Mm. It is. Yeah. You know what? Mm, I mean, I've had. so nice. Oh, mm. I've had Blue Label before. It's been a while since I've had Blue Label. It's been a while since I've had Blue <laughs> it's Label. It's been a while, Mr. Bond, since I've had Blue Label. However, I will let you taste a little bit of it. <laughs> if you do not like it well, <laughs> Miss Moneypenny shall get it in the end. <laughs> and I'm not talking about dying. This is a strange character. Oh, that's what it was going on. I could see the lights from the mixer were... It were shining through your glass as oh. you were uh, you were holding it there, Ooh. and it was giving off this really interesting. I was like, "What is going is on with this drink?" Oh. It looked very odd. I couldn't didn't realize what was going on behind, and I was like, Ooh, "We're gonna have oh. to have you sleep here tonight, aren't we?" Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is wow. Okay, mm. so this is gonna be interesting. I know you guys all poo pooed it already, but having none of you have seen the show before, no. any Never. of it, any episode. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, no, I've seen, I've seen b- a bunch of net track. Well, when it was airing, I would see it on TV. Um, when I was young. I was gonna say when it got canceled when you were five. Wait, what year did it come out? It, was five. it came out in eighty-seven. And it ran uh, till what? Ninety-four. Ninety-four. Okay. Ninety-four. Seven years. Like that's why they did. Uh, reruns, then I guess. Okay. It must have been reruns. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely remember when Voyager and. It's very popular on BBC, out. I will say that, because on BBC America, they still have reruns. Yeah, they must oh. have been doing reruns then, because I, I, it was a big cultural phenomenon. Yes. Actually, you know what it was? It was the movies. I remember mm. the movies, because they came out after this series. Sure. The movies. Oh, the, the Next Generation movies. Yeah, oh, The yeah, Borg yeah, yeah. and yes. Resurrection yes. and all that stuff. I remember yeah. all that yeah. um, very clearly. I watched all those movies. Well, um, And they're I, great. The movies are great. I mean, the thing, the thing that I always, uh, which is funny, because you think of where Hollywood is and all of that, the UK, and I don't know if you guys know, the UK is so much more sci-fi friendly than no, the US no. for TV that. programming. Because I remember as a kid in former Yugoslavia seeing just like show after show from the UK, Blake 7, uh, Red mm. Dwarf, like all these like crazy, not Doctor Who, like Forever and Day, right. all these crazy sci-fi shows. So the UK was, UK TV for whatever reason, they liked sci-fi more than the US did. Yeah. Like, you know... um, they did the original Star Trek. Didn't last very long. Um, Lost in Space, kind of mm. schlocky. Um, and I can't like. In the eighties, it started making a little bit of a comeback because of Star Wars, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Started the first Star Wars came out in seventy seven. Um, Star Trek, the first movie, was in eighty one to kind of like mm. comp- to try to like re- resuscitate themselves on the strength of Star Wars because it was like Empire Strikes Back and I think Star Trek one. No, Star Trek 1 was 79. Yeah, and Empire oh. was 80, I think. Okay, I, I saw it in 80... God, I saw it in 83. It was a delay, obviously. Um, or 82, something like that. Um, 
so I, I I find it interesting. I mean, I don't know what it says about it, but the, I always enjoyed UK TV, UK comedies, UK um, crime movies. They're very different. It's they're funny in their own way, but when you look at it, all these crime movies are at the same time. It's like. Why would you ever get into this profession? Like NCIS. Mm-hmm. Like I'd never go into fucking Navy. Somebody's dead every week. Someone dies. Like in three different cities. Everybody's dying in, in the Navy. Like why would I do this? You know? Um, and I used to love this show, uh, Rosemary in Time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like two old women that just like hired themselves out as gardeners. And every time they went into a fucking garden, they found a corpse. And it was just like <laughs> they drank wine and found a corpse. And it was always – it was hilarious to me. I was like – where are they? What is what is happening in this town? I don't get it. But Star Trek: The Next Generation was so highly anticipated, and like I said, the first season was kind of like was on shaky legs. Mm. But what carried it through is the fact that it had all these like just ridiculously trained theatrical actors. Mm. You had Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. By the time. Season two came around, three. He was the sexiest man in America, like, every year. Mm. Like, he was a 50-year-old guy, bald, and everyone was, like, everyone was just like, there's nobody sexier than this fucking guy. I forgot that he had hair, uh, the side hair in this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I was thinking he was just being completely bald. No, 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 no. The yeah, because of the hair. Professor X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I guess later on, did he... W- I guess he always had the side hair in Star Trek. Yeah, I just... I, he lost his hair early on, because he's in the original Excalibur. And his crown is already almost completely. Mm. Excalibur was a old uh, fantasy movie about yeah, yeah. the round mm. table. Um, when did it come out? In like eighty one or something Ooh. like that. And he was in the original yeah. Dune. Oh, was is he? he? Yeah, yeah, Patrick Stewart. He was Josh Brolin's character, I think. Oh, maybe. Did I he think he hair? was Josh Brolin's character in the original Dune. Um. Hmm. Uh, I've to... never seen that. The uh, yeah, no. David Lynch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With yeah. Kyle McLachlan, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. whatever his no, name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither have I. Yeah. That, w- that was a good. That Dune was a good Dune. I enjoyed his Dune. Yeah. Did you see the new one? I have Did not seen the new one, one yet. Oh, I want to oh, see it. I'm dying to see so it. Oh, it's a lot better. I mean, I, I saw the David Lynch one when I was a kid, and I was like, eh, but but this one. Yeah, Sting was in the original one. Yeah. And he wasn't bad. You know, and. This comes from a time, and they still do it, and I don't know why they do it with all these uh, uh, musicians that want to be actors. Like, in the 80s, into the 90s, they were trying to shoehorn Madonna into every fucking movie. You know, they, they put her into the Bond, one of the Bond movies. Die another day. Ugh. Oh, God. And, and she's just, Awful. like, not a good actress. No. She's no, just she's not. not. And She's pretty good in Evita, actually. Right. Well, that's that's the one that, like, that's her, like, big... Yeah claim to fame is that she was okay and it was like oh i play a narcissistic cunt oh great okay (laughs) that's a stretch madonna okay thank you you know um and and they keep trying to do the same thing with with rihanna they're trying to shoehorn her in all these movies and it's like she's terrible stop stop putting her i hate when they do that it's just why yeah i don't get it it was like there's no point jennifer lopez was like the poster girl for that in the depending on who you are in your generation and where you're from People didn't know which one was which. Like I, th- I had forgot it. So I guess I knew her as a movie star because I didn't know her earlier stuff. Mm. Who? Right. J- Jayla. Jayla. Okay. So I knew her from like um, I'm trying to think what she was in like the 90s. She was in like U-turn and like out of sight. Out of sight. Out of sight. 
and like I was, I thought it was a movie star, yeah. and then she came back with the whole Jenny from the Block thing. Yes. Like after that, like, hey, I'm still yeah. a musician. Mm-hmm. Could, yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, and then she went full pop star, but yeah. she, she, she did both of those very well. She was that, you know. Yes, she was and, good and at that. that's what everybody was trying to emulate. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of these, the crossover, like pop star to 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 movie star to whatever. Um, oh, who was it? In the old days, um, Michael Jackson wanted to play Spider Man. What? Yeah, there's a whole thing about he was trying to buy the rights to play Spider Man and be in a movie and be Spider Man. The junior high school version of Peter Parker. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, damn. That would have. Sorry. You know Next who's second. a great musician turned actor? Who? He's one of Sean's favorites. Oh. Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Um,. Oh, uh, what's his face? Uh, 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 Tom Waits. Tom Waits, yeah. He's, yeah. he's actually good. Well, he is good. Oh, yeah, he plays a fucking weirdo. Oh, and he is a fucking Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson. Okay. Yeah. He's, a, he's a solid actor, and he's a longtime country. Now, he's a country singer, so people are like, oh, that's mm-hmm. not really that big a pop star. But right. he had some excellent songs in the 70s mm-hmm. and 80s, and he's a solid, solid actor. You Bette Midler, Barbra Streisand. Cher. Cher is fantastic. Bette Midler, she was a musician first and then a great actress. Mm. Because, in fact, a little known trivia, I don't know if either of you guys know this, Bette Midler, her backup singer was Katie Seagal from Married with Children and Sons of Anarchy, yes. And um, her piano player, when she used to play the gay bars on the Lower East Side, was Barry Manilow. No way. Wow. Yes. That's oh, wow. Wow. I knew about that. And so Barry Manilow exploded with the Copacabana. Mm. And you didn't hear about Bette Midler until, I, I mean, what was her breakout movie? Was Down and Out in Beverly Hills, I think? Was the yeah, big one where was. she made her name for herself? Hmm. Which came out in 86 or hmm. something like that, 85. You know who was good? <clears throat> and I think he's only been in like one movie. But John Legend in La La Land. I didn't see La Land. He's great in it. He's not like in it a lot. He's in like kind of somewhere in the second act. Yeah, he was it's good. a decent little arc. Right, you right, know, right. he's he's uh, for Ryan Gosling's character. He's like uh, somebody who's he's connected to. Okay. Um, and there's no fuss or anything about his role or anything at all. It's just he's just kind of there. Right. But he's really good, and okay. I've never seen John Legend be in anything else. Mm. And it's one of those that like you're kind of like, wait a minute, that's John Legend. Right, right, right. Um, and you don't think that much of it, but like at no point does it feel like he was, he shouldn't be in this movie. Like, right, oh, right, great. Right, they right. got fucking, just because he's famous. And, he's in, and it's not one of those parts either. It's right. not a part that like they needed a famous person for. For whatever reason, he just happens to be in it. He's pretty good. I, I, I think it all started with Elvis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they yeah. were like, because he was just so huge, right? They just like. Eddie Murphy, Eddie, Eddie Murphy, well, Sinatra was probably even beforehand, you're mm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, and But Sinatra had acting chops, at least because he was doing musical theater. Yeah. So it wasn't hard for him to like dance and sing and do all that stuff. Well, uh, Sinatra, I think Sinatra was in, was in movies before he was a famous singer, I think, wasn't he? I mean, he was always singing. He was in, he was in all the singing movies. He was. Well, I'm trying to remember because I get confused between Sinatra and the character based on Sinatra in The Godfather. Sinatra started hitting his stride in like serious movies because the early Sinatra movies he was it was, they were always like musical numbers. 
They're always yeah, like yeah. singing in the rain or something like that. I mean, he wasn't singing yeah, in the yeah, rain, yeah, yeah. but they're always something like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, Anchors away or something like that. I I, I I can't recall. Elvis was very prolific. Like, do you know, he made like uh, in one year he made like uh, like twenty eight movies in like a year. That's right. Really? Wow. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. and like it. Yeah, no, because they were they were basically trying to. They his popularity was so crazy. In the communist bloc, everybody knew Elvis. Mm. Like, where mm. things were banned, it was just like, well, you can't, like, ban this guy. I mean, listen to his voice. You know, because he had... Whatever you want to say about Elvis, he had a voice. Mm-hmm. You know, he really... And he was an entertainer. It was like he was entertaining. You watch these movies, it was just like... Like Eddie Murphy did in the Delirious stand-ups. It's like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck it, just let him sing all his dialogue. It's like, Elvis, we gotta win this race. We gotta win this race. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Elvis, you want some lemonade? Lemonade, that cool, refreshing drink. And it was like, that's, that was literally his movie career. There were some of the early ones when he was still not well-known. There was one, I remember seeing it as a boy. Now, so this is the rec- recollection of like a, maybe a five-year-old. There's a movie he was in called Love Me Tender. And of course, obviously, the song Love Me Tender, you know the song. Mm-hmm. He dies at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. I cried my little eyes out. <laughs> I was so upset. And let me tell you, when he died, I still have, I'm in the back of our apartment in Jackson Heights, Queens, five-year-old, inconsolable, just running around because they just said on the news that Elvis died. Oh. It's 1977, 80th mm. Street, Jackson Heights, crying my eyes out. I can't stop blubbering. Mm. I, I, I thought heaven and earth of the guy because I was five. I didn't know, you know. Oh, the yeah. drugs or anything like he just like sang great and like people thought yeah. he was great and wow yeah it's it's funny thinking like if you think about most successful actor who began as a musician it's probably Mark Wahlberg <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why, yeah without really. a doubt and then wow. when you think about he started as a musician and yes. now he is like but he's the most separated too between mm. those two like you don't really or at least, and this is partially because he never wanted to be connected to that once he became like an actor. Yes. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that don't really remember or think of the Marky Mark right. and the Funky yeah. Bunch days. Right. Mark Wahlberg is yeah. just Mark Wahlberg. Whereas right. like anyone else you could name, I feel like you you kind of think like, oh yeah, they're a musician. And then like he literally stopped. He mm-hmm. cut out. Yeah, He's never yes, done no. a thing the, with that music album, since. That then. album was a one-off. That album was his door. Because yeah. what happened first was... Because everyone looked at this dude, you know, curling cinder blocks and dropping him and yeah, breaking yeah. him, which is super impressive. Because like, ooh, look at him. He can curl 28 pounds. That's amazing. <laughs> and his fucking boxers. Yeah, and his boxer shorts. And then what happened was Calvin Klein was like, let's put this motherfucker on Times Square. Mm-hmm. And he was just there with the freaking six pack and just underwear. I'm telling you, man, you go down there and start shaking your ass right now and bring some money to this podcast. I'm not looking at me or Sean. I'm looking at you. Anyway. Want a house. Yes. Gabby wants a house. Shake your ass, goddammit. Yeah, we want it. Yeah, get some sexy, you know. Yes, that's what we want. Times Square, Disney style. I'll hold a boombox playing uh, Encanto. Like, we don't talk about Bruno. No, no. And you just shake your ass for the money. We don't talk about Andrew, Drew, Drew. Yeah, so so he did that first, Calvin Klein, and then they were, and then he, I mean, to his credit, he didn't try to get into like you know, a big Hollywood blockbuster or some shit like that. <clears throat> his arc 
And speaking of musicians that became excellent movie stars, Will Smith. His arc is yeah. similar mm. to Will Smith. Because yeah. Will Smith first had The Six Degrees of Separation, which was just this indie movie with, I think the biggest name was Stucker Channon in that movie. Well, but oh, where did, yeah, yeah, where yeah. did uh, Fresh Prince come in? Because he kind of did that first, right? No, he was a rapper first. Right, right, right. no, I mean, it's his acting. The first thing he ever acted in was, yeah, Fresh, was Fresh Prince, Prince, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Which that was sort of like, you know how nowadays they'll like, not even nowadays, this is more 20 years ago, they'll take a comedian and give him a sitcom, like right, a Seinfeld or right, Everybody right, right. Loves Raymond. They kind of did that with Will Smith. He was like a musician who they gave a sitcom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, well he, he, he's talked about it fairly recently, how it all came about. He was just at a party. Yeah. And Benny Medina was like, Benny Medina wrote basically the, the script for Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. He said, I think you should do it. And he was at a party, and Quincy Jones was like, yeah, let's make it happen. Yeah. And they put it together, and he basically, and he, t- he tells everybody who's going to hear it. He's like, I was in the right place at the right time with the right, right. people. And I just said, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And because even then, you know, his story is like, he didn't think he needed to pay taxes, because... I mean, I don't know if it's apocryphal or not, but supposedly he got accepted to MIT, so he's not a stupid guy, you know. Yeah. Um, but his arc is, like I said, like Marky Mark's arc. He, his first movie was The Basketball Diaries. Yeah. No, I lie. His first movie was like a horror movie with um, Carrie Hughes and uh, was it Swanson or or who's the other girl? Christy Swanson. Swans. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon. No, was not it? Reese Witherspoon. I think it was Christie's. Who, who are you talking about? Clueless. Clueless. Oh, oh Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. No, no, it wasn't no. a Buffy movie. It was like a. You talking oh, about Marky Mark? Talking yeah, about Marky Smith? Mark. He was in a movie where he played like basically a psychotic boyfriend. Oh, Fear. Fear, right? I, I don't know. I, think I don't know. It came out in in like the nineties or something. I'll look but it that up. was like his first movie, yeah. and then his next movie was The Basketball Kate Diaries Smith. with Leo DiCaprio. That's mm. a great movie. And it's, again, it was an independent movie. So, like, whoever his agent was because he found them, yeah. you know, yeah. Fear, 1996, Mark Wahlberg. There you go. Reese Witherspoon. Oh, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, very good. Oh. Champion of the... Whoa! Number yeah. one. Yeah. Look at go, that. Gabby. Go, Gabby. Go, Gabby. Go, Gabby. Tomo thinks he's an expert here. No, yeah. I do. I got schooled. I am an expert at um, making pork ha- uh, uh, legs mm-hmm. on the rotisserie. Did you have some of that crispy crackling? Oh, I did. It was good. It was really tasty. Some tasty food listeners. That's what we were referring to. Wow. But um, like I said, he had he had that kind of arc where he started first. Will Smith didn't have to wait that long because obviously he had the strength of the TV show behind him. Mm. So they were casting him. I mean, Men in Black was brilliant. Well, one of the first big movies Will Smith did was Independence Day, right? Yeah, that, that was, was like right. Yes, either Fresh Prince was like in its later seasons or had just ended. Yeah, that and was he the did first that. One. Was like his first blockbuster. Yo, for sure. And that was pretty much it. Yes, and it was on no, no, that. Right, he did the Six yeah. Degrees of Separation, and then he did Independence Day. I think the next movie was Men in Black or yeah, that yeah. or the Wild Wild West. No, Men in Black, Men was, in Black was before Wild Wild West. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I miss when Will Smith Will Smith would rap. I miss when Will Smith rapped too. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Well, I was going. I had rap in my head and Smith and how many of these whiskeys? Will Smith. I like the yeah. I like the rapping. But Will I Smith. miss that Will Smith doesn't rap anymore. He tried a couple of years ago. No, he did he? Yeah. For what? He put out an album, but everyone is just like, Will. No, I don't think he you're did. You're a middle-aged did dude. Nobody cares about what you're rapping about. Did he? You got more money than sense. No, I mean yeah. like for a movie, like just for one of his movies, he should have done that. 
Men in Black, Wild Wild West. He did. I think he did. Men, Men in Black Two. I Those are all great songs. I think he did Men in Black Three. No, he did a that rap was for um. That. No, Men in Black Three was uh, Pitbull. Oh, really? I never saw that movie. Yeah, it's not bad. Oy. I didn't see Pitbull. it either, but my hope was with Zach with Will Josh Smith Roman was going to come back and rap again. Are they still going to? Do you remember and that? He didn't. Oh, speaking mm. of, speaking of that, did you hear that they're doing a sequel to with with um, what's his face from Creed, Michael B. Jordan? A sequel to I Am Legend. Yep. Yes, with Michael B. Jordan. Which I'm like, how are they going to rewrite the fact that he jumped through the window with a hand grenade? Have you ever seen the alternate ending? No. Which is the original ending. Okay, so, real quick. Everyone, strap in. Okay. Um, I Am Legend. In or on? (laughs) Either either or. Whatever it's going to take. Because we've had a lot of whiskey, so I'm thinking either one will work. Just as long as you've got If that's what it's going to take for you to stay at the table, then fine, we'll do that. Go for it. Excellent. Do you have the jelly? to go with it wow yes i do (laughs) homemade okay i am legend um it's more of a paste than a gravy if and it it has become like a thing like it's it's pretty well known the the alternate ending uh when the dvd first came out after it was in theaters they released the pretty much the dvd you could not buy it without getting like both versions the alternate ending Mm. and the theatrical ending the alternate ending was actually the original ending they did it they screened it they did test screenings and all right. that, and then they went back and reshot. And when they went back to reshoot, that's when you got the ending that was in theaters. Okay. The alternate ending, or the original ending, is Will Smith's character, instead of like grabbing the grenade and jumping after the zombies and blowing himself up to save the lady, if you guys remember, he's got like the female zombie thing on a on a on a gurney yeah. that he was like experimenting on. A hospital on. bed, yeah. Well, in the original ending, I don't know if it, about you guys, but when I first saw it, I remember really liking that movie. And the ending like feels really rushed, which is mm. evident because they reshot it and kind of slammed it in there. You, uh, the, where he throws himself, where he the throws himself yeah. in the grenade. It feels it very rushed, it right? Did. It does. Well, in the original or the alternate ending, he's got the, the female zombie on the gurney. And instead of like pulling the grenade and going after like the alpha male zombie, he um, makes love. He takes <laughs> the female. No, he takes the female zombie. Who's like, I think she's like on an IV or something to keep her sedated. And he undoes that. And the woman and the child that he's like trying to protect are like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, hold on, hold on. And he literally like takes her and basically gives her back to to like the alpha male zombie. And the alpha male zombie's like pissed off, but he's like, okay. We're good. This is okay. We're good. Right. And he kind of takes her back and leaves. And And then like, goes out the tunnel. And then Will Smith and the daughter and kid kind of take off. Right. And it's a much it really is a much better ending. Like yeah, if you yeah, watch yeah. it it feels whether you like the ending of like Will Smith being the hero and sacrificing himself, that just feels really rushed, especially the way they shot it and the way it's cut together. Yeah. This ending is like completes the movie yeah, in a really a, good Alicia way. That was Alicia Braga, wasn't it? That directed it? No, 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 the the, the woman. It was. Alicia yep. Braga, oh. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe I haven't seen it in years. Yeah. Um but I remember really liking it in theaters and thinking like, oh, this ending isn't great. And then I bought the DVD when it came out, and the alternate ending is much better. So anyways, this is a very long-winded way to say that the sequel, canonically, is going to have to acknowledge the alternate ending, not the, what was the uh, theatrical multiverse. ending, because <laughs> Will Smith's character is still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so okay. it'll be interesting to see. 
So obviously nobody wants to talk about my favorite show, Star Trek: The Next Generation. So, anyways, this is a <laughs> this is a very I would say Lady Gaga is probably okay. the most successful uh, musician okay. turned actor. Okay. So this so. is a long. Wait, I need to put my mic back on. No, I'm not putting it's anybody's mic, mic back. Gabs. Okay. Yeah. okay, I'm cutting him off too. Like I said, uh, Blue Label, great Star Trek: The Next Generation, best TV show ever, ever. Oh, you. Ungrateful whelps, how dare you? This dare you. was a very long-winded way of saying <laughs> that the hundredth episode of Star Trek The Next Generation sucks fucking balls. <laughs> you guys suck ass. You guys are so wrong. And it's so boring, so wrong. that none of us uh, have uh, anything interesting to say about it. So we went off on tangents about Elvis, <laughs> Marky Mark, wow. Michael Jackson, wow. fucking Will politics Smith. of the Klingons oh. and the Romulans. And okay, the, uh, so, right. the episode. Fair yeah, enough. fair enough. Fair enough. Let's talk about the episode. Fair, fair enough. Give me a chance. Okay, come on. Okay, fair enough. So I will say this: Star Trek was the original, at least on screen that I can think of, um, developer of the alternate universe. Mm. Like long before Doctor Strange came along and Marvel and uh, all the this Bible. Stuff on TV. <laughs> what? The Bible. That's real. There's how like dare five you? dudes all got different ideas of how things went down. There weren't multiple universes. There was just one. one. Yeah, thank you. Pay attention in, in Sunday school next time, <laughs> Quigley. I don't know what they touch in Ireland. But <laughs> anyway, this show um, recalls this episode. It basically, this is character development for Worf. Because he has been long been like one of the favorite characters, but they never delved into his history much. There's been a couple episodes, you find out he has a kid, that kind of stuff. The Klingon guy? The Klingon guy. And there was an episode that was really cool where there was a space-time continuing fluctuation and the Enterprise-C, which is the precursor to the Enterprise that Picard commands, came into the present time. And the entire universe shifted when it did. And what you found out is that the Federation was at war with the Klingons and the Klingons were kicking the Federation's ass. Wait, I just thought of something. Okay. Sean, earlier you were talking about God the connection it. of every single one of these shows to The Wire. Yeah, yeah. Now, while Star, Star Trek The Next Generation does not directly have this, mm -hmm. Star Trek in of itself mm -hmm. does have a connection. What's the connection? Idris Elba is in this is true. the third of the newer of reboot the Jar Jar Star movies. Trek yes. films. Oh, he's in the the, Star um, Trek. What was that, that one, one called? The third one? Star Trek... Uh, well, it wasn't J.J. Abrams. No, one. he didn't direct it. He, it only, he directed the first two. But yeah, because uh, they decided uh, they, they were wasting too much money on electricity with all the lens flares. Um, <laughs> um, it was, uh, um, what's his name? Not 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 James Wan. Um, the other guy who's done more. Of, James Wan did one of the He did Fast, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah. See that, uh, guy? that guy. I don't, I don't know who did it. But you're right. J he was in the... What was it called? Into the Darkness? No, no that was J.J. Abrams did Into Dark. It was Star... No, I'm going to look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Anyway. I'm look that up. You go ahead and talk about the anyway, stuff. Anyway, so basically this was a recall of about four or five different episodes. Hmm. Because Denise Cros Crosby, who played Tasha Yar, who was the head of security in the first season, she gets killed literally five, six episodes in the first season. Hmm. Yeah, maybe a little more. Because... The show started and it started gaining some legs, and she was like, I'm going to be a star. Mm. What was it called? Star Trek Beyond, Beyond, directed by Justin Lin. Okay. 
Mm. Of so, the Fast so, and Furious so fame. So Denise Crosby basically got killed by some slime monster. Literally. <laughs> literally. I love it. And like, and it was like totally unexpected, and everybody was just kind of like, it was a little bit like if you hadn't read the the Game of Thrones books, like the Ned Stark death. It was like, wh- what? Like this is a main character in the story. What, mm-hmm. what the hell are you doing? And it was kind of like that. And she was going to go on and be a movie star. <clears throat> I think she might have been in Once Upon a Time. No, True Romance. Sorry. Who? Denise Crosby. I think she might have been in True Romance. I that's think that's it. True Romance? Yeah, the the Quentin Tarantino Way after movie. this, though. Because True Romance was like 90... 91, I think. It came yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think this is the only thing that she saw oh. her oh, in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Who like, did she play? I, d- I, I'm trying to think. I, I, I might be wrong. She might not have been in True Romance. But basically, her quote-unquote movie career really didn't take off mm. for whatever reason. What's and her name? Denise Crosby. She's Crosby's daughter. Oh, Bing? No. no. Crosby steals a Nash. Bing Crosby's uh, daughter? No. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Sinatra's daughter? <laughs> so anyway, so they brought her back when this time space continuum thing came on, basically said so this ship was trying to fight off a Romulan attack on a Klingon outpost, and they were outgunned and outmaneuvered. And the Enterprise sent them back basically saying, We there's, you know, if if them going back saves that outpost, maybe it'll fix this universe because mm. we're done. We're, we're losing to the Klingons. I hate to break it to you, Tomo. Yeah. Bing Crosby was not in True Romance. Yes, I know. Thank you. Thank Neither you. was his daughter. Thanks. All right. Well, thank you, Andrew, for that magnificent um, search for data. I can't think of anybody that does a better job on research than Andrew behind the board. Yeah. Were you getting, were you getting her mixed up with Patricia Arquette? No. Oh no no no! I know Patricia Arquette was in True Romance. She was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that Tarantino likes to bring people back from the past and like re- reinvigorate their yes. careers. That Jackie would have been Brown. good being Crosby in that, I think maybe. Wow, well, wouldn't it? But Tarantino didn't direct True Romance. <laughs> no, he didn't. Wrote he just wrote it. Off yeah. some cocaine. <laughs> 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 so anyway, so that's what happened. And anyway, I'm not going to talk about it. You guys think it sucks. I think it's great. You guys suck balls. And that's Look, all I I'm going to say for episode 100. I think, I think um, with a couple of these shows Everyone we've talked about too tonight, seriously. There was no funny bits. No, there <laughs> But I, I think with a... Uh, <laughs> Where's the funny bits? Where's <laughs> the funny bits? They're in space. This guy's got a fucked up forehead. Yeah. It's funny. Why, why aren't they laughing at this guy? What? The Klingon ladies, they look so ugly. Oh, man. my God. Oh, I, I couldn't get how over about their the, boobs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so Let, me, let like, me tell you something. That Some was, Klingon tits. That was, that was the reason for Comic-Con to get started. Like, the nerd world mm. was just like, I want to bang Bator, without a doubt. Like, Oh my God! If you found a girl that dressed up like that, there'd be eight million nerds around her in a heartbeat, like a bunch of slavering dogs. It was just with like the like fucked up forehead and everything. Yes, and the teeth, oh. and the teeth. Wow. Is she the one who was all over Wolf? Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. I did not like that. Yes, because early on in the show, Worf meets uh, an ambassador, and she's half Klingon, half human. Oh. And she's a tall woman, Tell and they me go to more. have sex, and the sex starts like this. Whap! Like the five-fingered marriage salute, oh. like right across the mouth. 
and like lip bleeding, <laughs> and they're like, and somebody was like, "What are they doing?" Oh, they're initiating the Klingon romance, and it was just like, <laughs> yeah. Back uh, then, everybody was like, "Oh, it's a kinky show." Yes, finally something to watch. Oh my yeah. lord, the Klingon romance. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Wow, <laughs> it's just yeah. They're about to cling on. Yeah, absolutely. Klingon around Uranus. I think. Um, I wonder if. You know, if you watch more of the show, if this episode is more intriguing in context, it, it, it um, is. It really and watching is. it completely out of context, I, yeah. I, I said to uh, to Gaps when we were watching it last night, I've never seen any Star Trek other than the new, like the Chris Pine movies, right? Um, clips and things like that. But I've never actually sat down. I've never watched any of the old movies. I've never seen the original show. I've never seen any of the Next Generation. Mm. None of it, right? Um, so I do wonder if it'd be more interesting that way. If you, you, I'm sure it's better it's if you have the context. There's not enough time in the world to but do it, though. There's no, so I don't have the time for you, it. You guys um, both suck ass. But anyway, yeah, let's watch but, Fire instead. Okay, whatever. Regardless, <laughs> it, w- it felt... Well, I think that's probably normal for the next generation. It's not like a super action-packed show, right? It's a little bit more... It's a, it's a bit more cerebral. This yeah. was action-packed because, like I said... They had this This episode was action packed? Comparatively speaking, yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Then there's no way I'm watching the rest. <laughs> the original Star-, Star Trek is interesting because it is the weirdest combination of like feels like it's a novel like so they're a whole they're, and they're long. The original ones they're like an hour long and You'll have a whole episode where Kirk is like just going through some sort of existential crisis. <laughs> no, 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 no. So if, if you watch, if you watch, it, it is definitely cerebral. There are definitely episodes where there's, in fact, the, uh, the second episode, I think, season five, is Darmok. And it's basically Picard trapped on a planet with an alien species trying to communicate. Mm. And the whole thing is what he finds out is that the alien species communicates entirely through metaphors. <laughs> and and they're high well and he's trying to he's trying to and the way Picard is trying to talk to him is by telling the story of Gilgamesh. It's very cerebral. It's definitely not if you're looking for punch him up, you know, civil war kind that of That sounds shit. more that, interesting, honestly, than the episode we watched. It is me. that race would be great on well, Facebook guess, these days. We're like all the fucking anyone who's got a political agenda, if you really want to get your political agenda across on Facebook, do a metaphor. Well, but I think that episode too, the way you explain it and everything, like you can watch that out of context and there's something interesting to take out of it. This episode was very much in the history yes, and no, the no, no. background of like And as I watched it, I realized that you guys were not like, gonna think much of it because to grasp this story for these this two episode arc, you had to see probably five six episodes across the entire show. Mm-hmm. You really did, because otherwise it's completely out of context. You don't know what's going on. Like, who are these people? Why is this interesting? Yeah. Because the reveal, like when what's her face comes out, the blonde Romulan. Oh yeah, at the end when it's like. We're, well, she's in the middle of the episode, then she comes out again she's at the in, end. She's yeah. in the darkness. Like, to yeah, be yeah. continued. And she, because she was famously killed off in season one, and it was mm. just like, here she is in season four. Like, oh, what? It, it would uh. be almost the equivalent of, I'm trying to think of, of, of something. Oh, it would be the equivalent of I just Obi Wan. It would showing be showing up the company picnic. No, yeah, it would be the equivalent of Obi Wan showing up. Alive, hail and hearty on the Death Star and Return of the Jedi. Hmm. I'd be like, what? What? 
No. What? He was already a ghost. What? Yeah. In the second episode, which you didn't watch, but it, 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 they the second part of the 100th episode, which is fair to not watch because it's the 101st episode. <laughs> Uh, they, there's a really awkward, elongated bit of uh, explanation. She goes into this exposition about how it's possible that she is there, and it's like, oh my god, they are writing it as they're performing. <laughs> like it was so like convoluted. I'm like, I don't know fucking idea what you're talking about. You are such a philistine. <laughs> I, um... Basically, they killed off this character in the first series. Fans were upset about it. They're like, hey, she's pretty good. And then that by episode hundred, that we're bringing her back. No, but it's not going to be her, no. but she's going to be the daughter no. of her. No, how she have a daughter? That doesn't make sense. No. The timeline's like, yeah. ah, sounds like future, Palpatine in Rise no. of Skywalker. No, Lord. it's you know, whatever. Watch the wire. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, Gabs, what did you think of the episode? She had a strong opinion. I, I know she thought it sucked, and I don't blame I her because confused. if if you watch it out of context, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. I it think just doesn't. There was a lot of history. I didn't understand who the characters yes. were and what the ongoing feud between the two. She was fascinated groups. by the Klingon boobs. That definitely yeah. that was, hot. was something that I was yeah. very interested in. Yeah, at one point we were like, Are those real boobs? Yeah. Are those the actresses' boobs? Yeah. They and were then at another point we were like, No, I think really? those are part of the costume they're built in. They um, look kinda low. I I hate to admit it, I did not notice the boobs. I don't really? know what we're talking about. I'm all about the forehead. Sean. <laughs> Pause my mic for a second here. <laughs> no one's going to ever hear this. Go ahead. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, no. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I didn't notice the, the, the boobs. That's okay. Yeah. It's terrible. You would, honestly, if you notice the boobs, I'd be worried about you considering your wife is breastfeeding. <laughs> oh, okay. Shouldn't he be more aware of them? <laughs> no. Because they're not going to compare. go on all day mm. about this about boobs absolutely yeah i mean boobs let's let's rename our show and call it what's going on boobs <laughs> what, while you have my fiance on the show yeah. what's going on boobs what's good what's going well on? honey honey boobs. what do you think is going on with the boobs yeah, Wait, what is the show's on? taking a new direction and instead we're just going to review the boobs of anyone who has boobs yes. in the episode of what we watch yes here we go <laughs> And Gabby came up with the idea. She started. Oh, let's go. Oh, here we are. What's, what's going on, boobs? Tonight, we got uh, my fiance, Gabby. Hey, gonna what? tell us all about Gabriella. the boobs. Gabriella, what's going on with these boobs? And the boobs, you know, they, they're fake. They they orange <laughs> and they low and. They orange? You like talking about use of the Klingon? <laughs> they have low boobs? Ooh, Dang. Oh, oh, Dang. oh, oh, that's oh. fucked up. Tune in next week. We're going to review CNN and look at some Ukrainian boobs. <laughs> oh, my God. We're breaking up happy relationships. We're being wildly inappropriate. Well, this sounds like a proper episode of what's going on here, I would have to say. All right. So it's fair to say. Uh, the Philistines hate Star Trek, and um, I that's okay. I don't need people like this in my life anymore anyway. So, let's review Blue Label, shall we? With a cork, no less. And a blue bottle. It's wonderful. It, it really, really is. It's the best one. And I, I, even I admit that it's the best one out of them. Yeah. By far. But, 
considering like the, the price point difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you buy like a real like a half uh, three quarters of a liter bottle. You're right. I, yeah. What what do they? What does one of those actually run normally? A blue label. I don't even know if it comes in a quart one size. million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if it comes in quart size. I think it comes in a liter and a half, and it's like a buck eighty. Oh, you just the big ass bottle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've seen a small, a regular sized blue label ever. Yeah. I know that, like, if you go to a pub, fifty dollars is a shot. Right. Mm. So, considering the price point. So, you know, financially speaking, I don't think that difference is so pronounced between this and the black label. No, when you say... Because no. a black label bottle is like 45, 50 bucks. If I'm going simply by price point, blue label, 75, 80 bucks, sure. 100, pushing it, but okay. Yeah, but based on what you've said, uh, a bottle comparable to the black would be... At least probably like ninety to a hundred bucks a bottle, yeah. Yeah, I, and, I, and I still don't know if it's if it's. All right, so let's let's pull cost cost out of it while right. we while we do sure, our evaluations because sure, sure, sure. if we throw cost into it, that's going to change things. Because I've, I don't know, there's a, there's a threshold with buying whiskeys with a price point, right? Where it gets like stupid. What are we fucking spending our money? On? I bought a bottle. Me and my brother and a good friend of ours, we split a bottle of. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, a whistle pig. Um, they they make like one a year, a specialty uh, boss hog. They call it. Oh, okay. We bought yeah, like yeah, the yeah. best boss hog and everything else. I think we spent we spent a lot of money. We spent a good amount. All right, we split it. But we, 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 we'll reach into the pocket. Hey, Gabby wants to buy a house. Hey. Hey. What are you doing? Hey. Hey. Andy. Andy. It's fuck? gonna be a house made of empty bottles. Oh, hey. oh, oh, they come with the cork. You know? Oh my god, with a cork. Oh, that's great insulation. <laughs> Good thinking, Andy. Way to think on your feet. But anyways, long story short, you know, it was a great, it was a fucking great bottle of booze. But you could buy a really good bottle of booze for like eighty bucks, yeah. which is not nearly as much as this. And like after a certain point, it's like. How many flavors or how smooth do I, you need? Like, you get to a point where it's like, this is perfectly smooth and it's got a perfect amount of flavor. Right. I really like it. Yeah. You can add more flavor. You can get more smooth. You can get this and that. But, like, I don't want to spend any more. And is, do you it's really enjoy this? Wine's the same. Like, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Point, yeah. like, 1,000 percent. Right? And, 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 and to cut into that, like, when I was younger, I used to think that spending that kind of money on booze was just like people just like, you know, measuring their dick size. Kind it of is thing. to a bit, though. It is to a bit, but at the same time, it's like, oh, when you drink the fancy booze, you know what happens in the morning? Nothing. I don't have a headache. I had a nice glass of booze that was really tasty, Yeah. and my head is not pounding the next morning. So there is that. But, I mean, Total Wine is, is uh, you guys probably don't have it out in Queens, but Total no, Wine is like a national chain, yeah, and yeah. we have it here nearby. They used to do tasting sessions, and they used to have, um, they would have Pappy Van Winkle. For yeah, sale. yeah. Like if you go online, never got it because like you know these they guys only make so many. Right. Yeah. So, but you go into that store and they have bottles of like whiskey for like fifteen thousand dollars. Yep. Thirty thousand dollars, like not even a quart, and I'm like, it can't taste that good. 
No. It just can't. It, no. it has to come with a family of people who will, like, clean your house and, like, give you hummers every time you turn a corner. No, and that's like, that's, thing, like, that's uh, maybe worth $15,000. Like the Peppy Van Winkle, they only make so many every year. So what it is is you can get on a lottery and get right, one. And if right. you get one, the retail price for a bottle of that is, like, a, a few 200 grand. Yeah. No, no, the retail price is, like, 200 oh, to $300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you win the lottery and get one. But, the only, again, they only make so many. So if you get one of those and you turn around and sell it, yeah. You get between a thousand to two thousand dollars per bottle. That's what they go on on average. They right. average it like twelve hundred, fourteen hundred dollars a bottle. Right. Because they're so rare. But I've seen things with like whiskey guys and bourbon guys that have said like it's great, I've had it. Not but it's money. not any better than a bottle I could buy at the store for a hundred bucks. Mm. Um and it becomes a thing. It becomes like yes. a commodity. There's, there's only make so many of them. There's a scotch. There's a Highland scotch that I that I found in Total Wine, called Grangestone. Mm-hmm. Perfectly serviceable scotch. I'd put it up with the black label even. It's thirty five dollars for a bottle. It's That's single bolt Highland scotch. Thirty five. I think they like, like all of these things. Like I always get upset because like. Um, what is it? Uh, 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 crap. Tullamore Dew. Mm-hmm. Lovely Irish whiskey. I remember when I first discovered that I was in Vegas. I was like, what is this? They're like, Tullamore Dew. I said, I've never heard of it. I came back. The bottle was 40 bucks. I'm like, this is fantastic. They started advertising. The next thing you know, it was like $60 for the bottle. Yeah. Like, God damn it. <laughs> Great. So it was the same thing. It was $33 for like 12-year single malt scotch. Really nice. You know, not, you know, blue label, but 33 bucks. I was like, oh, okay, because, you know, Glenfiddich 18, I'd be happy to drop 120 bucks on it, but I'll drink it in three days because it's delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not dropping 130 bucks on a bottle of scotch like four times a month. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, no, I, this is not happening. So when I when I see those things with this $15,000 bottle of scotch, I, it's like, no. It's, it's like, it's a little bit like, oh, I'm going to buy a Bugatti. It has 1,200 horsepower. Why? You're, you're gonna break the spe- I can break the speed limit with my freaking Saturn Aura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can hit 130 with my Saturn Aura. Yeah. How fast are you going to get anywhere around the city? Now, you're out somewhere in Minnesota or, or, or Nevada or Montana. Okay, I get it. You got a long straightaway. You can go. But mm-hmm. in the city, why am I dropping $2 million for this car? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. even open it up. It doesn't make sense people, to me. Uh, some people, when they get to a certain level of I guess income and lack of responsibility. I don't know. Do start to spend strange. I've heard people say this, and it's weird how someone like a Kim Kardashian or whatever, like right. their everyday expense. You know, like stuff that we look at in your stories where they spend like uh, you know a million dollars on the dress mm-hmm. or like right. how much money on a house. Yeah. Or all these high value items, so much money. You're like, how do you do do that? Is because the way the economy is built around these people of that bracket of wealth mm-hmm. is everything they buy yeah. is already exorbitantly high. Right. So yeah. the high value items just follow the same track as they would to us. Right. Someone that would spend like, you know, way more on a car or like a super fancy dress for an event than you would on a random thing is the same for them. Mm. Like a Kim Kardashian, she'll buy a t-shirt and I've, cause and now with Instagram, it's really easy to see. And I've seen a couple of times on podcasts that I listened to, there was one guy who says like, oh, I only get this one kind of t-shirt. And they're like, oh, why? He's like, it's just the best. 
and they were joking. They're like, oh, I'd never go those fucking t-shirts. And I looked it up by curiosity. And like the Instagram is just all these guys just wearing these t-shirts. And it's a t-shirt. Like there's nothing about it. Right. It's a plain t-shirt. Right. But you look up the company. It's LA based. They make like, you know, 100 t-shirts. Everything is handmade in LA by someone who's got a master's degree in law. <laughs> like <laughs> they're as white as white could be. Right. And they're paid $50,000 a year to mm-hmm. make just these yeah. four t-shirts. Like everything is so... And they sell these T-shirts, and it's like four hundred dollars for a T-shirt. Right. Yeah. No. And it's yeah. just a T-shirt. No. Because that's just how it is. Look, I I, re- I remember being a kid, and the whole fashion thing, and just I didn't care if I was cool or not, because as an immigrant, my parent, you know, we lived in this little two-bedroom apartment in Flushing when we came back, and the Gap opened up on Main Street, Flushing, mm. which was a huge thing. And everyone was like, gap, 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 gap. I went and bought a t-shirt. It was 35 or $40. 1986, seven. I made three fifty an hour working at a deli. So I basically had to work all weekend <laughs> to buy, a t-shirt to buy like this that. t-shirt. And I remember thinking afterwards when I was like, I'm like, this is just stupid. Mm-hmm. And to this day, we have the money. I'm like in Costco. I'm like, well, this shirt looks good. I'm gonna buy this shirt. You know, it's like yeah. these jeans look good. Let me get that. Now that's changed a little bit because, like, I I get annoyed with how quickly things fall apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, I'm at a point in my life where I can spend the extra bucks. Yeah. I'm gonna get this sweater, and I'm gonna it's gonna last me. I have a sweater that was my brother's when I was ten years old. In the former Yugoslavia. That was a Yugoslavian made knitted sweater that I wore at my Netflix shoot last weekend. Oh. They were like, wear that shirt. Wear that sweater. And I, I laughed because I didn't want to tell them. I'm like, this is a 40-year-old sweater <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I've washed literally umpteen times. Wow. And the only thing that's wrong about it is like it's missing a button. And I never found it. It's one of these um, almost like a cable knit sweater. It's red and black. Mm-hmm. And, and it has these buttons that are kind of, I, I don't know what you call it, but like a big round, like almost like an acorn looking kind of button. Like mm. a toggle. Oh, yeah. Like okay. a toggle. Right, right, right. Yeah. But this sweater is 40 years old. The color never faded. Mm. It never came apart. You know, and I'll buy these sweaters and like literally next year it's just like, oh, my jeans. Like, yeah, they fell apart. I got to mm-hmm. get a new pair of jeans. 15 bucks. Okay. <laughs> So, like, I'll, I'll look now, and I'll be like, and they'll be like, we'll guarantee this for life. Like, L.L. Bean used to do it. L.L. Mm. Bean was like, we yeah, guarantee yeah. your stuff for life. It's like, okay, if you're charging me $80 for a sweater, and if something goes wrong with it, and I bring it back to you, and you're like, yep, here's a new one, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what I, like, we have a faucet in the kitchen. I bought it from Restoration Hardware or something like that. It's an American company, they're like, in Kentucky or Kansas. The faucet was like 600 bucks. It's stupid. But every time it went wrong, I called them up. Mm-hmm. I said, guys, um, the diverter doesn't work, and I'm not getting water out of the cold faucet or whatever. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, we got you. And like, I'll call on a Monday, and I'll have the faucet on a Thursday. Wow. Yeah. And I'll replace the faucet. No, when did you buy it? What's your receipt? What's this? What's that? And this happened to me twice or three times with it. And finally, the third time, it was obviously some kind of manufacturing error that this was happening. And the woman was like, 
yeah, you should be set now. We figured out what was wrong with it. It's it's not going to happen again. And I was like, okay, yes, I don't mind spending that extra money when I call you up to you know for service or like there's a problem with my product, and you yeah. go, yo, no problem, we got you. Yeah, here it is. You're taken care of. Don't even worry about it. Okay. I see the value in that. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're charging me, like you said, $400 for a t-shirt, and then like yeah. six months later after washing, it's like threadbare and it looks like a cobweb, what did I pay you for? You should be giving yeah. me a free t-shirt now for the rest of my life. I paid you $400 for a t-shirt. That's a good idea. I like the idea of that being a company that you buy one outfit and they're just like Bart Simpson style. They just keep restocking. <laughs> <laughs> That's Why it. Not? That's your outfit. You bought that one outfit. If you want to buy another outfit, that'll cost you another ten thousand dollars. <laughs> did you did you ever watch did you ever watch Monk? He, yeah, 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 yeah. He always had the same colored suit. He had like twelve. Yeah, like of them. a gray. In, in a, yeah, he had twelve like suits on the same. Yeah, suit. yeah, 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 yeah. That was a great show. That was a great show. Oh my really god. Good. Great show. Yeah. Great show. He's good. Yeah, Anyways. Totally I do like that actor, yeah. Yeah, that's how good Star Trek is. Uh <laughs> yes. sweaters. T-shirts. Yeah, they all wear the same outfits. In Star Trek. Listen, I th- there's only so much I could teach to a bunch of mules. Okay, that's that's Ooh. all there is to it. All right, so for the Johnny Walker, let's take the cost out of it, right? Because I think if we throw the cost in, then we'd have to go back to each bottle and yes, say, you yes, know, yes, you grade yes. them differently based Correct. on that. Yes. But let's just say strictly based on our on our enjoyment, our palate. And this was and a gift, so they're all the same. Mm. Yeah. This. The blue is fantastic. Yeah. They've all been very good. Yeah. Um, the blue is definitely the best. It is it feels like it's like the, the smokiest and the most uh unique. It's got the most going on. It's smoky, but it's got like some sweetness to it too. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's got a lot of spice to it. Yeah. But no real burn and it goes down yeah. very, very smooth. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 no burn, very smooth, and it was yeah. no burn, no burn whatsoever. And it's whatsoever. spicy, and that's the thing. I like, I love my whiskey to be spicy. Oh, the okay. fact that if it's like spicy and then no burn too is even better. But like, mm. if it's spicy and it's got a little burn, all right, I'll take it because I'd rather that than have no spice. Right, like I gotta have that smoky <laughs> spiciness to it. Um, <laughs> I gotta have, gotta have that spice in my life. <laughs> I gotta uh, have it a spice. Hey, hey, oh, <laughs> oh, give me a the pepperoni. Oh, um, <laughs> so yeah, this is definitely that's the best good sketch. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the roasted cauliflower. Isn't there spice? There's uh, no spice. I gotta have it a spice. Uh, maybe you order oh, something well, else. Oh, I gotta have it a spice. <laughs> what if we put red pepper on it? Is it spicy? Yeah, it's kind of spicy. <laughs> then I'll take it. Uh, yeah. You know I gotta have it the spice. <laughs> what did I rate the last one? 4.3? 3. 4.3. 3. Indeed, you, you gave it a high bar. Didn't I rate Wild Turkey 101 at like a 4.5? <laughs> Probably. That time I drank yeah, it. you were you were jumping up and down about wild turkey. I do love my wild turkey, and I will stand by that. Okay, but anyways, <laughs> this is I don't know what he's doing here. Wild turkey's a great bourbon. I don't know if he's trying to make some sort of redneck joke or something. No, no redneck jokes here. I'm trying to do the. What's he doing? Deliverance? You doing deliverance over no, there? No, no. I'm just clearing mute my throat. Your, mute I'm, yourself. I'm, I'm you clearing fuck. my throat. Sorry. Yeah. I'll mute myself. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> look, this is the best of all of them. It's up there with uh, a lot of whiskeys I've had. I really like it. It's a 4.5 for me. 
But is mm. it as good as Coca-Cola? <laughs> I don't really drink Coca-Cola, Sean. <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, that's a five, right? Soco and Water Coke? Water is one. Yeah. Coke's oh, five. Oh, Soco and Coke? <laughs> 4. 5. That's, that's a solid grade. Huh. That's a solid grade. Um, you want to go next or shall I? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. well, you know what? Gabby tasted it yeah. a little bit. Gabby, give, a, give, us, give us a taste. Or give us you your opinion what? on the taste. That sounded I very rude. I'm sorry. Gabby, give us a taste. Like, what? Oh! Oh, hey, oh! Hey, the fuck did you just say? The fuck? I'm about Don't to smack... Don't look at me. You're the hey, one with a... Yo. Oh, hey, oh, oh, hey. I'm going to fucking smack you in the mouth. Oh, don't smack me in the mouth. If I, I, like I turn my other cheek... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, I like this one. Uh-huh. Just as much as I like the first one we had. Um, the black label? Yes. Okay. And I feel like there were notes... And I think you mentioned this, Tomo, like cacao. Yes. I got like Kahlua, like yes. coffee. Yes, yeah, very, very, which very. Which I yeah. really liked. Um, yeah, I wish I could have had more, but I have to fucking drive. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 Andrew, oh, what you the fuck? Hey, how come your lady has to drive? Oh, oh, no. oh. You'll just have to get us a bottle. Oh, uh-oh. You got to rate the bottle. Easter's coming babe. up. Yeah. That's true. Um, Easter is a very drinking Catholic holiday, if, in case you didn't know that, Andrew. And on the third day. On the third day, <laughs> Jesus said, where's the blue label, bitches? <laughs> I didn't roll back this stone for nothing. <laughs> hey, where's the fucking Mary Magdalene? I've had blue balls for the last three years in these stories, huh? What are you going to put out, kid? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Blue Label. That's my name. <laughs> the original name of the whiskey was Blue Balls. It was a story from the Bible. But instead it's Blue Label. Thank you, Sean. I've okay. been working on that Judas fuck guy. He was washing his feet. No, guy, no good. You know, and then this Thomas guy walks in and he's like, you're not Jesus. They're like, I'm not Jesus. Who the fuck is walking around with my fucking face? What do you mean I'm not Jesus? You I'm see some Jesus. other motherfucker walk hey. on water? Oh, oh. Lazarus. That's a gay guy if ever I saw it. His wife walks in, he's dead. I walk in with my sexy abs. The guy wakes up, he's fucking alive in a second. He's like, whoop, hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. We apologize on behalf of... Every Christian alive today. We don't today. fucking apologize for nobody. Oh. Blue balls comes to blue labels. You know, Mary John's, what you fucking crying? Just wash my fucking feet and pass me the whiskey. Oh. <laughs> you know what, though? If you could turn water into wine, it ain't so bad. Hey, you know there's at least one person who was there at that wedding that was like, Oh, I really wanted the water. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm fucking thirsty, though. Yeah, they're like, oh, what about uh, Jeffrey, the alcoholic in the back? Did you not think about him, Jesus? Yes. <laughs> yes. He's in recovery. We're in the yes. middle of the fucking thank desert, you, and all there Jesus. is is wine now. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> now he's going to hell. Are you happy? Are you happy right now? I Good. Heard this, I heard this stand-up bit. This guy, he's like a... He's like a kind of like a Christian comedian. He like jokes about church stuff. Right. Um, but he was talking about the like Jesus turning water into wine thing. And he's like, you know, you tell that story and it's like this romantic story of this miracle and he turns water into wine and blah, blah. He's like, you know, somebody was getting hammered at that wedding. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. No, I, 
I've I've told Sean this story. Did I ever tell you my uh, 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 altar boy story? Is that when uh, Kevin Spacey tried to rape you? No, no, no. That was Sean. Oh, okay. uh, um, <laughs> Sean and and what's his face from the Who? Sean was also like involved with him when he was doing his research on Peter Files. Oh, yeah. Pete Townsend. Pete Townsend. That's it. Hey. Anyway, um, when I was a kid, I was an altar boy. This is in the former Yugoslavia. Uh, we had a young priest in our church, and one night, and I was an altar boy, one night the local bishop came to do mass. And the priest said, hey, why don't you do be his altar boy? Which was kind of like a high honor. And I was like, oh, okay. And our priest, there were two small, like, uh, what do you call them, jugs with water and white wine that for the service. And our priest used to do I'd get hand in the thing and pour in the cup, and I'd pour half the jug of water and half the cup of wine. Cool. Bishop comes. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm a little bit nervous. You know, he's an older guy, very serious. He's a bishop, you know. So I go to pour the wine. And, start, and I always start with the wine first. So I go to pour the wine, and I go to half the jug, and I stop. He's got, you know, the big robes and everything. And his one hand, they can't see because the robes are over there. And he's literally doing this, like, motion me to keep <laughs> pouring the wine. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. You know, I'm 11 years old, 10. And I'm like, oh, he's thirsty. <laughs> so I pour in the wine in the cup, and then I grab the water. And I go to just basically dump the jug of water because... Our priest mixed half and half water and wine. I go to ju- dump the water. The bishop just about falls over the freaking table, <laughs> puts his finger on the lip of the jug, and literally lets one drop of water go into the cup, and then pushes it back. And I'm kind of like, huh? The rest of the mass goes through. Okay, cool, whatever. I come home and my parents are kind of like, you know, which is hilarious because my parents, especially now they're getting older because they're afraid they're going to hell. So then they try to be churchly, but they don't really go to church. And it's like, <laughs> you should go to church and pray to God. It's like, yeah, all right, fuck off, mom, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's like, and, and so they were just like, they were all proud because I was the altar boy for the bishop. And they're like, oh, how did it go? And I walk in, 11 years old myself. I'm like, the bishop is a fucking drunk. And they're like, how dare you? What? And I'm like, no, he just drank wine. He had one drop of water. That's it. And they're like, you can't say that to anybody. And I'm like, okay, all right, well, whatever. But yeah, that was, I was like, oh and you know, in retrospect, you, you get to be an adult. I'm like, what do you have? Booze and cigarettes. And that's it. Because mm-hmm. technically, you're not even supposed to rub one out. Because then you got to yeah. tell your friend, like, hey, Joe, I'm here to confess my sins. What'd you do? I rubbed one out again on Friday. <laughs> Joe, we're not supposed to be fucking doing that. I know, I know, but I couldn't help it. Get That's what we got you the altar boys for. That's that Tomo kid. If if you close your eyes and look away and he does it for you, it doesn't count. It doesn't count technically. If he You're not doing it with your own hands. Donkey, donkey, come on. Don't you, know, don't you know how they do it in the UK? 
But but that's what, what's really dark about that is you know that I, I bet it started there at some point. Is someone? Oh, for like, sure. Was just like for I can't sure. I can't do anything. But if this young boy who right. wants to do it for me, you know what? To do here's it. the th- yeah. here's the whole thing with the church. It, it's funny because one celibacy is not is has been happening in the Catholic Church for less time than people realize. Mm-hmm. It's only been mm-hmm. around for like five hundred years. And the church has been around for almost 2,000. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So there's that. Um, when you read about the papacy, like early on, that was a title that was passed on from father to son. So nobody's fucking being celibate here, guy. It was literally like you read about the early like popes. It was like the godfather. And I wouldn't be surprised if he got like a, his inspiration from reading these things because you're like, Holy, you know, the Medicis and these, you know, like all these like Italian families that were like vying for position. Oh, 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 <laughs> fucking oh. A. Oh, oh, I'm a best son to my you son. Know, oh, hey. you know what? Now I'm he's upset. He's a good boy. He's going to run, I, he's going to run the Catholic Church. Oh, what's your favorite the, 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 the Bible story? Hey, hey. I like the story about Mary Magdalene. You know why? Because she was a nice broad. <laughs> hey. hey, you know what? Some people try and say like uh, I hate to use this word, but some people try and call her a whore. A whore? Yeah, but I, she's not know, a whore. Hey, she was a good broad. She's a good broad. She was a look, good dame. Look, she's a broad. You know, you're sitting there. You, yeah. It's in the desert. It's yeah. hot. You're wearing togas. You lift the fucking toga. Your thing is just hanging there, just looking at you, minding its own business. She goes up for a slurp or two. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? She's yeah. not bad. Hey. She's just a broad. Yeah, she, a broad. I guarantee that he's like the person, whichever apostle first wrote of Mary Madeline was like a Trump character, was so like Trump in that the way that they write her, it's like she's, it's in the way that's like, and then she came along and then she was Jesus's favorite. And yeah, yeah, she was a sex worker, but that's it. We're not talking about it anymore. But do we, I mean, was she a sex worker? Yeah, she was. But anyway, we're moving on from that. And then she did other things. Does she have a dark past? Yes, she did. But that's fine. But we just keep going well, on about well, it. I'm not going to judge her. You really people. keep bringing this up people. and then being like, but it's fine. But, my, but my, it's fine. But my favorite thing about all of that is. That people still to this day don't take into consideration. Some guy translated the Bible. Yeah. Not a bunch of scholars in a school with incontrovertible evidence of somebody correctly translating it from Aramaic to Greek. <laughs> some guy who already really likes Jesus. Right, <laughs> right, right. It was right. like, oh, this exactly. Work it was out just so like well. some guy. It would be like me. He's like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna translate all of these texts from Spanish into English. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of conversational in Spanish. I could find a bathroom, but you know, like <laughs> I can find a you. I mean, seriously. But then it's like, am I getting the context of this translation? Right. I'm just right. translating it. I don't know what he means because like, there's so many phrases. Yeah. That you know, like. Perfect. Oh, if he's anything like you, he's probably just some drunk asshole. Probably. Oh. 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 <laughs> Son of a. Oh. It'd be like getting you to edit Star Trek Next Generation yes. versus getting him to yes. edit Star Trek Generation. Yeah, if like, I got to edit it, it'd be good. Be like, good. It'd be interesting. And he's like, no, but it's really important. He'd be like, he'd the, make uh, it accurate, I'd make it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting their mics off. Hi, Gabby, how you doing? Hey, Welcome to my podcast. Thank you for having so, me. So, I used to have a podcast with a couple of guys, and <laughs> they were just assholes. Can Sean, I just say? I take that as a compliment to my editing skills. So yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, good. You guys keep it that way. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, Rate the fucking whiskey, you assholes. We're not doing yes. a bi- we're not doing a fucking Bible this spoiler special. This is true. This is true. Well, Sean kind of like took us down the Irish Catholic yeah. rabbit hole. Damn, we've been down a lot of rabbit holes. Yes, we have been. But you know, this is the podcast, and Gabby's been fully indoctrinated now in the podcast. She has. I know how it goes. Yes, Y'all, she does know how it goes. Okay, good. so let's rate Blue Label. You didn't give us it. a grade, did you? Yeah. Oh, you did? I didn't put it. Oh, yes, you did. 4.5. Oh, my goodness. Yes, you did. Whew. Sean, Whew, you, you know got lost called? in your existential crisis I, over we there. Did. We got all religious. You got... You're, you're absolutely right. Gabby I'm sorry. Gabby even rated it. I'm sorry. Did you rate we... it? No. 4.3. 4.3. Oh. oh. No, you did suck. What did you do? That's a hell of a jump because you were like 3.5 with Black Label. I know. I think I rated too well in the beginning. Three f- I would oh. say 4. You want to change no. your grade to yeah. the Black Label? Four? Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You can't change it. She can't. Yeah, she can. I'm in charge of the pen. She can do whatever she wants. <laughs> um, I will give Blue Label a four three. Nice. I uh, uh, the eighteen year and the Black Label. I gave a four one. I thought the Blue Label definitely, without a doubt, the best of the four. Yeah. Um, like we said. Coffee, cacao flavors, um, smooth. If there is a bite, it's it's like you don't notice it. Like the the gold label, the bite was really sharp. Yeah, it was almost like having something like really citrusy, like like almost like a lemon rind. All of a sudden, like out of nowhere. Not that it's necessarily bad, but it's just a, a bit much. Mm-hmm. This stuff was the blue label was smooth through and through. And towards the end, and like you said, it's like, I, I didn't need an ice cube for this. I, I didn't really want an ice cube for this. And it's so warm and so mellow, and it just like kind of warms your chest. It, 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 it is a fabulous whiskey. Do I think it's worth, you know, 120 bucks for a bottle? I don't know. That's questionable but it's 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 a really really nice whiskey and considering it's a blended whiskey i i think i mean i'll put it up against a bunch of single malts the way this one is i really would you know i've had lafroig i've had mccallum i've had glenfiddich 18 even i'll i'll put blue label up against those guys mm-hmm. four four three four three sean yeah, really boring. I'm going to say um, four, two. Okay. Just because uh, it was my favorite of them all, but it would be unfair for me to say that it was like, to give it a four, three, because it's like, we're getting into all drinks. It's not just whiskeys I'm writing this on. Right. Like, you know, I, I just haven't drunk enough whiskey for me to be like marking these up super high because you get caught up in the wave of these things. You're like, yeah, four, five. You're like, right. I don't even really like whiskey. <laughs> what am I doing? Right, right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. It, was, it was certainly good, but... I don't think it. I think um, it's not my the favorite whiskey I've ever had. I'm not a big whiskey drinker, but the one that we said before, the whatever it was called, I can't remember. Lagavulin. Lagavulin. Yeah, that's good. Lagavulin. Yeah, that's good stuff. But yeah, it, like I said, if if you find it in your local liquor store, Grangestone. Grangestone. It's. Grangestone it's a real or Grangestone. Grange. Grange. G R A N G E. It's a solid, solid scotch. Like the ZZ Top song. <laughs> Oh, love that song. 
I don't know that song. What? Are you kidding? You've definitely heard it. What? I mean, I thought I recognized what you're doing, but The Grange? LaGrange. 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 You don't like that song and you weren't interested in No, no, no. In he the... likes that. He thinks he knows He doesn't song. know the song and he wasn't interested in the uh, Klingon tits. No, right. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. I, I mean, ZZ Top, I think. Do they even say LaGrange in the song? I feel like they. What's the ZZ yeah. Top? Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah. They do. They do. Home out on. You'll you'll know it in a second. Here we go. I know this from car commercials, probably. No, you know this from Guitar Hero. Outside the range. You know what I'm talking about. Well, this is just a blues lyric. This is like yeah. basic blues. But they were, they were technically a blues band oh, yeah. that went pop. This is so not allowed. You're not allowed to play songs like this. In ha ha! You're not. We'll get deplatformed. Ha ha ha! You what? We'll get deplatformed. Yeah, we technically, we, legally Copyright. speaking, we don't have the right to play that song. No. But uh, uh, only if you play for more than thirty seconds. Oh, yeah. And so come after if us. you talk over it, you're allowed as well. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah, we're, we're not advertising it. Bring it on. It. Bring it on no FCC. one's gonna. All right, let's put it this way: no one's gonna know this song was played unless they actually listen to the full fucking episode. Hey, How many sure. people listen to the full episode listen of our show? This. There's like one guy in Peru. Hey, listen to this. Gabby uh, does, but she's awesome. There we go. Yeah. Up five. Anybody listen to this whole episode? Yeah. They might disappear. Oh. Can oh. I tell you? Can I? I, I just want to bring Marketing up. Marketing 101 here. Listen to the whole episode and die. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> can I just say. It, so one person's listening to this right now and it's like. Oh. He's not serious. He's not serious. I really wanted to. I watched <laughs> the other day the promo for one of the Tiger Kings that we did, and because I put it together actually. Oh, for, you, didn't you just read? I I I, I just one? posted it probably. The part where you talked about what's her face's husband, Carol's husband. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like I said, I think this is where fuck that guy started with that with the, with your rant. It was oh, like it was. this fucking guy. I just this. Fuck it. And He's I was dancing like, with her. Or yeah, yeah. All and, sweet. And I'm like, fuck and I was this like, guy. This fucking squid. I hope a fucking tree falls on him. I was like, it's. He was the worst of starts, all the. He starts singing to her. Or yes. Something, right. Yes, because we were talking about like of all the awful characters on that documentary. I hate him the most. He was the worst by far. Just for being. Slime ball, nice. just a total slime ball. Like Mitch McConnell, he's got that. Yeah. He did. Yes. Oh, just awful. Just awful. Anyway. Do we do a fuck that guy? Today? Yeah. Do we need to do a fuck that guy? Does somebody have any extra complaints about somebody? Gab? Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto? Did we do that already? Maybe we we kind of... Well, that was when we were doing the planning episode, so that wasn't like so an actual person. No, it doesn't count. So if you want to do a fuck that guy right now... Hit the hit the noise. Okay. No, no, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stand wait, by. Hold. I don't think... Fuck that guy! All right, go for it. Jared Leto, fuck you, man. You trying to play Morbius? Yeah. You yeah. want an Oscar? Yeah. From Joker to Morbius? Are you fucking kidding me? He sent people poop and used condoms or whatever he did? Right. Pigs, 
Pigs? Pigs? Pig scrotums? Pig scrotums? What? What? <laughs> Pig scrotums? <laughs> scrotums? Fuck, fuck that guy, Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah, Jared Leto. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> all right, excellent. Well, all right, folks. That was the marathon of episode 100. We hope you enjoyed all our crazy shenanigans. We hope you enjoyed our grades for the various Johnny Walkers. Mm-hmm. I want to give an extra special thanks to Gabriela Peña Herrera for being you, our extra special guest on episode 100. As Woo. usual, Woo. Andrew, Sean, gentlemen, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank appreciate you. all your time. And 100 thanks, episodes. Wow. Yeah, 100 episodes. And... For those of we're you averaging twenty five episodes a year, <laughs> we are we are averaging twenty five. No, we're not. We're averaging like eight episodes a year. Um, the next the next episode, we're starting our countdown. We're a little bit late this year because we yeah. got delayed. Nicholas Cage movies. Yeah, the ranking. Yes, the ranking. So we're hopefully we will be our episode will be out before the unbearable weight of unlimited talent is that the name of it yes something like that something like that comes out which looks fantastic i have to say where nicholas cage stars as as himself nicholas cage. <laughs> yes yes yeah. yes 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 when so does that come out? April? april 22nd all right so we gotta get on it yeah, yeah. And we so we have 16 Bat- movies to watch has anyone seen the batman yet we should not yet yeah. we should cover we the batman it. Yeah, i saw it yeah did. Oh, oh did you, you uh, i'm gonna have to watch it no let me know if you want to come at the local theater, if they're still yeah, playing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't want to watch it. Because we can, like, hit that. Tommy Fox's get loaded and watch the Batman. That's great. Oh! Wait! Yes. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks very much for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.